0: Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 1 Too naive. Leon. you're just nothing. What makes you think a delivery boy like you deserves to date my beautiful daughter Winnie? A birthday party was going on in the Sheraton Hotel in the middle of Oregon. A woman with short and slick hair stared at Leon with hatred. Her name is Melanie, mother to Leon's girlfriend. Super Rich Man by Kang. Bam. Melanie took the beautifully wrapped gift on the table and hit Leon's head with it. A real crystal bracelet by Givenchy inside the box fell out and shattered into pieces. Leon had spent a year's worth of his salary to get the gift. While Winnie, Leon's tall and beautiful girlfriend, stayed quiet and looked at Leon cynically. Just so you know, Winnie was accepted at the province's best university. She is the only one to make it to a master's degree out of the whole school. You better give up while it's not too late yet. Leon scored the highest amongst students accepted into the academy, but his name was removed for some unknown reason. Zero-zero when Leon bent down to pick up the bracelet pieces, someone roughly stepped on the bracelet fragments. Holding in his anger, Leon looked up and saw Gerald's snobby face. Hey, poor boy, what makes you think you deserve my cousin? You must be dreaming one inch. Gerald stepped on Leon's hand multiple times then kicked him. Auntie, here's a teddy bear for Winnie, I wish all the best for her. Gerald thoughtlessly chose his cheap gift for $100 from a roadside shop. Melanie instead gladly accepted the gift, she held the teddy bear very cautiously. Gerald, you are indeed a wonderful man, Winnie and I am very happy with your present. If you both weren't presents, I would have got you married to Winnie 1 inch. Gerald and Winnie are distantly related, so their blood relation were not very close. But Gerald's attraction towards his school idol Rachel was bigger than towards Winnie. The reason behind Gerald's action was purely due to his dislike of Leon. Gerald once almost harassed Rachel, but Leon caught him by accident and stopped him from doing so. At that moment, Leon's shoulder is shaking, his hands tightly fisted, trying his best to hold on to his anger. Zero Zero the Givenchy bracelet he bought worth a year of his salary was treated like trash by them, and a roadside bought teddy bear was deemed better. Praying. Leon, you're so useless. It's just food delivery and you crashed a BMW. You are fired. You are responsible for the service cost. Leon immediately cut the call, trying to hold his anger. Winnie, please return the $100,000 spent on that bracelet, I really need the money right now. Both Leon's breath and voice tone sounded heavy. Leon spent his free time working as a delivery man. He even saved up on giving and spent four years of his time at university to save up to $100,000, which he deposited in Winnie's card. Leon seems to trust his girlfriend too much. At first, he planned to use the money to continue his studies, but instead he had to use it to replace the crush's loss. During the one year of their relationship, Winnie wouldn't have possibly spent all of Leon's hard work by herself, right? I spent it all, answered Winnie with a smirk. Leon felt like he was struck by lightning when he heard Winnie's answer. What? You didn't even ask my permission, why did you finish it? Leon's voice was hoarse as if something was stuck in his throat. Zero zero, all that is not even enough to buy my makeup supplies. I've wasted a year of my youth with you, so that makes it even. We're done. All this time, Leon is just a free lunch ticket to Winnie. More than that, Winnie is admitted to a top university and will soon leave Oregon. She is undoubtedly impatient to cut her relationship with Leon. What a shame it would be if people found out her boyfriend is just a food delivery man. Is this it for all the feelings we had for each other? You've changed, shouted Leon, his eyes reddened, and his lips trembled, trying not to cry. All the promises and romance which Leon had just felt. Everything changed in one night only because Winnie is going to the best university. You should have realized that we are from two different worlds. Winnie looked at Leon cynically, her face full of hatred while Leon felt very disappointed at her. The money, give back my money, I need it now. What if I don't want to? Stingy, do you have to do this with just such a small amount? My decision to break up with you was definitely the right one. Yes, it's just $100,000. Seriously, I don't get it, Melanie added. While Gerald just looked at Leon with cockiness, if you do what I tell you, I'll return the money. Zero zero, what is the condition? Leon knew Gerald was not this nice. He saw Gerald pointing in between his legs. Here, pass through here and bark like a dog. You are outrageous. Why, don't you want your money? Okay, I'll go, Leon shouted with determination. Winnie, look at the street dog, your ex-boyfriend, shouted Gerald happily. Winnie raised her chin high and with a disgusted expression, she said, a lowlife like him deserves a sad life. At that moment, Leon lifted his feet and kicked hard at Gerald's crotch. He might live poorly, but he still has to have dignity. Gerald was immediately on the floor, writhing in immense pain until rolling on the floor. Amid the commotion, Leon took off on his bike. Even though he made his escape, he was eventually caught. The reason for his custody was silly, he was accused of attempted rape. That night Leon was obviously out drinking with his best friend Jason to pour out his emotions and was not at the crime scene. This is obviously fake. 00 in the custody center's visitation room, Leon's eyes were bloodshot red. The sadness he felt has reached its limit. Thankfully there is evidence that Leon was not at the crime scene, so Jason could help prove Leon not guilty. Just, I knew you'd come. Once I'm out of here I'll treat you to an all-you-can-eat restaurant. Leon's expression improved at the sight of Jason. Even though he is in trouble, he still has a good friend to look after him, this is the only thing that made Leon happy. At that moment, Jason was feeling conflicted too. He felt tense but excited at the same time. With a smirk on his face, Jason told Leon, you need to calm down. I stand as a witness for you and prove that you are indeed a rapist one inch. Hearing what his friend said, Leon's facial expression changed drastically. Just, what do you mean? It's not the time for jokes. All this time, Leon has always thought of Jason as his own brother. You can't blame me. Everyone's got to move forward. A chance to fix my life is up in front of my eyes. As soon as I graduate, I'll secure a job as the Chow family's hotel manager at their five-star hotel. Ha <laughs> Jason was initially hit with guilt but was consumed by greed once he imagined his bright future. Jason, it turns out you are helping Gerald. Where is your conscience? Zero Zero Leon could no longer hold on to his anger. If they weren't in the custody center, Leon would have gone crazy. Moral conscience. Can moral conscience feed you? I don't want to live my whole life as a low life. Also, there's one thing I must tell you. Do you know why you were removed from the master's degree? Registration. Why? Was there a hidden reason behind it? Don't you ever think about it. Your major only has a spot for one person. For some time, Winnie has been flirting with the major head and Gerald is Winnie's cousin. All that is enough to kick you out, but you were too dumb to realize it. Jason went and left Leon alone. Leon felt like his heart was stabbed by a thousand knives. Two weeks later, at the Romanagara University, Leon finally stepped foot at his university gate. Since there wasn't enough evidence, Leon was finally released. But it seems to be difficult to erase the trace from his campus. And while all that is happening, Winnie has begun her new life somewhere else. When Leon came back, a lot of people tried to avoid him as if he brought disease. Zero zero but once again, a piece of bad news struck Leon like lightning. It was agreed that after graduating, Leon would work at the Royal Taruma Hospital. Instead, he received an email saying he was rejected. The hospital is one of the best in Oregon, and the acceptance rate is meagre. The hospital is his only path after failing to enroll in his university of choice. Would there still be a way forward for Leon? Does he have to stick to working as a delivery man just to earn a living? At that moment, his phone rang. Once he saw the caller ID, Leon's facial expression changed. He answered the call. It's been four years until you finally remember me. Did you even know how I got here during these years? Leon's hoarse voice sounded hysterical. What do you mean I crossed family rules and had to pretend to be poor in Oregon and accept shame from others up to this day? With the reason of family education. I want to come home. From the other side of the line, a soft female voice answered. Sir, you should be thankful for experiencing the life of a poor man. You must be well aware of the people around you. Now that the first step of the exam is over, you will receive a small amount of compensation, as promised. You will also be allowed to use all the abilities you have mastered. Your second test to take over all family corporations in Oregon starts now. Zero zero, are you for real? If it wasn't for food delivery I would have starved to death. And only now do you remember me. More, are you ready to be a housewife? Theon and Mawr have been paired since both were unborn, but Leon disagrees with the decision. Because Leon wanted to try for himself what it felt like to be in love, he succeeded in tasting its bitterness. Sir, all this time I have always received love and kindness from the Vijay family. I shall not ask for more. As long as I can serve you, sir, I will wait for you to come home. Haha, <laughs> Leon laughed with a sarcastic tone. They grew up together through childhood and understood each other well. Mava is a year older than Leon, he sees her as his sibling. How could he even bring himself to do it? Sir, in a while you shall receive your compensation from your uncle. Tell him I don't need much. I only want to enjoy lots of meat in my hot pot, sing my heart out, and sleep well in a hotel room with a huge bed. All these four years delivering food I have not even once eaten beef. Have you ever felt like this? As a successor to the most mysterious family in United States, Leon has to go through a set of trials before inheriting his family wealth according to a group of rules. It has five stages. Since he was only three years old, Leon's father has planned on raising him as a tough person. 00, Zero he invited masters of diverse expertise to train Leon in many abilities, starting from arts, medicine, feng shui, ancient foreseeing techniques, self-defense, and ancient antiquities. Four years ago, when the first phase of the exam started, Leon was sent to live in Oregon's harsh city without a single penny. Leon also wasn't allowed to use the different expertise thought to him by the experts to train his willpower and experience the life of an ordinary man. Leon understood his father's goodwill. His family did all this to avoid unwanted circumstances, even simultaneously, they are also grooming his cousins as potential replacements. At that moment, a few of his schoolmates passed by Leon and whispered to themselves. What's come, at first, I thought he's an ambitious person, in reality, he's just trash one inch. Winnie really made the right choice. I really can't imagine. If the incident hadn't happened, he could have got a proper job. Trash like him deserves a breakup. Leon's emotion is reaching its peak, and with his hand, he hit the tree beside him hard. The tree didn't move a single bit, not even a single leaf fell. When Leon went, a profound impression was made on the tree's bark as if a hammer had hit it. 00, zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 2 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 2 I am strong. A call came for Marmer a few moments then to remind him. Sir, please take the more than 900 million US dollars as compensation for the four years. Besides, there is a Spanish restaurant-restaurant, karaoke center, and a 5-star hotel all purchased under your name. You can head to the SZ Bank and reach out to Mr. Steven to arrange your money. Everything has been set, sir. I've also prepared you a scooter. Leon felt much calmer as soon as he heard Mawa's warm voice. It has been 4 years, and as heir to this amount of money, it is about time for me to make a comeback. I wish to interact with you all like normal people, but all you've been is cruel to me. It's time to show you all my real power. In half an hour, Leon made it to the SZ Bank branch without changing his work clothes. Leon planned to withdraw some of the money as pocket money. The rest will be left to Mr. Steven to manage. By coincidence, it is a crowded day at the bank. Leon didn't want to look eye catching, so he didn't straight away look for Mr. Steven and took a queue number instead. A woman dressed in the bank's uniform came to him. Her sexy body swayed as she walked in high heels. Excuse me, mister, my name is Shelly. Is there anything I can help you with? I'd like to withdraw money, Leon replied. My apologies, sir, since the bank service is very busy today, you can withdraw through the ATM instead. That way will save you time too. We hope for your understanding. Zero-zero, the ATM has a limit. I'll have to withdraw from the counter. Leon answered easily. Leon took the queue order as instructed, so why does he have to give it up for other customers? Sir, the counter is very busy. Please just withdraw from the ATM. Charlie answered back with a shoeing tone. But what to do if they need to withdraw a large amount of money should be done at the counter? Charlie eyed Leon from head to toe. In any case, Leon is just a delivery man. Charlie can't treat him the same way she would to wealthy customers. So why are they allowed to withdraw at the counter? Leon asked while pointing at the counter. They are withdrawing large sums of money, sir. About more than one million dollars Chelly said, arrogantly folding her arms. Dion's face showed only a confused expression. Is $1,000,000 already a significant amount? Zero, 0 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 3 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 3 I am Vijay. Alright then, I'll just cancel. Dion felt that if the bank employees think a mere $1,000,000 is too much, their work's efficiency must be questionable. The transaction he wanted today was worth billions. Dion himself was worried these employees might make a mistake out of surprise at the massive amount of money. Charlie thought she was winning and said, what a waste of time yes this is a waste of time i will just look for steven then leon didn't even bother knowing mr steven's full name maver has arranged everything for him fearing what leon said Shelly raised her eyebrows. what makes you think you can just call him that if so how about i call him by name that would be so rude Shelly's facial expression immediately darkened her face cold as eyes security security take him out he is causing a commotion two guards immediately came and stood in front of leon leon looked at the two cynically he exudes a dominating aura against the guards in front of him As an heir to his family, Leon was trained in self-defense from the age of three. When he was seven, he was tossed in a wolf's lair to fight against them for food. To him, these guards are just nothing. The guards wavered in the presence of Leon's dominating aura. Zero zero, why are you just looking, quickly send him out of here. Charlie shouted while stomping her feet. Let's see if you dare. If you move forward, I'll make you regret your whole life. Leon said with a smug grin. The two guards stood still in fear. Charlie became angrier until her face turned red. How useless are both of you. Charlie shouted while pointing at the guards. Don't be hard on them. I didn't come today to make a commotion. Take me inside, I want to see Mr. Stephen. Where Shelly immediately recalled that Mr. Stephen told her a VIP customer was coming today. Is it possible Leon is the customer he meant? After thinking for a short while, Shelly rejected her thought. How is it possible that a VIP Mr. Stephen mentioned is just a food delivery boy? During her time working at the bank, she has held data of many of Oregon's wealthy upper class but never once has she heard of this young man. At that moment, a man in his late 50s dressed in luxury brands entered the bank. Shelly quickly greeted the man. Welcome, Mr. Jeremy. If there is anything urgent, please head to the VIP counter. Charlie acted in a friendly manner towards the man, she undoubtedly wanted to take advantage of him. Jeremy stole a glance at Charlie's curvy body with lust and said, Miss Shelley, I have business with Mr. Stephen today. Charlie immediately understood what he meant. Charlie had interacted with Jeremy for three years, and she knew well he was a wealthy boss. He is most probably the VIP guest Stephen told her about this morning. Mr. Jeremy, this way, please. Mr. Stephen has waited for your arrival, Shelley said while leading him to Mr. Stephen's office. 00 Shelly was suddenly reminded of Leon and she was worried Leon would make a mess while she is busy. Charlie quickly made her way to Leon and warned him if you dare try anything I will not hesitate to call the police. Charlie immediately turned and stuck to Jeremy as if a stamp attached to a postcard. Sorry for making you wait sir. Jeremy was confused and asked Miss Shelly what did he do? Don't worry about him sir he's just a boy making a mess. Haha what a low life Jeremy said eyeing Leon cynically. Charlie accompanied Jeremy to Mr. Stevens' office and knocked on the door. Mr. Stephen your guest is here. To show her friendliness to Jeremy, Shelley didn't immediately leave after opening the door. She made her appearance in front of Stephen on purpose to leave a good impression. Once the door opened, Stephen was still showing his smile, but immediately his expression changed. Where is Mr. Vijay? Stephen asked. Mr. Vijay, Shelley replied in confusion. While Shelley was confused, Jeremy went inside the room without a care. Wow, Mr. Stephen, you understand me well. You even prepared tea, Jeremy said as he sat down and was about to pour his tea. At that moment, Mr. Stephen gave him a sharp look and said, Mr. Jeremy how about we talk about our business next time? You can come again tomorrow. Realizing something was odd about Mr. Steven, Jeremy put down his cup of tea with annoyance. Zero zero, fine, I'll see you again tomorrow. Jeremy shouted with anger in his voice. Mr. Steven didn't feel like he had done anything wrong. The tea is a long jing tea prepared, especially for Mr. Vijay. It is brewed from the best tea leaves and water from a mountain spring. Compared to Mr. Vijay, Jeremy is nothing but a roadside stone. Excuse me, Mr. Steven, but I thought Jeremy was the VIP guest you meant. Chili asked. You are wrong. You cannot compare Mr. Vijay to Jeremy, please pay better attention next time. At that moment, Leon appeared in the office still in his uniform. Shelly is angry at Leon's appearance. After Stephen's harsh critique of her, Shelly attempted to fix her image by kicking Leon out of the office. Why are you still here? Get out. You can't just step in Mr. Stephen's office. Leon stood by the door without a movement and calmly spoke. My surname is Vijay. As if he was struck by lightning, Stephen immediately stood up to greet him. Mr. Vijay, please come in. So you are Mr. Stephen. Mawar asked me to see you. Please have a seat, sir. I brewed this specialty for you, please enjoy. Mr. Steven was immediately very friendly and poured compliments on Leon. Mr. Steven knew there was only one person in the world who could mention Marva's name aloud. That would be the one and only Leon Vijay. Zero. zero Shelly's mind became foggy. She doesn't understand what is going on in front of her. How could a food delivery boy be a VIP guest in the bank? Not missing a beat, Steven landed a slap on Shelly's face. The three slaps successfully ruined her makeup and made her cheek turn red in pain. Stupid you. Don't show up tomorrow. Without a second thought, Steven made a small sacrifice by firing Shelly to keep up his reputation in front of Leon. Stephen heard the news that Leon came from a wealthy and influential family who dominates the country. Charlie realized after the three slaps that no matter the young man's identity in his delivery uniform, she must not disrespect him. Mr. Vijay, I sincerely apologize for that. Let's be direct, Ms. Marvel wanted me to hand this to you. After he said that, Mr. Stephen stood up to unlock a safe. What's inside the safe is not gold, expensive watches, or stacks of foreign currency, but 00 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 4. Believe what you see. The khaki to the Hennessy Venom GT. Only 10 are produced worldwide and only 3 units have made it into United States. It has a maximum speed limit of 4, 3, 5 km per hour, beyond other supercars such as Lamborghini, Bugatti or Koenigsegg. Titled the world's fastest sports car, this is not a car even the ordinary rich can buy. Mr. Steven tried his best to contain his feelings but his two hands just couldn't stop shaking. He looked at the key with a feeling of jealousy. To own a sports car like this is a dream for so many men. Oh, just a word came out of Leon as he reached out for the key. From a young age, he was already surrounded by many kinds of luxury cars. When he was 5, he soiled himself on the leather seats of an Aston Martin. And at 10, he secretly took his father's Pagani Zonda for a spin to impress a girl from school, resulting in punishment in the wolf den for 3 days. Mr. Vijay, Ms. Mava said they parked the car at Oregon Sports Car Club. You can contact Mr. Liam for the details. Zero zero. I don't understand this girl. I was told to go low profile, but how would I not stand out by driving a van to campus? With annoyance, Leon put the key in his pocket. He's getting used to his 4 years of ordinary life. Stephen can only force a smile upon hearing what Leon said. To drive this rare car to campus, even the richest man in Oregon could not hope to own it, but Leon hates it instead. Even then, Stephen could understand, the Vijay family's existence in United States is shrouded in mystery. He heard the family possessed an insanely massive amount of assets inside and outside the country and holds even more terrible power than wealth. For someone like Leon, even the most expensive sports car is nothing but a scooter. Mr. Stephen just could not imagine it anymore. He knows that Leon is someone beyond his reach, and the less he knew about the family, the better. Mr. Vijay worries not, I have signed a confidentiality agreement. We shall now arrange plans to invest your wealth, as directed by Ms. Marvel. I will be the one handling your investments. Leon simply nodded in agreement. Leon thinks this is all too much. Since then, his father has always planted a mindset to live a simple life. That is why Leon does not put importance on the price of wealth. Even if Leon wants it, he could use all his abilities to control the whole city now. But either way, the heir of the Vijay family is not public trash who can only waste money. Zero-zero after their talks were over, Stephen escorted Leon to the front lobby. Jeremy was not gone yet. He was curious about who made Stephen give such respect and dare to ignore him. Jeremy massaged his eyes in disbelief of the sight in front of him. It is unexpected for Mr. Steven to bow down while escorting a young man in a courier's uniform. Shelly just scolded the same man. T. I didn't see anything wrong, right? Jeremy was fixated on Leon. Every bit of Leon's move looked so expert, showing how he is indeed experienced in what he is doing. Dion went because he no longer wants anything to do with Stephen bowing behind him. Immediately at that, Jeremy's perception was upside down. In half an hour, Leon arrived in front of the sports car club. It is the only sports car club to exist in Oregon and serves as a channel to sell and buy sports cars. The club is where imported sports cars are up for sale. Leon parked his motorbike in the front and entered the club. The receptionist at the front desk was holding her lipstick, very occupied at fixing her makeup. She became confused as to why a delivery man could come inside. To the set of established rules, members are not allowed to order food from outside the club. Hello, whose order is this? The receptionist asked in confusion. Zero zero, I am not here to deliver food. I'm looking for Liam, can you get him please? Liam served as the community's leader and is also the son of Oregon's wealthiest property businessman. What a snobby food delivery man. The receptionist eyed the good-looking guy in front of her. She was reasonably sure he wasn't the son of a conglomerate. Are you here to buy a car? No, I want to pick up a car. The receptionist looked confused. The two things meant the same, but Leon made it different. And she wonders since when a delivery man could purchase a luxurious sports car. The cheapest car available in the club costs at least $1 million. If he could buy a sports car, then why still work as a courier? A long line of questions appeared in the receptionist's brain. Mr. Liam is not here now, but he should be back in a bit. Please wait for a while. The receptionist herself has no idea when Liam is coming back. She felt that the delivery man need not be taken so seriously. The receptionist grabbed her small mirror and went back to fixing her makeup. Working in the sports car club demands her to keep up her appearance. If one day, a member would notice her, her life would change drastically. Zero Zero another woman in a similar uniform to the receptionist showed up. She is a staff member at the club too. They gossiped with each other. So, have you heard of it? A few days ago a brand new Hennessy Venom GT just arrived. That's so cool. One of the rich kids here must be the owner. If my boyfriend could own a car like that, it would be amazing. There are only three units of the Hennessy Venom here in United States. Added the receptionist who just showed up. And that must be Mr. Liam's car. I really want to have a boyfriend like him. Leon didn't want to join the gossip. He calmly sat in down and took out his phone with a cracked screen from his pocket. Leon's sad appearance made the other receptionist feel pity for him. I didn't expect a delivery man to be thus good looking. It feels different than usual. She pouted and said, what's the point of being handsome? He's still a delivery man. Took at his cracked phone screen. He didn't even replace it. Makes me sad. Even if he is poor, he still has the looks. He could make content on TikTok. Well look at you, can't you be a little realistic. Zero zero at that moment, Leon scrunched his forehead, his face showing worry as he stared at the email page on his phone. He is looking at financial reports from his hotpot restaurant club and hotel. Since he took over all those businesses, each location's financial team must report to Leon as per the procedure. The total quarterly profit reaches 120 million US dollars. These businesses are quite successful in Oregon. In the beginning, I wanted to rely on myself to earn money, but my father is forcing me. Inside, Leon begins to calculate what it takes to start his own business. As heir to his family, Leon doesn't want to be someone who gets everything quickly. After 20 minutes, the sound of a car horn was heard outside. A young man dressed sharply in a suit stepped out of his car. Zero, 00 super rich man by Kang Chapter 5. Wow, so handsome. Mr. Liam is here. The receptionist's gloomy face changed to show excitement. She quickly brushed more blush onto her cheeks. Liam went into the club as soon as he stepped out of his car. Leon's attire stood out enough to attract Liam's attention. Scrunching his forehead, Liam asked the receptionist, "Did you order anything?" The receptionist hastily explained no sir he came to find you. If you don't recognize him I'll ask him to leave. She was anxious she might leave a poor impression on Liam. Liam is someone respected by many not only is he the leader of the community but his father is also a senior property businessman. Liam nodded and turned to Leon. At that moment Leon looked up and their eyes met. Liam could realize that Leon isn't just an ordinary man as if behind his seemingly soft gaze is hidden a very sharp sword. Leon had the calmness royalty and killer aura with a tint of arrogance. But the delivery uniform he is wearing just doesn't suit his aura, thus induced an extreme sense of curiosity within Liam. Zero Zero Liam walked towards Leon while the two receptionists stole a glance at Liam's muscular build from behind. Wow, Mr. Liam is the coolest. I'd really want to be his wife. Once he got in front of Leon, Liam asked, You're looking for me. What's up? Let's be straight, I am Leon Vijay. Leon didn't like pleasant talk and went directly into the main topic. Liam showed a surprise expression at once. Liam usually kept calm even in the event of a disaster, but for this once lost his cool. Mr. Mr. Vijay. Just how could the respected family heir be a delivery man in Oregon? The massive difference in status sent Liam into disbelief at what he was seeing. Leo nodded and continued with annoyance in his voice. Marvel told me to pick up the car here. Why would she even tell me to drive a sports car? The next time I see her I'll pull her pants. Marvel is seen as a queen in the business world because she owns the largest venture business in United States. Her exotic fairy-like beauty. makes her a legendary figure among young women. Even the four conquerors of Oregon wouldn't dare mess with her, not even Liam. Zero zero but Leon dared to say something like that to pull down her pants. Even so, Liam understands how Leon could say such things. He heard that Marvel shared a bed with Leon and the relationship between the two must have been very close. Very well, sir, please have a rest on the second floor while I get the car for you. Liam was very obedient to Leon. Liam didn't want to offend his feelings. The receptionist and her friend were very surprised and confused at what they saw. The powerful Liam is suddenly so fearful of the delivery man like a sheep. What is actually going on? Our boss is the son of a property tycoon, the receptionist said in bewilderment. Why does the delivery man appear more handsome now? You're such a fool, she replied to her friend, her gaze fixed on Leon with awe. Leon told Liam, you don't have to, I still have something else to do. Leon didn't like wasting his time, he wanted to get home and change his clothes quickly. Liam secretly complained, it's a pity he didn't get to talk with Leon. For Liam, this is an infrequent opportunity. Zero zero if only he were a few years younger, maybe he could interact with Leon more. Mr. Vijay, don't worry, Ms. Marvel told me you don't want to appear striking. I have promised to keep everything a secret. If there is anything you need sir, please don't hesitate to contact me. Here is my card, said Liam as he handed the card to Leon. Leon received the card and put it in his trouser pocket. You can have the motorcycle I parked at the front, take it as a gift from me. I hate putting things to waste. Yes sir, thank you for the gift. 5 minutes later, a Hennessy venom descended from the parking lift. Leon pressed a button on the key and the gullwing door slowly raised open, like a pair of outstretched wings. Until then, only the receptionist finally understood what Leon meant when he said he came to pick up a car and not buy one. It turns out he is the owner of a super posh car. They didn't expect to miss their chances to attract a wealthy man in front of their very eyes. Even so, they knew the league. It's someone as great. As Liam bowed down to him, they wouldn't have the chance to flirt with Leon. They felt very guilty for the way they underestimated Leon. But they realized their worth, such a great person like Leon wouldn't waste his time on someone like them. The car engine started as the doors slowly closed. Zero, 00 the white and silver body line blended well with the luxurious gray interior, suiting the young and handsome Leon perfectly. The roaring sound of the engine drives everyone crazy. At the moment, the delivery uniform Leon is wearing looks like a shiny gold plate armor. Oh my god, he is so handsome. I want to marry him. You can find a lot of handsome faces, but what matters is his soul. The way he drives with one hand is impressive. After Leon drove his car away from the club, Liam exclaimed, a rich air working as a delivery man, how unusual. Leon drove to his university. Suddenly, his phone rang. Leon, you have to pay the semester credit fee. You're the only one yet to pay. Are you dropping out or what? Each semester every class must pay a credit fee to use for the activities done in the semester. The way class leader Christian speaks to Leon lacks friendliness. It costs only $10,000, why would I drop out anyways? Don't bother trying to pretend, Leon. Everyone knows you're penniless. You're bothering my drive. Zero zero driving. Don't try to kid me. You drive a motorbike as if it's a car. Do you think you can compare yourself to Gerald? I can even hear the passing wind from here. Stop playing pretend. Yeah, the winds are very strong. Leon replied and cut the call. His sights grew wider as the roof opened. The gushing wind feels very cold. Zero zero super rich man by Kang chapter six. Super rich man by Kang chapter six flames of jealousy. Right in front of Leon is the university where he is studying. One degree Fahrenheit. Oregon's most prestigious universities. Leon parked his car by the commercial road right outside the campus gates to avoid attracting the attention of many. Even so, the shop owners on the street were surprised to see the delivery man stepping out of the super cool car. They quickly took out their phones and uploaded the moment to TikTok. Unfortunately, they could only see Leon's back. Leon thought it's about time for him to change from his usual delivery uniform. All these years, Leon switched between his uniform and campus attire. It gives the uniform a sentimental value. At the clothes shop by the road, Leon bought better looking clothes. When he passed through the campus gates, Leon passed by Rachel, the girl of everyone's dreams who just got back from buying food. Her innocent appearance and pretty face topped by her achievements made all the guys want her. Unfortunately, Rachel's family has not been doing well. Her mother is severely ill, and her family is financially struggling. Since her second year of studying, Rachel knew about her mother's illness. She abandoned her usual lifestyle and no longer splurges her money on shopping. Every day she lived simply and took part-time jobs to gather money for her mother's medical treatments. Rachel and Leon are classmate, and their relationship is ordinary. They would occasionally discuss their studies, beyond that, they don't interact very much. Zero Zero Leon glanced at Rachel and kept walking. He thought to himself, my name is ruined on this campus and everyone avoids me she must have done the same. He then heard a soft voice. Duh, Dion, good afternoon. Unknowingly Rachel's face reddened and her voice stuttered while calling out to him. Dion was surprised to hear Rachel greeting him. Dion nodded and smiled, hello, Rachel. Ever since I got out of custody, you've been the first person to talk to me. Dion thought Rachel wouldn't talk to her. Although Leon was freed because he was proven to be innocent, many girls became afraid of him. I, I believe you wouldn't have done such just watch out these days, Gerald is not going to give up the chase. Don't worry, Gerald won't act like that for too long. Let's just leave him alone. We are not going to win against him. He recently threatened me too, Rachel said with a sigh. Leon's poverty was known throughout the campus. Rachel even assumed his family is in a worse situation than hers. On the other hand, Gerald is the son of a wealthy family who owns a chain of five-star hotels. He could quickly destroy the lives of anyone below him. Looking at Rachel's low confidence and acceptance, Leon tried to cheer her up. This problem won't involve you. I'll take care of your mother's care fees. I'll ask my people to move her to the best hospital. No, Leon, you don't have to. You are in a difficulty yourself. Just let me handle it myself rachel shook her head and showed her sweet smile this is not a problem to me leon replied with a smile zero zero but you don't have much money i don't want to put you in more difficulties deep in her heart rachel wished someone would come and help her her current condition is making her almost give up but leon is just as low as she is and he had to work as a delivery man by no means would he have enough money to help her you're being really honest leon said while scratching his head leon has pretended to live poorly for the past four years he even got used to it so no wonder rachel thinks of him that way By coincidence, Gerald came in with his Porsche 911 and saw Leon talking to Rachel. Gerald's face turned dark. He slammed his hands on the steering wheel. How dare he talk to my girl. Jason, go get him. What's your order boss? Jason asked in confusion. Go at him, I don't have to teach you again, do I? Boss. Jason was torn, he betrayed Leon to improve his living, but he never knew being another man's slave was not an easy job. Jason, do you no longer want to work at my hotel? Yes, boss. Jason got out of the car and clenched his jaws. Friendship no longer matters, it's all just lies. Jason no longer wants to be poor. Leon, what makes you dare flirt with Gerald's girl? You're nothing but a piece of trash. Jason is worried his threats aren't harsh enough to satisfy his boss. A traitor shouldn't be speaking to me. In his eyes, Leon exudes a killer aura. Zero zero this kind of experience was a lesson for Leon in the past. In his family, traitors will be cruelly punished beyond imagination. So what? I live comfortably with Gerald now while you're going nowhere. You really are meant to live in agony. The harsh words coming from Jason filled Gerald with contempt. What a boy, Leon laughed. Rachel was angry at that point. Jason, that's enough. Gerald saw Rachel stand up for Leon from inside his car and became suspicious of their actual relationship. Gerald wondered how brave it was for Leon, who just got ditched by Vinny for flirting with Rachel. Jason, finish him. Seems like the lousy ordeal Leon has gone through is not enough. Jason threw a punch at Leon, but what happened was in the blink of an eye. Jason fell kneeling on the floor. Both of his knees hit the floor, and Jason screamed in agonizing pain. Leon's movement was very swift. Jason wasn't even sure what he felt. He only thought it was because of the slippery floor. Leon stood in his place and stared at Jason, putting his hands on his hips. You're so useless, come in here. Gerald shouted at him, angrily. Jason quickly got in Gerald's car with hard steps, like a street dog. After the two went away, Rachel looked at Leon worriedly. Leon, you will surely be in trouble. Well, it's not clear yet who is going to get in trouble. Leon just couldn't wait to exact revenge for all the suffering he's felt all this time. Zero zero in the evening, Leon looked at the buildings in the city skyline from his dormitory. Leon didn't mean to park his car by the road since he plans to move outside the campus area. Suddenly, a huge figure came to Leon's bedside. Leon looked up, turns out it is Christian. Leon, can I have a moment? Didn't I pay the credit fee already? No, it's not about that. Tonight, the guys of our class are holding a dinner party at Foto Hot Pot. Everyone's invited, so you should come too. Before leaving, Christian gave a sly smile. Leon knew this was not some ordinary dinner party, they must have had a hidden intention. Who do they think they are to boss around like that? Let's see what tricks they have up their sleeves. That night Leon arrived at Spanish restaurant and made his way to the private room the reserve. Just at the door entrance, Leon heard laughter from inside the room. He listened to the voices of Christian, Jason, and a bunch of other boys. Haha, <laughs> that poor boy Leon is going to cry. That's what he's getting for trying to go up against Gerald. He needs to learn his lesson. This is the trendiest Spanish restaurant restaurant in Oregon. I bet he never came here before. Let's wait until Leon shows up and we'll order the most expensive menu items. The more expensive the better. Gerald's paying for dinner tonight. But let Leon pay for himself. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 7. Is it that difficult? Leon heard everything they talked about from behind the door. Unexpectedly Gerald is still not giving up yet. He gathered everyone to set Leon up. Boca. With an eerie expression, Leon went inside the room. Inside, Jason, Christian, and the others smoked and joked around. Look, our delivery boy is here. How many orders did you get today? He's got new clothes, it must be magic. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Everyone's jokes aside, what Jason and Christian said hurts the most. The other classmates stayed quiet, occupied by their phones. They had no problems with Leon, but inside they underestimated him. And obviously, it is because he is poor. Moreover, Gerald's paying for dinner tonight, so it would be a loss to not take advantage. No one tried to defend Leon. He smiled cynically. Is all the degrading and embarrassment he received these four years not enough? Zero, 00, Jason, do your knees still hurt? How does it feel to bow down to me this afternoon? Leon asked Gerald's new pet. Jason was confused as to what made him fall on his knees right in front of Leon. It's none of your business, scumbag. Jason answered. He lifted his glass and asked the others for a toss. My friends, in a short time we'll be starting our internships. I have something to announce to you all. I'll start my internship as a manager at the Sheraton Hotel. If any of you are coming over, I could give you a discount. Jason spoke very arrogantly. The others raised their glasses and started praising Jason. Jason, you're the greatest successful man you're so lucky to work in a luxury hotel cheers to jason in the blink of an eye the room's atmosphere changed as if they were all brothers this scene is not something new to leon he reminisced when he drank cheap beer and sang along with jason to get through their hard times together the beer may be cheap but the friendship between them was powerful but now what just happened was as if it was an insinuation against leon zero zero after an hour they are all satisfied with eating and drinking everyone took out one thousand dollars each to pay for the meal jason and christian stole glimpses at leon but leon stayed calm and excused himself to the toilet the moment leon went everyone made a fuss he's not running away is he i bet he wouldn't even have the guts to escape he's usually a coward he must have been shocked when he saw us pulling out money maybe he's calling someone to borrow money from a waiter came in to deliver two plates of fruits for jason and christian excuse me is there a jason and christian here the waiter asked jason looked at the fruit platter the various exotic fruits seemed so enticing it is obvious the fruits are freshly cut i didn't order fruits Our boss said Mr. Jason and Mr. Christian are his good friends. The fruit is complimentary, the waiter explained. Jason was already a little tipsy from all the drinks he had and didn't think much further. The tropical fruits could ease his drunkenness. As you all can see, it wasn't a mistake when I joined Gerald. To get fruits from the owner of the best Spanish restaurant restaurant in Oregon, their service is the best. Zero zero, maybe Gerald knew the owner of this restaurant well, we are not wrong to choose this place. Christian added. The two ate greedily as if they never had tropical fruits before, they didn't want others to have the fruit and quickly emptied the whole plate. Until then, Leon is yet to return. Leon is not really running away, is he? Jason asked once he realized something was off. After another 20 minutes, Leon still didn't show up. Jason is already fuming. That jerk has gotten away. Jason, maybe this is better for him. Imagine the embarrassment when everyone knows he didn't pay for the meal, his reputation will be completely ruined. Their laughter echoed loudly inside the room. But the others started to feel that what Jason and Christian did was too much. When everyone went down to pay, Jason told the cashier, hey, someone didn't pay. Go call the police. The cashier just shook his head. No, the money is right. That's impossible. Jason was astonished at the cashier's reply and started asking questions. Zero-zero, did Leon pay his share and go? The cashier let out a laugh. You must be kidding, he is the owner of this restaurant. Why does he still have to pay? All of Leon's classmates shook to the core. That poor guy Leon is the owner of Oregon's most famous hotpot. Jason immediately asked the cashier again. What are you talking about? Leon is your boss. I can't tell for sure, but he holds the largest share of this company. A manager just came to tell us that the boss is having a meal here. Jason finally sighed in relief. He couldn't stop thinking, maybe it's a coincidence they have the same name. How could someone poor like Leon own a large share here? Jason and Christian were annoyed because they failed to defame Leon. In the taxi on their way back to the campus, the taxi driver and another friend sharing the car were in for bad luck. The two of them had explosive diarrhea that quickly filled the car with a horrible stench. Driver, please stop, I need to get out. Damn, I just ate the fruits. Zero zero all the while, Leon driving his Hennessy Venom has arrived in his dorm. The next day, he found out Jason and Christian had been admitted to the hospital. Doctors and nurses in the hospital are overwhelmed, the two are like biological weapons that filled the whole room with a rotten smell. After Christian ate most of the fruit, he was admitted to the intensive care unit due to severe dehydration. Leon laughed when he heard the news. It's been a while since I used laxatives. I maximized all the dosing, such a pity Jason still made it. Next time I'll make him suffer. After breakfast, Leon arrived at the medicine class. Leon is having lessons on traditional Chinese medicine for the day. The class is taught by Professor Wilson, who is an expert on the subject. It is a rare chance to be able to attend his class. Since he was young, Leon had read classical literature on traditional Chinese medicine. He even inherited knowledge from Liana, a legendary doctor in United States. Leon is really tired of having to pretend to be stupid and inferior during these 4 years. Ah, reminds me of Madame Liana, it's been 4 years since I last saw her. Thanks to her knowledge of staying youthful she must be pretty, and her chest. Leon, what are you daydreaming about? Answer my question, what would you do to handle a snake bite? 623252596986 Looking at how Leon is occupied Professor Wilson's face turned serious but he then shook his head. Never mind, this question is not even a part of the material. Maybe even the brightest student couldn't even answer it. I'll change to an easier question. Professor Wilson felt the questions he gave were tough because Leon never paid close attention to every lesson. This question is related to his latest research and will be presented in the regional TCM Symposium. At that moment, Leon showed an expression of disbelief. Professor, is the question really that hard to answer? Zero, 00 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 8. Thousands of ancient recipes. It must be difficult for students like you. Professor Wilson said in a serious tone. I have the medicine recipe, Leon replied with then try explaining. Professor Wilson felt wrong to immediately reject Leon, so he decided to give Leon a chance. Leon didn't have a good impression because he rarely ever paid attention to the professor's lessons. Even though he would always score the best in modern medicine, Leon still scored poorly in TCM. This question is especially beyond the materials taught. Even the highest scoring student failed to answer it, so how could Leon? Professor Wilson took a sip of his tea as time passed. Fearing the answer from Leon, Professor Wilson spewed the tea from his mouth and wet the table. He didn't expect Leon to explain an acupuncture technique to clear venom in the blood. Please continue. After needling, apply the combined medicine onto the bite mark. Professor Wilson couldn't control his emotions after Leon's explanation. This is an ancient method. O367496 oh, Professor Wilson thought Leon would answer the question with a modern approach. Still, he was surprised when Leon mentioned the methods of a long lost recipe. Leon was confused to see Professor Wilson, who looked like he had just won a lottery. Professor Wilson pulled out a piece of paper and wrote down everything he just heard in front of the class. Although his table was wet, he didn't care and focused on writing down everything he remembered. Professor, what are you doing? Leon asked curiously. I am writing down the ancient recipe you just mentioned. The formula has two more substances compared to the modern one we use today. The two substances can strengthen the medicine's efficacy. Professor Wilson would be embarrassed to admit that he was stuck in his preparation for the symposium. Leon's explanation seemed to give him enlightenment. Without lifting his head, the professor continued to write parts of the recipe stuck to his brain. Once he finished writing, Professor Wilson suddenly looked up and stared at Leon. He fixed the position of his glasses, which almost fell off his nose bridge. Alright, Leon, where did you get this recipe? Zero, zero, I forgot. Leon deliberately lied because he didn't want to tell Professor Wilson the truth. Back then, his teacher Madame Liana told Leon not to mention her name to anyone. If anyone ever finds out that Leon inherited knowledge from the legendary doctor, he would cause a fight between the TCM practitioners and many branches of the organization to the point of blood spill. You forgot. This is a long lost ancient recipe and today you have made a great contribution to the TCM world. I, Professor Wilson, that's too much, Leon replied. He wanted to say that he has hundreds of such recipes written in his brain. No, I am not excessive. Even though we have serums to fight the venom, it can't be easily accessed everywhere. This ancient recipe not only heals snake bites but will help the research of TCM experts. The two additional substances are vital. Okay. Leon doesn't know what else to say. He didn't expect the progress of TCM knowledge today to be so left behind. As Madame Liana taught him, the recipe is just like any ordinary recipe. Her most valuable secret is the science of youth and agelessness. If the secrets to those sciences are exposed, the world will be in chaos. Now both Professor Wilson and his classmate have started to pay Leon respect. Zero, 00 even though his reputation within the campus was destroyed, Leon has successfully made many admire him in the field of medical knowledge. Professor Wilson came to see Leon in a new light and hopes to interact more with him in the future. After the class was over, Professor Wilson called Leon for a talk. Leon, do you come from a family of doctors? No, Professor. That is weird. The ancient recipe no longer exists in modern TCM textbooks nowadays although its potency is proven. If you're not coming from a family of doctors, it's kind of impossible for you to acquire this ancient recipe. Is it possible Leon deliberately covered up his family background? To think it over, that would be impossible. If anyone from Leon's family was a doctor, he wouldn't have lived so miserably when the recipe could be sold for several hundred dollars. Leon, I can help you apply for a scholarship. But Leon lifted his shoulders. He felt that he no longer needed scholarship funding. Too bad if Leon must use this low-quality recipe to achieve fame, but he doesn't have to anyways. After arriving in his dorm, Leon is still finding information on housing property from his phone. He suddenly received a call from the department head to come to the office. Zero Zero Leon thought he was called because of the rape case a while ago. He is determined to clear his name off those evil accusations. When he arrived at the office, it turns out Leon received a recommendation to start his internship at the Royal Taruma Hospital. Excuse me but I thought I was already rejected. Leon asked in confusion. Leon, you scored very well. It would be a pity to drop this opportunity. I reached out to many of my colleagues to acquire the spot, so take good advantage of it alright. Leon felt suspicious of the department head's intentions. If only he hadn't blown up Leon's wave accusations, the case wouldn't be spread out. But Leon wants to know his actual aim. Alright sir, thank you very much, Leon said with a nod. Leon, don't let me down. Yes, sir. After Leon went, the head pulled out his drawer and looked at the bank card in it. His eyes gave a greedy look. Not long after, Leon arrived at the Royal Taruma Hospital to register himself. He made it to the thoracic and cardiovascular surgery department. He went to find Dr. Iskander as instructed by the head department. Zero, zero, you must be from the medical faculty, Dr. Iskander said after looking at Leon's CV. The department head recommended me to intern here, Leon replied. Yes, I've heard so. But now the registrations are full. How about you help me move a body to the morgue? 00 super rich man by kang chapter 9 he must be found a corpse what's wrong are you not going to do it i've seen a lot of interns like you you all can barely do anything is this what the head told you to do it's none of your business someone like you is going to have a hard time securing a proper job stop being so audacious dr iskinder replied with overflown emotions then left to go for rounds on the ward leon is in no way willing to heed dr iskinder's command to move corpses it is not only an insult to leon but also to his teacher madam diana but Leon accepted it anyway because he is curious about the methods they apply, so he spends his time in the morgue. The morgue tempec dead is the living. For example, people like Jason who don't value loyalty. If it wasn't for me having to take my exams here, I would have put this hospital to the ground. That moment Leon heard someone calling to him. Okay, new kid, what are you doing talking to yourself? You'll get used to it. Come here and help me lift this body. It's really heavy. Leon came to assist his colleague. 00, Zero Leon wanted to end his shift and return to the dorm after moving the final body. The corpses is of an old man, about 70 years old. How did he die? Dion asked. He initially suffered a heart attack, also known as a myocardial infarction. It must have been caused by fatigue, added by the hot weather which caused him to lose consciousness. By the time he was brought to the hospital, it was too late. What about his family? His family is on their way here. Once they sign the papers, the body will go to the funeral home. Quickly, don't ask too many questions. Many he die here every day, you'll get used to it. Leon nodded at his colleague's answer. Leon is already immune to facing death. But at that moment, Leon sensed something was odd. He accidentally brushed his hand on the corpse's wrist and felt a faint pulse. He's not dead. He's still alive. No way. Mr. Iskinder himself declared him dead. He was even defibrillated but didn't survive. I could still feel his pulse, Leon said seriously. You're not making any sense. I've worked here for three years and nothing like this ever happened. The colleague felt the old man's wrist in disbelief and glared sharply at Leon. He's got no pulse. Even his body has turned cold. Once he delivers the body to the mob, he's trying to fund reasons and escape. All sorts of dirty and brutal jobs are usually given to the new kid. This has been the rule in all fields of work the legendary Dr. Madame Liana, Léon learned the technique God's Finger, which allows him to feel feeble pulses, even if it is soft softest feather. 1,879,600,128,736 inches he could still be saved. No matter how great a piece of knowledge is, even if it could not raise the dead, the man needs to be helped even at the smallest chance of survival. Without hesitation, Léon applied pressure on the twelve Zing points on the man's body. Within moments the points opened, and the old man immediately gained consciousness. The man was confused about what had just happened since he had just woken up his eyes opened and saw the name tag with leon vijay written on it you are still alive sir i helped you regain consciousness i'm going home now leon phoned the hospital there's a patient who just came back to life in the mall. please take care of him leon took off his white coat and left the mall. when he got back to campus leon parked his car in a hidden corner spot and went to get drinks in the nearby store once he got out of the store leon saw a crowd gathering around to take pictures and upload them on tiktok when will i ever have a car like this i quit dreaming one there are only three in united states you must be kidding This car is way cooler than Gerald's, the owner must be an insanely rich boss. It must be something Gerald's father would drive. Dion shook his head at sight. The next thing he must do is purchase a new house to park his car. Parking his supercar on the campus grounds is attracting too much unwanted attention. Dion walked towards them. The atmosphere changed in a split second. Look, the rapist is coming. Guard your girlfriends. Zero zero, why isn't he delivering food? He's got new clothes on. Those must be items on sale. Check out my new Adidas pair. If anyone has to live a life like Leon, they're better off dead. Yeah, he couldn't even get a job right now. Leon faced the harsh words calmly. With his renowned status, he doesn't have to bother explaining who he truly is to those ants. Leon remembered that his car door was unlocked. He put his hand into his pocket and pressed the car key. The sound of the alarm coming from Leon's car sent everyone into shock. You fools. As Leon walked into his campus, great news shook the hospital. Mr. Indra, who was previously announced dead, has come back to life. Mr. Indra is known as an old-timer in the antiquities trade and a famous expert on humanities. He just opened three antiquities stores in Oregon and fell sick due to the fatigue. Mr. Indra is still admitted to the hospital, but his condition has improved tremendously. He didn't stop whispering a name, Leon Vijay. 00, zero Grandpa, was Leon Vijay? His granddaughter Suchianti asked in curiosity. He is the person who helped me. I must meet him no matter what. I wish to express my gratitude one inch. Based on his grandfather's descriptions, Suchianti deduced that the man named Leon is around the same age as her. But how could someone her age be powerful enough to return her grandfather to life? And if he is truly that great, would it be possible he is only a mob worker? Zero, 00 super rich man by kang chapter 10 super rich man by kang chapter 10 who's afraid grandpa you should thank dr iskander he's the one who helped you no t you don't understand Teon helped me with his bare hands all he did was press on my acupoints he is a great man mr indra was fully alert and was entirely sure of what he said Suchianti, on the other hand is unsure she thought her grandfather was talking nonsense after coming back conscious she only shook her head to only press the acupuncture points without needles and bring a person back to life is highly impossible at the same time a viral video is circulating in TikTok. Everyone is looking after the delivery man they saw in the video. In just one night, the video amassed over 10 million likes. Everyone watching the video couldn't get over him, even though they couldn't see Leon's face. Mainly since he drives a very rare Hennessy Venom. Dion shook his head at how he went viral on the internet. He pitied how shallow people can be. They are over their heads just because of a car. Marvel has been outrageous. Giving me a car like that would obviously gather attention. I think I'll go outside after dark. Dion spent the rest of his day looking for a new home. He went to June Club at night. June Club in Spanish Restaurant to a business is owned by Leon. Since he took over both businesses, Leon was coming over to see how they're running. Zero, 0 Leon greeted the club manager and checked its financial report. After making sure nothing was amiss, Leon decided to walk around. The clock showed minutes past 10pm, which is a golden time for clubs. By chance, Leon passed by Rachel at the entrance. She was with Gerald and his friends. All of them are classmates and are holding a party to celebrate their upcoming graduation. Once he passed Leon, they could not hold back and started cursing at him, especially Gerald. Gerald's hatred towards Leon grew stronger after he saw Leon together with Rachel at the campus front. Hey Leon, did you enjoy the cops lifting job I gave you? Turns out, everything was planned by Gerald. Through his connections with the heads of the medicine and thoracic surgery department, he's trying to make Leon suffer. I know you planned all this. So what? Your fate is in my hands. By the way, do you work at club now? Gerald asked mockingly. Gerald's question was followed by a chorus from his annoying followers. Out of everyone, Leon had Rachel's sympathy. As a star student in medicine, Leon should have a bright future and not a sad fate. Leon, there you go up against me in a drinking game. Challenge Gerald. Gerald is not satisfied playing with Leon and is still trying to find chances to humiliate him. But Leon is no longer the same because their positions have changed. He readily accepted Gerald's dare. Zero zero, I'm not afraid. Rachel shook her head and begged Leon to ignore Gerald. But Leon wasn't moved. Rachel was disappointed by his response. She could only secretly complain as to how Leon could be so foolish. Going against Gerald means Leon is digging his own grave. They proceeded to book the most expensive room available. You all can drink and sing your hearts out tonight. My treat, Gerald likes to show off and he wouldn't want to miss this chance. June club is one of the most elite clubs in Oregon. Obviously, it wouldn't be cheap. Gerald has prepared a lot of money to spend tonight, all for the sake of bragging and raising his ego. Theon looked at them with a sense of calmness. He isn't worried at all, for this club is his. He felt Gerald was childish, and his followers were just as dumb. Gerald has been playing cheap and dirty all this time, but curiously he still gains a following. Tonight, Gerald has an important agenda. He is about to confess his feelings to Rachel. He even prepared luxurious gifts, he just has to wait for the right time. Gerald planned to confess to Rachel right in front of Leon. Besides showing off his wealth, he wants Leon to be humiliated. But before all that, Gerald wanted to prove his ability to down alcohol. He wants Rachel to see that Leon is nothing more than his marks on paper. Dion, come here, Gerald shouted. He pointed to the 20 beer bottles on the table. How about 10 bottles each? You dare. Zero zero everyone cheered at sight, they hope to see a good show. Rachel is the only one concerned about Leon. Gerald spends most of his nights at the club, it makes sense he has a higher alcohol tolerance than many. Dion, on the other hand, rarely drinks. He is nothing compared to Gerald. Dion, I have a bad feeling about this. You should have declined his challenge. Amid Rachel's fear, Leon shouted, Just 10 bottles won't be enough. Let's have 30, wine, beer and liquor, bring them all in. The crowd roared louder. Gerald was not backing down and underestimated Leon. Are you sure? I bet you'll be puking your guts out after just 3 bottles. If you don't want to do it, you can leave now. Leon shouted. Leon put a bottle of Remy Martin on his lips. He emptied the contents in just 3 seconds. Everyone who saw it was blown beyond their minds. Just 3 seconds to empty a bottle of Remy Martin, how is that possible? With the whale suck skill, it is just a small thing. If Leon were to use his whole ability, even drinking a pail of wine wouldn't be a problem. Gerald is not giving up, he downed a bottle of Remy Martin in one big gull, leaving him with watery eyes and a runny nose. Just as Gerald puts down his empty bottle, he sees Leon taking two bottles of Remy Martin and drinks both at once. Everyone was shocked at how it took Leon three seconds to finish it all. Gerald's face twisted as he held on to the pain in his stomach. Yet, he forced himself to down another two bottles. Zero zero when Gerald was done, his face turned as red as a monkey's butt. But Leon didn't stop and continued drinking. Without missing a beat, Leon took different alcohols, mixed them into one, and drank it. To everyone's astonishment, Leon downed all the alcohol as if it was plain water. Leon only smiled at everyone's surprise expression. All the alcohol entering his guts is broken down by his inner power. Poison couldn't hurt him, and neither could alcohol. Kendra is United States' strongest martial arts practitioner and one of Leon's teachers. The feat he performed was a technique passed down by Kendra. Gerald, I can still drink with you until you die. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 11 Hand in Hand Everyone in the room was unable to contain their laughter at what Leon said. At that moment, Rachel's impression of Leon changed. For the first time, Rachel felt that Leon wasn't a nerd everyone could push around. Gerald is not giving up, he isn't going to embarrass himself in front of the crowd. T forced himself to down one more bottle and lost consciousness. Slap. Leon landed a slap on Gerald's now swollen face. Get up, have some more. Gerald could no longer react. T didn't even remember his initial plan to confess his feelings to Rachel. Leon, stop beating him. Rachel pleads while trying to stop Leon. Once he's awake he'll come after you for revenge. If he's not going to find me, I'll go after him. Leon landed another slap on Gerald's face. He came back to his seat after he was satisfied with beating Gerald's face. Leon, are you alright? You just drank a lot. Zero zero, I am fine. Annie, who was Rachel's close friend, sat beside her and realized her relationship with Leon. Rachel, nowadays everyone's reminding girls to choose their partners carefully. You must be realistic and not be blinded by love too easily. You have a load on your back, don't be with someone who has no future. Also, he was a rapist, people will talk about that too. Without guessing, it is obvious she is referring to Leon. Rachel felt embarrassed and explained to her. Yen, what are you thinking? With my mom's current condition, I wouldn't even think about dating. My only wish is to quickly graduate and find a job to fund her medications. Well, you can still date. Gerald is a great choice. I heard he was supposed to confess to you tonight. He even brought fancy gifts but sadly he's down on the floor already. Leon secretly laughed at Amy's thoughts. While it is real Rachel made Leon want to protect her, Leon isn't the type to be easily attracted to the opposite sex. Unless they have gone through unforgettable moments together. Dion is also sure he will come across many people like Annie, who likes to talk about people behind their backs. Rachel, are you listening to me? You look great with Gerald. If I had your looks, I would surely choose him. Look at his car and his. 0 family owned 5 star hotel. Kay is obviously wealthy and better off than you know who I. Annie was impatient. She can't wait to see Gerald and Rachel become a couple. Seems like Gerald often gives in to what Annie wants. In reality, Rachel has no intention of dating a man, not even the sly Gerald. Annie, please cut it out. I have my own right to choose, Rachel replied seriously. Rachel may be kind to Leon but it is nothing more than sympathy. Just because Rachel didn't like Gerald does not mean she is attracted to Leon. To everyone's surprise the super elite club is owned by Leon. Although so, Leon doesn't need to show it off. It's not worth letting people like them know. The clock showed 2am already. Gerald has regained his alertness although his head still hurts a little. Go to the car. Rachel, I'll drive you home alright. I'd like to take you for a visit to my house. I live in Pantai Mutiara. Annie was surprised. Wow, it's an elite estate. Rachel, you're so damn lucky. Not only Annie but her other friends are also jealous. Zero Zero the life of a conglomerate's son is so different. Living in elite housing and driving fancy cars really gets everyone jealous. When they were walking out, a very posh super sports car parked by the entry caught their attention. His friends immediately recognized the car. It's the Hennessy Venom that's viral on TikTok. What a coincidence the car was also around campus a few days ago. This car is way cooler than Gerald's Porsche. Of course, there's only three of them in United States. I bet someone like Liam or Jerry drives this car. The name Jerry sounds new to Leon but he's sure they're talking about Jerry who owns the sports car club. Even though Leon thinks his car is nothing more than a scooter, Liam obviously could not afford it yet. Right now, Liam is enjoying the motorcycle Leon gifted him. Even if Leon will give him a carriage, he is sure Liam will love it nonetheless. Annie posed in front of Leon's car and uploaded herself to TikTok. Leon laughed at the sight of her antics. Looking at how Leon laughed at her, Annie proceeded to attack him. Why are you laughing? It's not like you can buy this car. In Leon's eyes, Annie looks like an obnoxious guinea pig. Zero Zero Leon decided to prank her. He reached for the car key in his pocket and pressed its button. Beep. The car doors open as if it's a pair of spread wings ready to take flight. Annie shrieked in surprise. Seeing the car doors open means the owner is somewhere close by, but no one expected Leon to be the car's owner. Leon didn't mean to show off, he just wanted to surprise Annie. Annie felt embarrassed and pulled Rachel into Gerald's Porsche. But Rachel refused. No matter what happens, Rachel is not going in his car. Rachel, hop on. Let's go check out Gerald's house. Annie shouted. Rachel shook her head in disagreement. Maybe next time. I'm exhausted. I'd rather go home. Let me drive you home. Leon offered. A blast of laughter came from Gerald and Annie. How are you going to deliver her? A bus? Most probably the bike since he's a delivery boy. Rachel quit being dumb. Why choose a motorcycle over a Porsche? You're being ungrateful. Zero zero all the teasing meant that Leon made Rachel feel worse. She didn't think Leon's offer would invite so much negativity. But Rachel has made up her heart not to come home with Gerald tonight. You all can go. I like riding the bike. What she said caused her friends to turn away in disappointment and everyone parted ways. After everyone was gone, Rachel turned to Leon and said to him, Leon please drive me home. Alright, let's go. Leon took Rachel's hand and walked to his car. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang chapter 12. Very shocking. The way Leon firmly held Rachel's small and delicate hand made her feel safe. For a second, Rachel thought she wouldn't mind spending her life riding a motorcycle. But soon, Rachel sensed something was off. Dion brought her to the expensive supercar. Dion, what are you doing? Rachel was filled with curiosity. Is Leon the real owner of the car? Rachel shrugged the thought off. It must be a misunderstanding. I work as a driver for the club owner now. Get inside and I'll drive you home. Rachel innocently accepted Leon's explanation. Over the past 4 years, Rachel knew Leon was struggling financially. Rachel is sure he can't be rich overnight. Is it okay for you to use the owner's car? Rachel asked worriedly. It's fine. I'm quite close to him actually. Leon didn't want to let Rachel know the truth. He wants her to slowly accept his new identity. If Leon came straight up saying that he's rich, he feared Rachel would reject him. Besides that, Leon wants to avoid unnecessary attention. Zero Zero The next day Leon woke up quite early. Learning from yesterday's events, Leon realized it's no longer safe to park his car around the campus. He went out to purchase a new home. Leon drove to Regatta, one of Oregon's most luxurious apartment complexes. The expensive housing cost is not only due to its beautiful environment, but it is also located strategically and offers high-class service. The occupants can enjoy a five-star hotel's excellent service with 24-hour management and security services at their disposal. When Leon entered the marketing gallery, the employees were not arrogant, but they were not too friendly. Obviously, there is a reason for their attitude. Working as a consultant in such an exclusive area made the employees feel proud of themselves. Plus, the market targets potential buyers from amongst the very rich and powerful. It could be high-ranking officials or extremely wealthy conglomerates. The consultants own a consumer database filled with such names. Therefore, when they saw Leon walk inside, they didn't seem to care. Dion stayed calm. He is well aware that there is nothing in this world. Money can't buy everything except the state palace, of course. Good morning, sir. Please have a seat while you are waiting for service. 00A Zero Zero consultant came to Leon with a smile. Dion knew his polite and friendly demeanor was just a mask under the guise of professionalism. The marketing gallery wasn't too busy. Only a handful of people in Oregon can purchase units here. A few consultants should be enough to handle all the customers coming in. But no one came to assist Leon because they were afraid to miss the Potential buyers who had just arrived. To them, the chances of Leon buying an apartment unit is slimmer than a customer who just showed up. A young man suddenly came and the consultants immediately gathered around him as if he was a money tree. Sir, I am Louis. Welcome to the gallery. I prepared unit number 8 for you. Good morning sir, my name is Mark. We talked through WhatsApp. How about unit number 7? Stop the quarrel, please. I'm here for unit number 9, it suits me best. The young man's name is Jerry. K is the son of a wealthy businessman from Oregon. Being flooded with compliments from the consultants made him happy. While Jerry stroked his hair, he said, This number 9 has a great interior. What's the price? I've got money. Zero-zero, unit number 9 here is a penthouse with an amazing view. From its balcony, you can enjoy the views of Oregon Bay and Mount Hoare. The unit has excellent natural lighting and feng shui. It is indeed the best. It costs a little more than the other unit, but I am sure you understand why, sir. Cut the talk and tell me the price. I'm paying, Jerry said, swinging his wallet. It costs $40 million, sir. Zero, 00 Super Rich Man by Kang chapter 13. No need. Oh, that much. Jerry almost exploded at what he heard. Sir, if you like it so much, we can sign the contract today and hand the unit over by the end of the day. I won't get unit number 9. I don't really care about the view. How about number 8? That's a lucky number. Alright sir, we'll take care of the procedurals. Number 8 is at 35,800,000 US dollars. Damn, that's over 30 million dollars. The money dad gave is not enough. Jerry thought. He scrunched his forehead. Right, I forgot when I came, I wanted to get unit number 6. I like number 6, so go get the papers. Jerry is starting to feel embarrassed. He's trying hard to keep his, I don't care, I've got money from. The property consultants are disappointed as once again, unit number 9 is not for sale. But there is nothing they can do about it, the price is too. high. Even the DN group's son can't buy it, and it will most probably take a long time for the unit to be sold. But at least today, they successfully sold off unit number 6. The consultants fought as to who was going to sign the purchase contract. 00 Leon saw everything and approached one of them. I want unit number 9. Leon didn't say it loudly but his words hold great power. Everyone turned their attention to him. Someone is buying number 9i. Finally, the most expensive unit in Tower 2 is sold. What? Are you sure? I've never seen him before. It's priced at over 40 billion, he must be joking. Even Jerry couldn't buy it. Who as he? Questions and doubt filled the minds of everyone in the gallery. Jerry stared at Leon unpleasantly and complained about him. Jerry is sure Leon is not one from a wealthy background. K is in disbelief at how Leon bought the unit he couldn't afford. The employees too doubted what Leon just said. They have never heard his name nor have information about him. They are doubtful if Leon meant what he said. A consultant decided to try his luck to achieve the targeted amount of sales. And it turns out to be a deal. The transaction succeeded and 40 million dollars were received. Zero Zero the consultant was so happy he almost passed out. The sales commission granted him over 300,000 dollars. The atmosphere erupted into an uproar. If Jerry was the one to get the penthouse he wouldn't have garnered such a response. But to see Leon who came from nowhere make the great purchase was enough to blow their minds. What he did this time was remarkable. The employees and consultants regretted their actions. They lost out on their chances to receive commissions worth over 300 million won. Not stopping yet, Leon delivered another surprise. Has anyone owned Units 7 and 8? A thought flashed through the consultants' minds when they heard Leon's question. Two more units. Is he going to buy them? I think. He's really going for another one. I am going to take this opportunity. Bush. In the blink of an eye, the consultants swarmed around Leon as if a dog was waiting for food. Which unit are you interested in, sir? Based on my predictions, number 7 will suit you, sir. Zero-zero with so many people around him as if he were the moon surrounded by stars, Leon maintained his composure. He said, I don't have to choose. I want it all. Bang. The gallery fell into pin-drop silence. All the staffs were so surprised they became speechless. They could only stand still and look at each other. Jerry, the son of the DN Group boss, immediately bought unit number 6 without hesitation. Leon is not going to lose. In one breath, he mentioned the unit numbers 7, 8 and 9. That means he's bought three consecutive villas facing the southern lake. He took it all. This is phenomenal, unlike anything before. Jerry has vanished from the marketing gallery. Leon had his own plans to purchase all three villas facing the lake all at once. The villas might become useful in the future. Escorted by an employee, Leon walked out of the gallery within the next half an hour. Leon is now officially part of the property owners at Mount Muir. By the evening, he could already occupy the villa. Zero-zero meanwhile, in one of Oregon's five-star hotels, Indra is having a discussion with Suchyanti. Grandpa, you just arrived. Please take a rest. Suchyanti, I have chosen a villa in Mount Muir. That is entirely up to you. I will only stay for the summer. I have to go back by the time school starts. Soon, we can live close to that great man. What do you mean, Grandpa? Suchianti's expression changed. She scrunched her forehead. I have decided to purchase a villa in Mount Muir for the young man. The villa is worth millions of rupiah. Why give it away for free? You cannot do that. Suchianti rejected the idea. Suchianti, I have my own plans, her grandfather calmly answered. No, you cannot. He is now worthy of such a prize. Suchianti, you don't understand what I mean. He is a great man. In time you will know why I decided to present him with a villa. First, to express my gratitude. And second, he will sincerely work for the Bibobo family. Indra was confident of his plans. He has also received the man's contact information. On the other hand, Suchianti seemed anxious and disagreed with her grandfather. Zero Zero after making the decision, he phoned Leon. Leon didn't recognize the numbers but he picked up the call anyway. Soon Leon realized the person on the other side is Indra, the old man he saved from a while ago. During their casual conversation, Indra mentioned the villa he wanted to give Leon for having saved his life. Leon, you have to accept this. A villa in Mount Muir. Someone like you would surely know its value. Yes, I am well aware. Of course, Leon knew exactly the price of the villas. He's even going to move into one tonight. Now that you know, why not accept this gift? You are my friend. Indra is still sure Leon will take it. But Leon's answer surprised him instead. Indeed, we are friends, but you don't have to give me the villa. I don't need one, Leon said nonchalantly. Leon, the villas are not cheap. Please don't refuse. My apologies, but I'm in no need of one right now. Thank you for your kindness, Mr. Indra. I'm driving right now, so I'll close the call. He purchased just three villas side to side in the same location. Leon couldn't care any less. Indra is baffled as to why Leon would refuse such a special gift. 0236051. the cheapest villa would cost at least 10 million dollars. How could he refuse? Seeing it, Suchianti suddenly said, "Grandpa, perhaps you don't understand. He's trying to take advantage of you. He is waiting for a bigger prize, maybe a villa in an expensive car. Suchianti, you must not have such thoughts. Don't accuse him of that. Isn't he like that? Honestly, I don't trust him. He's just around my age. What is so great about him? Indra can't help but wonder what's in her granddaughter's mind. After lunch, Indra brought her along to the Mount Rue marketing office. Mount Muir is the name of an area within Oregon. The pristine surrounding environment makes it the best choice for Oregon's wealthy. Besides the villas, there is also a 200-story apartment, but in a less prime location. As a wealthy man in Oregon, Indra prefers to own a villa. Last night, he was going after villa number 9. But today, after asking the marketing agent, he discovered the villa was already sold. What do you mean number 9 is sold already? It was still available last night, 1inch Indra exclaimed in disbelief. 00, my apologies, sir. It was just sold this morning. Didn't you say it yourself that no one has been interested in buying it for over half a year? That is true sir, but unexpectedly someone came in and quickly made the purchase. Indra scrunched his forehead. He was already in love with villa number 9. What a coincidence it was sold this morning. It's so, how about number 8? Indra asked. He thought the villa is just as fantastic. The agent's answer surprised him for the second time. Sir, villas number 8 and 7 are bought by the same person. He bought all three at once. The old man asked seriously. Yes, sir, but we still have many other amazing villas that would suit your tastes. Initially, Indra wanted to buy two villas at once. But someone came and swept all three. He felt someone as more significant than he is. Forgive me, Suchianti. villa number nine would be great for you. But I didn't think anyone would buy three villas at once. I wonder who he is. Indra's emotions were showing as he said the last sentence. Zero-zero, it's alright grandpa, don't mind that. He could be the man from Kyoto. The Vibobo family is the second wealthiest here. If there is anyone above us, that would be the Kyoto man. Suchianti said it unexpectedly. At last, Indra reluctantly chose the other villas. Leon's purchase of his villa has been finalized and he is going to occupy it. He prepared a letter of request to be allowed to live outside the campus dorm. He didn't want to show up to campus because there is a rule for that. After getting his message across, Leon is invited by the department head. I can't believe you finally made enough money to live outside. I refuse to grant your request. Sir, you've treated Gerald like a dog. I don't care. If you disagree, please give me a reason that makes sense. Leon said. For the first time, a student looked down on him. The department head became livid. Although he admits treating Gerald like a dog, Leon's words made him uncomfortable. There is no reason for a disobedient student. What if there is a crime outside campus? Our reputation will be shattered. As the department head, I have the right to refuse. 00 the atmosphere became silent. Leon felt that he needed to use his familiar power to force the headmaster into submission. Should it be necessary, Leon could get him fired. With a phone call, Leon successfully sent the headmaster's heart racing. 00 super rich man by Kang chapter 14 Special Relations By mistake, Professor Willy heard about the conversation between Leon and the headmaster. He was surprised to learn about the fight going on between the two. The professor is top rated in the university and is well known in Oregon. K is the rector of the university where Leon is currently studying. He promptly acted without hesitation. Before Leon used his real power, the headmaster received a sudden call from the rector. The headmaster's expression turned grave when he took the call. Yes, sir, I understand. Thank you. After the call ended, he gave Leon a respectful look. He didn't understand how the matter reached the rector's ears. Even though Leon achieved so much, there's no actual reason for that. But when Leon was about to act, the campus suddenly intervened. The headmaster shrunk in his seat. He was about to explode in anger, but there was nothing he could do. After getting the headmaster's signature, Leon was left confused. How did that happen? Who gave the call? He asked himself. Zero-zero as he was walking downstairs, he saw Professor Willy standing by the door, smiling at him. Leon realized what was going on and asked, why would you help me, Professor? Leon, right now you are a student. But soon we'll all be on the same level and have to help each other. The professor answered wisely with a smile. Leon nodded. I understand, Professor. One more thing, Leon. I heard you were put on a blacklist. Don't worry. Once you graduate, you can work at my institute. I recognize your talent in traditional Chinese medicine. That would be excellent. Professor billy is enthusiastic about getting Leon to join his team of researchers. For Leon, though, the knowledge has his way above them. All right, Professor, I will consider it, Leon replied curtly. The professor is surprised by the answer he received. He scrunched his forehead, his research institute is very well known. He didn't expect Leon to not immediately accept his offer. Leon, you know a lot of students wanted to join my institute, but I am yet to accept them. And you are the first student I asked in person. He tried to reassure Leon. Yes, Professor, I understand, Leon answered softly. So, would you agree to join? I'm sorry, professor. I'll let you know in three days, Leon said calmly. Zero-zero all the students tried to secure a place within the institute. Leon's reaction was very unexpected. At first, Madame Liana made the Lotus Flower Guild, which includes masters of traditional Chinese medicine. Experts who were initially in hiding came to join the guild and famous traditional healers and doctors. The guild came to be known as the gathering of godly physicians. With his abilities, Leon could defeat those physicians and maintain the guild's reputation. K is well-known and respected within the guild. What more was he after? Teon realized he no longer needs to belong in such organizations anymore. He turned his back and left. The professor looked on in uncertainty. He didn't want to let go of the talented young man. He wondered to himself, he is a genius although slightly arrogant. What is he thinking? Teon moved into his villa at Mount Ruair. He leaves for the university in the mornings and comes back at night as usual. During his free time, Leon pondered about tomorrow's agenda. Since he just took over one of Oregon's most prominent five-star hotels, he will attend a meeting with the hotel's shareholders. Adjustments will have to be made. I'm yet to know all the assets the hotel might have left. But I don't have to worry. The Vijay family has so many assets I lost count. Leon muttered to himself. That is not wrong. The Vijay family holds control over retail, food, property and transportation businesses. Zero zero 002 hours have passed. Leon received a call from Ezra. Hello director, how is it? I don't want to work in the mortuary. The mob was freezing cold, he could not do it. It feels as if he is in the frozen storage for raw meat. This job involves only moving bodies in and out of the mob. How boring. Leon, come to the hospital. Mr. Indra is looking for you. Leon knew the person he mentioned. It seems the director pays him immense respect. Ezra is also curious if Leon really could save lives. If that is true, it is a great ability that he shouldn't let go of. To the hospital's advantage, getting blacklisted from the industrial world won't do much. Leon was obliged to show up. Well, take it as a night walk. At the Royal Taruma Hospital, Suchi talks to Dr. Iskander, a heart surgeon. Dr. Iskander, thank you very much for your help. A few days ago, Grandpa and I were busy looking for homes, so we didn't get to see you. Now that Grandpa is doing well, we want to express our gratitude. Suchianti handed him a parcel, which he accepted with slight hesitation. 00, Miss Suchianti, it is my duty to take care of the sick and save lives with whatever it takes. Previously, an interning doctor made a mistake and he's been rotated to the morgue. Thankfully, I came on time. What Iskander said was mostly lies. Suchianti nodded. Suddenly her beautiful eyes became filled with anger. Is he the man named Leon? True, Leon, Key is very incompetent and he will not come again. In reality, Iskander had no problems with Leon. Key only wants to take advantage of the situation. Suchianti didn't know the truth. Indra became even more perplexed to him Leon is his severe Doctor please accept this Suchianti handed the doctor a red envelope Iskander happily received it Thank you for your generosity miss Suddenly Leon appeared and saw what was going on Iskander was surprised and hurriedly stuffed the red envelope into his Pocket Leon why are you still here You almost caused harm to a patient Wait for your punishment Suchianti came forward with fiery eyes So you are the one named Leon You almost killed my grandfather 00 Leon was confused at what he heard What did he do Was it wrong to save the man's life he found the same anger in Iskander's eyes. Dion stayed calm and answered, "Silyan." young. He calmly examined the whole room. Only Suchianti and and Dr. Iskander are in the room. You're not anywhere older than I am. Don't try pulling tricks on me. Suchianti shouted. Took carefully for the real evil. Don't easily trust a liar, said Leon. Without waiting for Suchianti's response, Iskander was already fuming. What do you mean? You are clearly in the wrong. Dion, you are expelled from this hospital. No problem. I had no plans of joining this hospital either. Dion said snappily. You arrogant kid. This is the best hospital in Oregon. In terms of fighting for a spot here, how dare you say that? After Iskander said that Ezra appeared, Key is the hospital director. Dion, here you are, follow me to my office. I need to have a word with you. Ezra reached for Leon's hand enthusiastically as if they were close friends. Iskander's expression froze. Does Ezra have a particular relation to Leon? Perhaps family, or else? 00. 00, zero, zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 15. Not swayed. Iskander started to understand Leon's previous arrogance. He suspected Leon had a relationship with Ezra. The thought of it made him uneasy. For that, he will be more careful when facing Leon next time. As for how Ezra's face looked spirited when he saw Leon, he presumed it had something to do with Indra. If it is true Leon has extraordinary medical abilities, then this will be a big problem. Leon is now in Director Ezra's office. As he assumed, Indra is there waiting for him. He was overjoyed to see Leon and reached for Leon's hand to thank him. When he talked to Indra on the phone previously, his voice sounded weak. Now that they met in person, Indra's voice seemed to boom uncontrollably. Leon gave him a smile and maintained his composure. Ezra and Indra looked just as happy, although Ezra is still slightly doubtful of Leon's abilities. The man who came back to life, maybe it wasn't Leon's doing. Ezra plans to test Leon to prove it. Indra recalled that you used an acupuncture technique to save him. Although I studied modern western medicine, I am also interested in learning traditional eastern medicine. If you would show me, I will surely pay attention. Ezra didn't trust acupuncture techniques. In his opinion, the acupuncture points are very mysterious, just like the moves from martial art novels. Zero Zero He thinks acupuncture is not as scientific as modern medicine. It is based on suggestions and coincidence. But Leon had a different view. Ezra wanted to see what Leon did to believe it. Director, I think that would be unnecessary. Acupuncture isn't that weird, Leon said. In Leon's reasoning, Ezra became sure that acupuncture only relies on chance. Ezra questions the saving Leon did. All of a sudden, Ezra's demeanor changed. A hospital has the best doctors and facilities. We won't let someone with a weight track record be here. Those words had Leon suspicious. He kept calm. Besides, as a student, he doesn't have a say against the dean. This hospital is indeed famous but is not the best in the United States, moreover if compared to the Kyoto Hospital. The hospital itself has a lot of problems regarding the professionalism of its staff. Leon is about to expose that. I didn't want to say this but is the hospital allowing doctors to receive envelopes from their patients? Leon asked. This time Ezra was surprised and curious. Who was it? Do you have proof? I saw it with my own eyes. Dr. Iskander seems to have received a large sum. Ezra's facial expression changed drastically. He was ashamed. It was a punch right to his face. 104606. fine. I shall investigate this case. If it's true, I'll have it exposed to the public. But the hospital doesn't need mysterious therapies. This isn't the first time Ezra has received complaints about bribes from patients. For the sake of maintaining a healthy work environment, the case was never opened. Beyond that, Ezra is angry at Leon for daring to bring the topic up. Ezra was supposed to be the prime figure there, and Leon is nothing but an intern. But what Leon said has put him to shame. Indra sensed something was off and tried to mediate the two. Director Ezra, do you not know that acupuncture truly exists? One of my ancestors happened to be a healer from the king dynasty. This technique has done marvels and is recognized worldwide. Indra looked at Leon. Leon, it is better you show us a little bit of it. Ezra is still in a state of disbelief. He shook his head and calmly countered. For Mr. Indra, acupuncture can't be scientifically proven. Do you still believe in him? If he really does have the skills, then why does he bother studying here? Leon just smiled. A real rich man wouldn't show off his wealth. And as a master, he doesn't have to prove himself to the world. But Leon is getting agitated now. He decided to answer the director's claim to prove that Eastern medicine is not to be underestimated. Arg. Leon swiftly needled specific points on Ezra's body. In a second, Ezra stood stiffly like a wooden pole. Zero Zero Ezra lost his ability to move, not because he didn't want to. Indra was surprised at what he saw. Arg. Not long after, Leon released the needles. Ezra's body went limp, and he fell onto the floor, shivering. He became covered in a cold sweat. How is it, sir? Does this make you acknowledge the mystery? Leon asked mockingly. You, what did you do to me? Ezra looked shaken. You can now move normally, sir. But you must promise not to underestimate traditional eastern medicine. A lot might seem mysterious, but that is only because you don't have the knowledge of it. Is this acupuncture? Is this really it? Ezra is still in disbelief. At first, Leon didn't want to show his abilities. But Ezra was overboard, and Leon was forced to teach him a lesson to make him learn. Ezra still appeared fearful. His body felt frail. By now, he realized that acupuncture is neither made up nor mysterious. With a young successor like Leon, this technique wouldn't have gone into extinction soon. All doubts are gone. Indra showed fear and awe at what he just saw. Leon, that was amazing. I didn't know some highly intelligent people were underexposed. He could be smarter than most of the famous ones. I am humble. Indra tried taking control of the situation slowly. Zero Zero on the other hand, Ezra didn't have any hatred towards Leon, it was just a doubt. But he realized it now and wishes to not repeat the same mistake. Leon's knowledge had been very rare. As a wise director, Ezra thought about how he could keep and guard Leon. A person inheriting the knowledge of Eastern medicine is very rare. Now that there is one in Oregon, Ezra must take advantage. Leon, there is still space in the hospital for Eastern medicine. Come as you wish. Choose any room you like. But Ezra is wrong. Leon didn't study Eastern medicine on purpose. His abilities were pure talent passed down through his ancestors. Only two are left in this world with such knowledge, that is Liana and Leon. Leon didn't need space from anyone else. 00, zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 16 Too arrogant. I don't need it. I'm not interested. Leon intended to leave without hesitation. Ezra seems to blame himself for the loss. If only he didn't underestimate Leon that way, maybe Leon would join the hospital. Leon, you could join a research institute instead. The institute is in partnership with the medical faculty of Oregon State University. Are you interested? Ezra has not given up yet. I'm sorry sir, I'm not interested at all. Leon answered firmly and shook his head. In his opinion, working in a research institute is limited to the professor's guidance, which is not appealing to Leon. Someone with excellent skills and dominance to be treated as an ordinary man is not Leon's aim. Four years have given Leon enough. Leon, I could give you the recommendation to teach at the university. I will call Professor willie regarding this. You've heard about Professor Willy, haven't you? Leon knew the professor. He is a lecturer in Eastern Medicine. Leon, this is an excellent offer. In there, nothing will hold you down. Indra tried to persuade him. Fine, I'll give it a try. Leon answered lightly. Ezra is relieved. He'll need to talk to the professor. Leon's background and skills would bring additional value to the hospital. Four one six five six zero one one five four zero one. Not long after, Indra invited Leon to a cafe for a drink and a chat. Ezra quickly held a meeting to discuss Dr. Iskander's case and the results were made public. Dr. Iskander was shocked. He had good relations with Ezra. Why did this happen? He knew it would most probably be due to Leon. Iskander realized his mistake. He shouldn't have provoked Leon and ended like this. By the evening, Indra was back at the Sheraton Hotel in a good mood. Suchianti noticed his grandfather while packing her clothes. She asked, Grandpa, you seem very happy today. Suchianti, I am glad to talk to Leon today. Indra said with a smile. Suchianti's facial expression changed at what she heard. She looked unhappy. Leon almost killed you and today you drank tea with him. How could he? Suchianti, don't take it the wrong way. I am doubtful of Dr. Eskandi's abilities, Indra answered with a higher tone. 00, zero. Leon have made up the story. He must be good at rhetorics. Suchianti answered shortly. You are wrong. Leon is unlike what you think. He displayed his acupuncture skills and succeeded in paralyzing the Ezra. He then healed him. Amazing. Indra's voice was filled with excitement and his eyes sparkled. Suchianti didn't readily believe his story. Grandpa, his words must have gotten into you. Too bad I have packing to do. We are moving to Mount Muir tomorrow. Suchianti continued filling her suitcase with her favorite clothes. Leon is back in his new villa. He owns all three estates. From there, he could enjoy the views of the mountain and lake. Perfect. Best Feng shui. At 3 p.m., Leon sat cross-legged and enjoyed the scenery. Feng shui is a crucial aspect to consider. It could help gain prosperity and avoid adversaries. Leon is enjoying the view. The next day, Leon woke up early. He is spirited and full of energy. After breakfast, he headed to the Sheraton Hotel. Leon had an important meeting today. His attendance is compulsory since he is the hotel's largest shareholder. This is the first time he had paid the hotel a visit since the acquisition last week. He took some time to examine whether the hotel service was satisfactory. He then moved on towards the restaurant and ordered salad. And fruits. Zero zero since he had his breakfast, Leon didn't order anything too big. He paid attention to the details in the restaurant as he enjoyed his salad. Beside his table, a couple secretly talked about him, the man's name is Donnie and his girlfriend is Jessica. Coming all the way to a luxury hotel for salad and fruit. How terrible. Yes, salad and plain water, not fit for a five star hotel. I'm curious, someone came here and didn't ask for red wine. Why? Obviously, the price is nothing like a cup of water. A lot of people out there living frugally, they can't afford red wine. Jessica said so while pointing at a bottle of Shiraz wine in front of her. That makes sense. A bottle of red wine is priced at tens of thousands of dollars. They can't have it. Well, because they've got no money. Including a stay here. Also if he is fat with a swollen face. Donnie said. That and looked at Leon. Leon learned Chinese martial arts. He has reached a high level. His ears is also trained to listen beyond the normal auditory range. The words coming out of the arrogant pair reached Leon's ear clearly. He couldn't contain his amusement. At the Sheraton Hotel, no one knew more than him, including their wine. Dion's family-owned wine storage contains a variety of exquisite wines. Lafitte, Leto, Petrus, Mouton, and Romani Conti. Dion had tasted it all. His family also ran a business as a red wine branded. Dion often presented the 100-year-old wine to his Kung Fu teacher, Kendra. They got drunk together, spoke nonsense, and then carried on training. Dion lost count of the times he spent drunk with his teacher on the high-quality wine. That way allowed him to gain more knowledge of the martial arts. 406 billion hearing how the couple's mockery didn't end leon waved his hand at the waiter it has been half an hour and all he's eaten is salad and fruits how stingy jessica said stingy or broke maybe i would be embarrassed if i were him as donny finished his remark the waiter came with two delicious looking dishes and delivered it to leon's table sir here is a special dessert for you we hope you enjoy it the waiter bowed and respectfully lowered his head what they saw left the couple in astonishment and desert. why didn't we get one Donnie seemed annoyed and directly asked the waiter. Hey, you, tell me why you didn't serve us dessert. We've been here for half an hour already. That's true. We drank red wine worth tens of millions and the man over there only had a pathetic salad. We were here for longer too. Why did you treat us differently from him? Jessica added. Her emotions ignited. Zero zero the waiter looked a little awkward. K is too shy to explain and afraid he might be wrong. But there is no other way than to give them an explanation. Sir ma'am, my apologies. According to the hotel rules, only honorable members are allowed this privilege. The man is a platinum member. We hope for your understanding. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 17 To Swallow Your Own Speed Donnie and Jessica were silenced. Platinum members are of the highest class in the hotel. Accommodation, transportation, and food are free. The members gain a lot of privileges and are treated like kings. This is because the membership itself costs over 100 million a year. In Oregon, no more than 10 people hold such membership. Only certain people who can and will pay for the expensive membership fee. Donnie and Jessica do not belong to the membership. The cost of a platinum membership is 10 times the standard membership. They dreamed of going platinum, but it is way beyond their reach wh what Key is a platinum member. Donnie started in disbelief. Impossible. How could a platinum member order a bowl of salad and plain water? Key added. The waiter slowly shook his head and explained, For that, I don't know sir. But he is indeed a platinum member. Besides, that isn't just plain water. The water is imported from Fiji, a source of the world's purest water. Sir, ma'am, please enjoy your meal. It turns out the water originated from Mount Fuji, Japan's most beautiful mountain. Rich in silica, calcium, and magnesium, free of pollutants and additives, and effective in aiding the metabolism. Zero zero it is the most expensive water in the world. A cup of water costs the same as the bottle of wine Donnie and Jessica are drinking. They were dumbfounded. They didn't expect the person they were mocking to be a very wealthy man. He drinks water from Fuji, perhaps his salad and fruits come from. Other corners of the world. Donnie and Jessica felt embarrassed as they were sure the man heard what they were saying. Wait, do you know who he is? Asked Donnie curiously. I have no idea sir. Please don't ask more questions. I feel uneasy, said the waiter. The waiter is a senior experienced in facing people like him. He wouldn't openly share who the man is to keep his privacy. There are no more than 10 platinum members in Oregon. They can easily do as they please in the hotel. Dion subord his food calmly. He didn't care what the two were talking about. They only knew he was a platinum member and that surprised them. What if they knew he was the owner of the hotel where the couple is bragging about themselves? That would be even more terrible. Dion finished his meal and left his plate looking clean. So far, the service at the restaurant has been excellent. It's time to check on the spa and hot water bath. Dion walked that way. The air at the hot water bath was filled with hot steam. Zero Zero Leon took off his top and bared his chest. His muscles could be seen clearly, unlike what the previous couple said about him. His figure is athletic and well-kept. His muscles are formed out of routine and proper exercise, not from supplements, as most people would take. Two women were seen soaking in the pool. They secretly gulped when they saw Leon walking towards the pool. Leon realized it. He looked at them and threw a smile before sitting at the poolside. The women didn't expect to see someone so good-looking, they acted awkwardly. After his observation, Leon assessed that the service here is just as excellent, although not as impressive as the restaurant's service. Leon went to immerse himself in the pool. Not long after, he sat in the lounge for a drink. Leon didn't need hot water to maintain his body, the body does itself. He only wanted to test the hotel's hot water bath. The two pretty girls sat on chairs right beside Leon. They threw glances and smiles at Leon. He felt awkward and covered himself with a towel. Being far away from home means he needs to keep his guards up. Before the start of the shareholders meeting, Leon inspected the hotel himself. Zero zero everything was well, but one thing annoyed him. A large man walked towards Leon. On his neck is a shiny gold chain necklace. He pointed at Leon arrogantly and said, hey, how dare you disturb my girls one inch. Disturb them. Did you see me do that? Leon's emotions ignited at the accusations. How dare you raise your voice at me? Do you know who I am? The man asked as he swung a punch. Leon vigilantly blocked the punch and landed a hit at the arrogant man. Bang. The fat man was thrown back, his mouth spilled blood, and two of his teeth are missing. I didn't only shout at you, I punched you too. What do you want? Leon asked. Leon couldn't hold himself if people made accusations against him. They must be taught a lesson. Leon reached towards the man's neck and destroyed his necklace with his power. Click. The golden necklace broke into pieces. Leon used the necklace to threaten the man. It would be easy to finish him if Leon wanted to. Zero zero. I, my uncle is the boss of this hotel. You made me like this. You will not get out of here. The man explained his identity while holding back his pain. Also, you destroyed my necklace. It's worth half a million dollars. Do you have money? He didn't realize the necklace wasn't broken at all. It was just a trick. Leon smirked. Half a billion dollars. What is there Leon couldn't pay for? It is nothing compared to the hotel's revenue. Who is the arrogant man's uncle? Leon is the real boss here. No one is higher than him. He could even make the uncle pay if he wants to. Why should he? Oh, is your uncle named Sebastian? asked Leon. You're finished. Sebastian is my uncle, the man said proudly. Hum, Sebastian is not a hard worker. His son and nephew often create trouble here in the hotel, Leon explained. Shut up, he is the boss here. How dare you call him by name? Haha, <laughs> your uncle is nothing but an employee. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 18. Jealousy. Nonsense, he is the boss in Sheraton. Yelled the man, bang. Leon kicked the fat man and stepped his right foot on the man's chest. The two girls screamed at what they saw. 0138261 they could not help him. One of them is the man's girlfriend as seen from her fearful expression. I'm telling you, you have no right to shout at me. Your uncle is just the general manager who works for the true owner of this hotel. That makes him an employee. He is not wrong. Even though Sebastian runs the hotel, the hotel is his. After saying that, Leon lifted his foot and left the man as he is. Leon will that from this day onwards, the attitude of Sebastian and his family must be disciplined. The arrogant nephew's attitude will affect the hotel's reputation. Leon changed his clothes and went to the hotel lobby. When he sat in the lobby, he saw Gerald and Jason walking towards him. Leon, what have you done? You beat up my cousin. What do you want? 00 after Gerald heard his cousin getting beaten up, he rushed to the bath and found out Leon did it. Unfortunately, he had no idea who Leon indeed was. Back on campus, Leon was a nobody. But it's different now. A few days ago, Gerald and Jason were beaten up at the karaoke. And today is his cousin's turn. Jason seemed to have recovered. He stood loyally by Gerald's side like a dog to his master. Looking at Leon's position, Jason has found his confidence. Here he is the lobby manager of the Sheraton Hotel. Have you tried the hot water bath? Should I send some to your house? Jason said tauntingly. Leon didn't care, he responded with a smile. Do you also need food? No problem, I'll have it sent to you. I'm the lobby manager here. I can give you such privileges. Jason said. Oh really, that's great. Pride and wealth seem so crucial to him. All he does is manage the lobby area. He shouldn't have bragged if only he knew who Leon truly is. Are you jealous? With Gerald my future looks bright, my friend. What a great choice I've made. Jason laughed as he said it. Kay is obviously trying to gain from his master. Leon let out a small laugh at what he heard. What Jason did was utterly foolish. Suppose Jason didn't betray Leon, maybe he could hold an important position in one of the Vijay family's companies in the future. At least, he could be the CEO of this hotel. Gerald likes people with Jason's foolish attitude. Throw him a bone, and he will kneel. Jason, take care of that dog. Gerald takes joy from seeing Leon humiliated and hurt. Jason relentlessly attacked Leon verbally. 54641751438 Leon took it calmly and held his laughter. Gerald was too naive to think the hotel was his. Gerald, I are treating the hotel as if it's yours. Think about the consequences. Even your father relies on me to put food on the table. Be careful. And you, Jason, how stupid of you to betray me. That will be your life's greatest regret. What Leon said attracted attention from the people around them. The room became silent. Leon's aura appeared full of charisma. Gerald and Jason were silenced. Unfortunately, Gerald didn't realize the weight of Leon's words. He lashed back angrily, son of a asterisk. My father is a respected man. How dare you say that? Sir, he is only filled with jealousy. Let me clean this up, said Jason, who then called the security guards. Security, drag him out and beat him up. Jason is a disgusting traitor. Teon was forced to reveal his identity, let Gerald and Jason pay a heavy price for their behavior. 08 deep voice was suddenly heard just before the guards arrived. All of you, please stop. The familiar voice was that of grandfather Indra. Indra is about to move into his new villa today. Key and his granddaughter were on their way out, dragging their suitcases. Gerald's arrogance melted away from his face. Mr. Indra, good morning. He greeted the old man respectfully. Indra is very well known in Oregon due to his vast connections. Leon is a good friend of mine. Don't embarrass him. he is my friend. Indra said softly. Gerald was surprised at what he heard. How does a person with such authority as Indra be friends with a kid like Leon? Confusion, curiosity and astonishment raged in Gerald's brain. I will because Mr. Indra asked me. Thus, I will obey, said Gerald with a sly smile. Gerald pulled Jason away and left Leon. Jason was unsatisfied. Is this the ending, sir? Gerald tried to explain. Indra is a great businessman in Oregon. he is an important and popular man. I can't fight him. Leon is really lucky today. Jason said sarcastically. Zero zero, I can't believe Indra has a good relationship with Leon. Most probably over something unimportant. Gerald said condescendingly. Sir, you are right. I knew what Leon was like after spending four years with him. Key is nothing special. Jason supported. What is your next plan, sir? Gerald moved his head close to Jason's ear. Jason here, later, Key he whispered for some time. Jason nodded in agreement and let out an evil laugh. I will do that, sir. We'll see a lot of Leon's blood getting spilled. In fact, even without Indra's help, Leon had his own way of taking care of Gerald and Jason. Ki could destroy the two and make them regret their deeds at once. But Leon politely thanked Indra. Leon, if you ever need anything just call me. I'm moving to Mount Muir where I intended to give you a villa. Too bad you refused. Otherwise, we'll be neighbors and it'll be easier for us to communicate. Indra said. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 19 Defeated Wildness Leon smiled without saying a single word. Ki has three big villas in a better location facing the mountain lake. Leon, please come over to my house. I'll wait for you. Let's talk some more. The old man held Leon's hand before saying his goodbyes, although Leon was a bit reluctant. Suchianti didn't look too enthusiastic. She felt her grandfather shouldn't have treated Leon that way. Before going, Suchianti looked at Leon with hesitance. After walking to another area of the hotel, Leon went to his room. The hotel's daily operationality is under the general manager's full control. No wonder the director's room looked empty. About a week ago, Sebastian, the general manager, received info from Marva that the board of directors will attend today's meeting. Sebastian never dared underestimate an agenda with the commissary. Key. Emptied his timetable today and waited for the commissary's arrival throughout the morning. When the commute came, he didn't know and didn't ask. He stuck to Marva's instructions. But once there is a mistake, he might lose his job. 00 The Vijay family is one of United States' most secretive families. They are incredibly wealthy but mysterious. Not much is known about their identities. Sebastian is lucky to gain their trust. Working for the Vijay family guarantees a smooth career and income. Starting as a junior supervisor for five years, he finally settled as the hotel's general manager. Sebastian phoned Gerald. Gerald, if you stop by the hotel, don't stir up trouble. Whatever happens, please hold yourself. Don't embarrass me. Dad, I'm at the hotel already. Trust me, Dad, you can count on me, answered Gerald. Don't try anything funny or I'll cut you out of the chowls. Sebastian threatened seriously. Yes, Dad, I understand, said Gerald while secretly smirking. Right now, Gerald is accompanied by Jason, who brought along a Caucasian dog. It is a giant breed, as tall as a calf. The dog looks wild and mean. Gerald closed the call. An evil expression appeared in his eyes. Jason, find out where Leon is right now. I found him, sir. He's in the main commissary's room. Jason answered while feeling weirded out. What? Why is he there? Are you sure? Gerald seemed doubtful. Yes, I am sure, sir, Jason replied shortly. How could the idiot be there? Bring the dog and I'll catch up to you later, Gerald said while filled with curiosity. Inside the room, Leon sat on the main commissary chair. He looked calm and relaxed. Even when he saw Jason coming in with the dog, Leon kept calm. To him, Jason is an evil person. He betrayed his own brother and now he is going to let the dog attack him. Where is his moral conscience? Jason did it all for a price of huge sum of money from Gerald. Leon don't blame me. This is Gerald's order. Jason's face burned with anger and he held tightly to the dog's leash. The dog is tough to control. At that moment, Gerald came. Leon, you're the dog. Jason, fight him. Gerald commanded. Leon stayed brave. He swung his hands. Slap, slap. Two slaps landed on Gerald's face. The loud sound resembles balloons popping. Jason saw Gerald's bloody face. He lost his teeth. Gerald looked shaken. He had no energy to look for his fallen teeth. The slap is a jutsu Leon recently mustered. It was so powerful he could half a stone using his bare hands. Very dangerous. Zero zero Gerald was in pain. Using all his strength, he shouted at Jason. Jason, release the dog. Kill that bastard. Jason was filled with anger. His face darkened and he threw the chains on the floor. The dog immediately lunged at Leon. It was clearly ferocious. The two smiled at what they saw. But their smile was gone when the dog froze right in front of Leon. The vicious dog became calm as if it was interacting with Leon. For Leon, the dog is not wild at all. It could be easily tamed. Its natural ferocity disappeared when it faced Leon. The two looked to be in a state of peace. The two exchanged stares. Dog, I don't want to be a slave. Leon, ah, you can talk. Dog. Woof woof woof. The Caucasian dog immediately obeyed. It lay curled on the floor, no longer brave enough to face Leon. Its eyes showed a wish for mercy and that is understandable. The dog kept on licking Leon's shoes. Gerald and Jason were taken aback at what they saw. Caucasian dogs are notorious for being aggressive and brutal. Why did it turn cat-like after seeing Leon? Gerald started to suspect he was tricked by the dog seller. Zero zero perhaps Gerald didn't know Leon once survived from a wolf's den. T fought, ate, and danced with the wolves. In the end, the pack leader shied away from its territory and only watched from afar. No matter how aggressive and brutal the dog is, he is no different than the king wolf. Leon then easily danced with the wolves and entered their place as if it was his own. To him, it is just as easy as flipping his palm. Gerald and Jason are finished off even before Leon showed his full capabilities. They couldn't fathom how a poor student working as a delivery boy could suddenly become like this. This is weird. Gerald's father saw all that happened in the president's room. He was horrified and furious. Looking at his son's bleeding voice, he asked Leon in a high voice, who did it to him? You. How dare you hit my son in my own place? You see what you've caused. The weight in Gerald's heart fell once he saw his father's appearance and he became even more arrogant. He smirked, pointed at Leon and howled, it is him who hit me. Your son is tormented by him. If you don't finish him today dad, it will bring humiliation to our family. 00 Jason screamed along, that is right boss. Don't let him make it out alive. Both of you shut up. Don't tell me how to finish him. How embarrassing, even the two of you is not enough to fight him. 00 super rich man by Kang chapter 20. Tossed. Sebastian was angry to see his son hurting. But today isn't an ordinary day. As Marvel has said, the president could have arrived at the Sheraton Hotel already. But what is going on now? Such an inappropriate view. Young man get down on your knees and beg forgiveness to my son 10. Times, then only I will let you go. If not, I'll drag you to the basement and finish you off. Hair, that's funny. Sebastian, are you telling me to kneel? Leon said as he turned his gaze to Sebastian. Was life not good enough for you? The atmosphere grew hotter. Sebastian's emotions have reached their peak. He didn't expect the young man in front of him to talk like that. Who, who are you actually? Sebastian asked in a panic. I am from the Vijay family. Dion answered coldly. Gerald and Jason exploded in laughter. Are you still joking in times like this? So what if you are a Vijay? My surname sounds better, so why not take mine instead? Zero, 00 the two continued laughing gleefully. That same moment, Sebastian didn't laugh at all. He stood still. Sebastian asked again, what was your name? From which family are you from? His voice is shaking. You don't have the rights to my complete profile. I have officially received the Sheraton Hotel today. I believe Ms. Marvel must have informed you. You still have the guts to make fake claims. How shameless, Gerald said amid his laughter. Sebastian landed a slap on his son's face. Worthless child, shut your mouth. Why did you slap me, dad? Gerald asked with annoyance. Get on your knees quickly. Kneel in front of the president. Sebastian said in a high tone. President, quit joking dad. I don't see him. Gerald asked in confusion. He is the president, largest shareholder of the Sheraton, and thus the real owner of this hotel, Sebastian explained hurriedly. Sebastian wasn't aware the sole heir of the Vijay family himself came to receive the hotel today. He only heard from Marvel that the president has the surname Vijay but didn't expect him to be Leon. It's so, Sebastian wouldn't dare disrespect him. Zero, 00 Sebastian wouldn't dare cause the Vijaya's trouble, not even the family's allies. Mawar has told him the person coming today will hold the highest rank in the hotel and what his son did to Leon was beyond outrageous. Sebastian relied on his job to make ends meet, so what could he do now? He even commanded Leon to kneel to his son. It seems like the best he could do is to make his son do the same to Leon. Dad, what is actually happening? How is he the president? Gerald still didn't get the situation. Jason can't seem to comprehend what is happening. He knew Leon well, a struggling student who part-timed as a delivery boy. If he is indeed the hotel's president, why did he have to work as a delivery boy? A president would have enough money to last generations, but what about Leon? Sebastian could not calm his heart. He insisted again that his son kneel. Both of you kneel for the president. Do it 10 times, no that's not enough, do it 20 times. Sebastian tried hard to amend his mistakes. President Leon, forgive me, I didn't raise my child well. He deserves to be punished. Sebastian's whole body shivered. As a father, you have indeed failed. Do you know what your son did while he was on campus? I, I have no idea, please tell me. Zero, 00. using his above average family privilege, your son acted out. He threatened and harassed his friends multiple times. I only accidentally crashed into him but look at what he did, he accused me and acted as he wished. His son's wrongdoings came to light after Leon explained it to him. He already knew his son's poor attitude but didn't expect him to take it too far. And to treat Leon that way. Sebastian became even angrier. His son ruined his reputation and it will take time to forgive him. President, enough. Sebastian got down to his knees, facing Leon. I beg you to forgive my son's wrongdoings. He is young and yet to learn. I beg for your mercy. Sebastian pleads. Looking at Sebastian, Leon stuck with his cold expression. Did you ever have mercy when he accused others? The mistakes they made today cannot be easily forgiven. Sebastian panicked at Leon's words. The moment Gerald saw his dad bow in front of Leon, he and Jason realized Leon wasn't an ordinary man. The way Leon made the hotel's manager kneel in front of him showed the significance of his power. Gerald didn't expect he would step on a nail and be fallen by such bad luck today. Zero zero now he understood how Leon made it into this room. Jason was also surprised and remorseful. His past best friend, who has helped him through a lot, is the Sheraton Hotel's real owner and its largest shareholder. Key is obviously way above Gerald. Jason didn't value his previous friendship just to gain a momentary advantage. Key really has lost his way. Betrayal 1 mockery 1 insult 1. Key has done all of it to his old friend. Had he only remained as Leon's friend, he would have harvested sweet results by now, perhaps becoming the hotel's manager. The idiom M two N C gold in front of his eyes, would perfectly fit Jason right now. Jason felt disappointed. Keon gazed at Gerald coldly and said, according to the Vijay family code, a traitor must be eliminated. Since we cannot practice such rules now, I shall give you an obedient pet dog to play with. Leon gave a cynical smile and stared at the two. The atmosphere turned into gripping silence. An obedient dog. This is the aggressive Caucasian dog with the power of a calf. Zero Zero to play. Caucasian dogs are scary. The newly bought dog is yet to recognize its master. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 21. We are different. Sebastian, Gerald and Jason had their bodies shivering in shock. Moreover, Jason soiled himself out of fear. Key immediately begged for Leon's forgiveness. But Leon's facial expression was flat and cold. He did what is best to punish to punish a traitor. They are all adults, they are to be responsible for their actions. Sebastian and Gerald begged for forgiveness and mercy, but Leon is no God. Sebastian, your son made a mistake and he shall pay for it himself. Let him play with the dog. Duck will decide upon his survival. And you, Sebastian will be suspended for three months. Make good use of the time to think. Once Leon was done, he dragged Gerald into a room with Jason and the dog. Sebastian stood quiet outside the door, his thoughts in disarray. He knew this is the best decision for his son's horrible attitude and behavior towards a member of the Vijay family. Not even God can save. Tim now. 00A zero zero howl was heard from inside the room, it made everyone's hair stand on end. Sebastian fell in front of the door, he is in the brink of destruction. After 20 minutes, the door was open. All he could see was Jason lying face down on the floor with severe bite marks, especially on his face. The bite destroyed almost 80% of his face, not including the bites elsewhere on his body. His limbs might lose function from all the bites he suffered. The bites to his face would have left him paralyzed. Even if he could recover from his wounds, his psyche wouldn't return as before. The dog had rabies, he is now surely infected too. Jason's critical condition made him better off dead than alive Gerald on the other hand had a bit more luck compared to Jason His body was wounded with multiple bite marks but his face not as bad As Jason, maybe because he has been the dog's master for a week The wounds on his arms and shoulder looked terrible though The dog would have bit his neck if he didn't protect himself quickly enough Sebastian thanked his lucky stars for finding his son still alive This is the best he could get for now He was very thankful towards Leon for not taking it upon himself to Decide his son's life or death but he gave it to a dog instead Zero zero he kneeled in front of Leon Thank you very much for your mercy upon me, President Leon. We promise to learn from today's precious lessons and obey everything you say from now onwards. Sebastian sobbed with tears streaming down his face. Leon said firmly for his name to be cleared. Your son still has a long way to go, but until my name is cleared, I will not let you get away easily. Yes, President, you will have my full cooperation to clear your name, said Sebastian. Nothing is more valuable than the price of life. Sebastian is willing to do anything to make up for his son's Mm -hmm. deeds. Leon quickly went back to the meeting room to start the director meeting. Jason and Gerald were sent to the hospital without Sebastian. Leon sat in the table and Sebastian poured a cup of warm tea for him. The members of the meeting saw the hotel's real owner for the first time. Their impression was that he is very young. But he appears very charismatic. The director board is made up of Oregon's most influential men and they paid Leon immense respect. Although they are yet to know if Leon is the sole heir to his family, they knew he is not an ordinary man judging from the way Sebastian poured him tea. After that, Amir Sebastian arranged was postponed by Leon. 00 Leon came home to his villa at Mount Moir. He stood on the balcony to breathe fresh air. The mountain behind the villa and the lake in front of him gave freshness to the air. At that moment Indra was seen taking his granddaughter around for a walk. They just moved in this afternoon. Indra and Sujanti walked past villa number 9. As an elder who wanted to have the best Indra really wanted villas number 7, 8 and 9. They are all bought by the same person. To own a villa here is a sign of the wealthy. Too bad I couldn't stay in the best villa here. Indra said as he looked at the villa. His face showed disappointment. It's alright grandpa. The villa we are staying in now is just as great. Cheered his granddaughter. Of course there is a difference. The three villas have a view of the mountain behind it and the lake in front of it. The look of perfection and grandeur, said Indra who really wanted the villas. Suchianti tried to wake her grandfather from his daydream. Don't think too about it, grandpa. As long as our place is comfortable, she said assuringly. You don't understand the meaning of a place for its owner. Grandpa look, the owner of villa number 9 is on his balcony doing yoga. Zero zero, if there is a chance, I would like to meet him. Indra said as he pointed at Leon. The day after, Leon went back to his university. No one knew what happened to Gerald and Jason. After everything is revealed, Leon's reputation will be restored in no time. Once he arrived, his professors again tried to get him to join their research team. Dion, trust me, you have excellent skills in the field of Chinese medicine. All you need is systematic theory, once you join us, you'll be a star in less than half a year's time, Professor Willie said. Dion indeed inherited his talents in medicine. He no longer needs any training. Without the professor asking, Leon had already promised as well, but under a different guise. Dion, think it through. This is a great opportunity for a bright future as a reliable doctor. To be a great physician and earn lots of money might be a dream for most. But not for Leon. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 22 not his fault. If Leon ever wanted any of that, he could quickly achieve it in his sleep. Zero-zero but since his childhood, his father had always taught him about the importance of humility. With his the Vijay family wealth, what is it he can't reach? Professor Willie, thank you for the information. Oh, I heard the research team is welcoming a new member, Leon reminded. Yes, that is true. How did you know? Do you recognize him? If you do, that would be great. You can learn from him, said the professor. Suddenly Professor Willy received a call from Ezra, the director at Royal Taruma Hospital. What's up Ezra? What did you say? The new lecturer is a student from our university named Leon. Which Leon? Don't tell me. Ezra, why didn't you let me know beforehand? I am embarrassed. The professor is speechless. At first, he wanted Leon to join as a student in his research team. Instead, Leon joined as a lecturer sent by Ezra. With his young age and position as a lecturer, Leon has proudly achieved no one else in the city can. Professor Willie is sure the decision Ezra made as a director is not a wrong one. Alright, I'll see you tomorrow Ezra. Willie said as he ended the call. 00, zero It turns out Ezra invited Willie over for dinner and to discuss everything concerning Leon. Ezra speculated that Leon descended from a lineage of ancient physicians which is rare to find nowadays. Even rarer than the panda bears under the Chinese government's protection. And it is true, Leon was greater beyond what they thought. Willie then composed himself before going back to meet Leon. He stretched out his hand to Leon and said, welcome to the team, Leon. You are our new partner. Leon took the handshake. Willie still couldn't apprehend how Leon was just his student a while ago, they are now colleagues in the same team. What the professor is more curious about is how Leon came to know Director Ezra, especially to get himself a direct recommendation. Did they know each other since a long time ago? Key doesn't think so. If they knew each other, how could Leon be so humble? Dion, you're descended from an ancestor of physicians, do you? Dion didn't give him an answer. Key smiled and went off to attend his classes. That night Ezra and Willie sat together discussing Leon. Ezra, it is true. Key is a descendant of ancient physicians or someone who inherits such knowledge. All this time he has hidden it well. 4,241,800,168,106 inches Willie, your campus has a rare golden child. You should treat him well and give him whatever he needs. Surely I will give him the best. Our city is blessed to have a demigod like him. Two days later, Mount Muir Villa No. 9 After Leon successfully took over three large businesses, one of them the Sheraton Hotel, he has a little bit of free time now. He wanted to help Rachel. Her mother has suffered cardiovascular and cerebrovascular disease, which became incurable after a long time. That is because they could not afford further treatment. Leon made an appointment with Rachel to talk about it. When he was about to go, he received a sudden phone call from Rachel. Leon, can I, can I ask for your help? Rachel's voice stuttered, she didn't want to bother Leon by asking for help. What she is about to ask cannot be done by a woman. Leon is the first person to come to her mind that she could rely on. Rachel, what do you need? I will surely help you. Leon said assuringly. My mother is in a hospital just outside the city. Her condition is worsening and she must be moved to a hospital in the city. But they zero-zero facilities here is limited. The ambulance is unavailable and the building doesn't have an elevator. So, so I need your help to carry my mom down from the upper floor. Rachel said by force. Her father works out of town. She couldn't wait for her father to come back. The only way she could think of is to ask Leon for help. Okay, no problem, I will help you. Leon felt Rachel is a good woman even though he is unclear of his own feelings whether he likes her or not. Thank you very much, Leon. Thank you, Rachel said with her shaky voice. Rachel is a kind woman. Unfortunately, the pressure her family forced upon her made her unable to enjoy her youth. Leon closed the call and took a name card from his pocket. He called Liam's number. Liam, please prepare a car for me. Not anything fancy because I must pick up someone. An ordinary car that would fit more than two people should do. Yes, sir, I will prepare it for you. Liam happily received Leon's instructions. In less than 10 minutes, the car is ready to go. Leon rushed to the hospital and arrived in less than 20 minutes. In front of the hospital entrance, he saw Rachel and her best friend Annie waiting for his arrival. Zero zero, oh my god, why did Leon have to come with an ugly Passat? Rachel, I've told you to ask for Gerald's help. He might at least come driving a BMW. Annie saw Leon's car and gave her comments. Leon looked at Annie as if she is someone with a blind eye. The car's Phaeton and Passat looked alike in a glance although they are very much different. The Phaeton is a luxury car produced by Volkswagen in Germany, it could compete against the Mercedes-Benz S-Class BMW 7, Audi A8 and much more. This time Leon is driving a Faiton W12 which costs more than 3 billion. Putting forward the concept of simplicity on the car's outer body makes the car seem to look ordinary. Having to face Annie who could only judge a book by its cover, Leon really didn't want to say much. If she really can judge the value of an object, then her comments are acceptable. In truth, Annie doesn't understand anything but always acts as if she is the smartest. Rachel felt terrible for what she said and tried to cut the staring contest between Annie and Leon. Cut it out and me. I need help right now, not to decide someone who I should have a relationship with. Anyways, it's just a car which is not important. Zero, zero, why not? The Passat is way lesser compared to Gerald's very comfortable BMW. It is incomparable. Fine then, let me ask you. Leon is willing to help me now, and how about Gerald? K is only taking advantage of my weakness. What's important right now is his attitude, not the car he's driving. Attitude. Did you forget what he's done? That was obviously not his mistake. Alright, just so you know, it's most probably a rented car because he's just a delivery boy with an old motorbike. I've had enough Annie, I'm not going to fight you. My mom is waiting for her hospital transfer. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 23 Frog in the Basin Rachel didn't care about the car Leon is driving, all she needs now is a shoulder to carry her mother. The three of them went to the room where Rachel's mother is staying. Leon didn't immediately carry her. He checked for pulse on her wrist. Why are you still quiet? Quick, carry auntie down. Be quiet. Zero zero, how dare you shout at me? Why not? Now shut up, I'm checking her pulse. Oh cool, you studied for four years and dare check her. Annie said mockingly. Annie needs to be silenced first so Leon poked behind her stomach which made her let out a fart. She finally kept quiet out of embarrassment. I'm examining her using an acupuncture technique. How is mom's condition, Leon? Rachel asked in panic. Rachel trusted Leon because he is a bright student. Her disease was left untreated for too long so she became like this. Leon said to Rachel, let's deliver her to the city hospital. You stay calm, I promise I'll cure her. Rachel agreed to his words. Leon swiftly carried Rachel's mother in quick steps. Rachel and Enny was surprised to see Leon so powerful. His arms are very strong. Rachel mumbled to Enny. That's most probably because he worked at a construction site. Enni answered. Zero zero. The four of them entered Leon's Phaeton. Enni mumbled out of the blue. Wow, the interior in this Passat is as luxurious and comfortable as an expensive car. Rachel realized something and said, "I think I saw a VW logo at the back, so this is not a Passat." Then what is it? This is a Phaeton, right, Leon? Rachel asked. Yes, that's right. This is not an ordinary car. I saw it on the news a few times. Rachel said in astonishment. Well, it's not too expensive though. Enni was surprised and asked, "What's the difference between a Phaeton and a Passat?" Leon didn't want to answer any. who was annoying him. He answered, think it for yourself. This Phaeton could get you 8 passats. Is that clear enough? What? This car is the price of 8 Pesats. Annie asked in disbelief. She heard about the price of S Phaeton but didn't expect it to be that expensive. For real, so how does it cost? Annie asked again. Not too much, somewhere about $3,000. Leon answered easily. Annie was surprised again at what she heard. Why would Leon rent such an expensive car? Such a waste of money. I'm sorry for making you spend so much, Leon. Rachel said, Leon was yet to answer when Annie skewed more comments. Not expensive you said. Of course, it is not because this is a rented car. It's got nothing to do with you. Be quiet. With his flash like jutsu, Leon threw a sleeping pill at Annie's mouth without she even realizing it. 1,838,325,398,611 inches Rachel, I feel so sleepy all of a sudden. Maybe it's too comfy in here. Annie slurred before falling asleep. Leon mastered a lot of powerful ancient jetsus, he could use them whenever he wishes. Half an hour later, Annie woke up from her slumber. Not long after, they arrived at Royal Taruma Hospital. It is the best hospital in the city. This is also where Gerald is receiving his treatments. After registering, Rachel took out her bank card and prepared to pay for her mother's inpatient fees. Zero-zero she has $30,000 in her bank card. It took her three years to gather all of it, starting from her first year in the university, saving on meals and working part-time jobs. Leon was moved at what he saw and said, Rachel, you can keep your money. I will take care of your mother's inpatient and treatment fees. Leon said it so kindly. To Leon $30,000 is nothing compared to the incalculable amount of money he had. But he is yet to reveal his identity to Rachel, he didn't want to hurt her dignity. Leon, I accept your good intention, but you helped me so much today. Let me pay it myself, Rachel said shaking her head. You don't have to do this, think of it as a debt you can pay anytime. Right now, your mother's health is most important, Leon said as he handed his car to the cashier. Rachel was at a loss of words. She was touched by his kindness. Annie suddenly appeared and ruined the mood. Rachel, isn't it obvious he's trying to sleep with you? Otherwise why would he give his money when it's barely enough? Annie asked cynically. You, you are outrageous. Rachel's face turned red from anger. Why else, you have a pretty face and a great body, who wouldn't want that? Enough Annie, stop talking. Rachel replied angrily. Zero zero, Rachel, you should be a little realistic. What could Leon do compared to Gerald? Gerald would have given your mom a VIP room. So what if it isn't a VIP room? As long as my mom is cured, it doesn't matter. The difference is Gerald cornered me, but Leon did not. Rachel really wanted to cut her friendship with Annie. Since Gerald was after her, Annie changed so much. She related everything Rachel did to Gerald, maybe Gerald paid her to do so. My innocent Rachel, sooner or later you will regret. I'm going to phone Gerald right now to provide your mom a VIP room. Annie took out her phone and called him, but he didn't answer. Of course, Gerald can't answer because he's being treated in the same hospital. He won't show up. After the incident at the Sheraton Hotel a few days ago, Gerald no longer dares to cause Leon trouble. Annie felt disappointed for being unable to reach Gerald, but she keeps on trying to find ways to mock Leon. A while later, Leon finished the required inpatient paperwork. Leon came back to where Rachel and Annie waited. Annie looked angry. What are you doing playing superhero Leon? If Gerald is here, you're done. Zero zero, go away. No one needs you here, Leon said showing any away. Dion's intention to help Rachel is sincere. He didn't expect anything in return. Thank you very much, Leon. Rachel said as tears fill her eyes. That's just how we should help each other. Let's accompany auntie to her room, Leon said. teon brought them to the impatient room. Please come in. Leon ushered them inside the luxurious room. Engie immediately gave her comments. Single room, VIP. How could you get this VIP room? Annie was surprised because she knew a night in this hospital's best VIP room would cost up to $5,000 a night. Leon, why are you doing all this? Don't even think about getting closer to Rachel, you'll most probably pay for only a day or two. Annie said mockingly. Annie is still wondering, even if she is rich, she wouldn't be willing to pay for such an expensive room, so why did Leon? Tell me why Leon. A metal will forever stay as one, it will never compare to an expensive ceramic. For Gerald even the change in his pocket will pay for this room, but what about you? A delivery boy like you. Quit dreaming, Annie argued heatedly. Zero zero, Annie you will never understand. A frog living in a vase feels safe and superior staying in there but it will never know what is outside the vase. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 24 Commercial Roads Director Ezra's sudden appearance took Leon by surprise. Director Ezra, how did you find me here? The situation might have been different if it's Gerald, Leon needs to be faster than him. Leon didn't want to bother the hospital staff so he didn't use the shortcut. Yet Ezra still caught him. Annie stood at the side with a disgusted expression and said, what are you saying Leon? Where's the director? Do you actually know him? It is obvious Annie didn't recognize Director Ezra and couldn't see how Ezra respected Leon. That is not something anyone can have. Leon ignored Annie as if she is invisible in air. Only when Ezra came closer did Annie saw the title, Director, on his badge. Zero, 00 Annie was immediately embarrassed for almost insulting the Royal Taruma Hospital's director. Annie continued, the director is here, what does he have to do with you? Don't tell me he came only for you. Director Ezra indeed came for Leon. Annie looked like she wanted to beat her own face. Sir Leon, we have arranged the intensive care unit for you. It will provide her better care and peacefulness. All the treatment expenses will be taken care of by the hospital. Ezra explained calmly. The intensive care unit could provide more advanced treatments and procedures compared to the regular units. The intensive care unit has better service and comfort than international private hospitals. But the number of rooms are limited and are mostly used for the old and wealthy. The limited numbers make the units very expensive, it costs over $5,000 a night. Not only money, there are other requirements to stay in such rooms. Even an elderly with a wealthy background might not have the qualifications to stay in the intensive care unit. Although Annie doesn't have the brightest mind, she knew the difference between a regular unit and an intensive care unit. Unless the patient is a person of importance in Oregon, then only the unit will be opened. Annie became unsure if the Leon now is someone she used to know. Zero, 00 the Leon who travels around in an electric bike and his delivery uniform, sitting under the sun, and runs around like a mole dog. How could he change into a VIP and welcomed by the hospital director? What has happened? Annie stood dumbfoundedly, lost in her thoughts. Annie was already surprised by the regular VIP room, but now the director is letting him use the intensive care unit. Rachel was also just as confused All she knew Leon came from a destitute family. He had to work as a delivery boy to fund his education. Why did Director Ezra respect him so much? Just as Rachel was about to ask him, Leon took Ezra outside. I wanted to be a good friend for my classmate. Do you get what I mean? Dion didn't waste time and jumped to the point. Director Ezra nodded and smiled. I understand, sir. Actually, I didn't need the intensive care unit. Leon said shaking his head. Dion is sure Anna's illness can be cured quickly. The reason he came to the hospital is to show Rachel his support, then find Anna a place to recuperate comfortably. The care unit is comfortable and peaceful enough for Anna to heal. The intensive care unit is unnecessary. Sir, please just accept it. Everything is arranged and cannot be cancelled. Ezra wants Leon to accept his help. Zero zero but Leon didn't understand that Ezra wanted to help him. Leon had his family's genes of wisdom and he could see through a person's facade in mere seconds. He knew Ezra had no ill intentions and only wanted what is best for him. Alright, I will accept it. But this is the last time. Don't come looking for me again. After Leon finished talking, he went back inside the room. Rachel stood there in doubtfulness. She furrowed her eyebrows and bit her cherry-like lips. So, Dion, you actually. Dion smiled thinly. I knew Director Ezra. I had good grades in class and almost got accepted in this hospital. Then he gave me an award. But I thought you were in the industries. Rachel asked innocently. You know the reason why. It was Gerald who set me up. But my professional abilities are beyond question. The director was happy to accept me and started a renewal program. Explained Leon to Rachel. I see. Rachel nodded her head weakly. Dion lightly patted Rachel's head and cheered her up. Rachel, I believe Auntie Anna will heal soon. The light and calming pats on Rachel's head melted her soft heart. Her face appeared like a peach with morning dew, making him want to take a bite off her face. Annie's expression looked like a punished dog and filled with jealousy. Zero Zero Although in Annie's eyes Gerald comes from a strong family background and is much wealthier than Leon, the latter could gain the director's attention through his professional abilities. That is not something everyone can achieve. The way director Ezra took the initiative to accept Leon made Annie look at him from a new perspective. But Annie promised Gerald to help him go after Rachel. He gave Annie an irresistible offer. Once Rachel agrees to be Gerald's lover, she will be gifted a price of one million million. But when Annie saw how Rachel and Leon grew closer towards each other, she couldn't help but feel anxious. Lastly, Leon placed Rachel's mother in the intensive care unit and arranged for a doctor's consultation tomorrow. The treatment was beyond Rachel's imagination and she is very thankful for Leon's help. Rachel felt safe with Leon around. Annie is unhappy with all that. It's separating her further away from her prize. Annie thought hard and decided to whisper sweet words about Gerald and Rachel's ears as soon as Leon leaves. Any believed that although Gerald is worse than Leon in terms of academics, Leon is nothing compared to the Chow family's wealth. Zero Zero Oregon is considered one of the top cities. In a city as large, Gerald owns the industrial assets to the Sheraton Hotel. The massive asset is enough to support three generations. Rachel will finally cave in. That moment, Leon received a call from Mawar. Leon knew if Mawar decided to call instead of sending a text, a serious thing is going on. Sir, how are you doing? Mawar's voice is soft and clear like a calm rain in Bandung. Every word is coated in soft wax and floated like clouds to the other side of the call. I'm great. How is is my father. Your father is doing fine. The drug ilmusitine you developed had excellent effects. His face has regained color and he still practices martial arts every day young night. Okay, straight to the point. What's the problem today? Leon asked. Marva’s soft voice floated into Leon's ear again. Sir, there is a commercial road in Oregon seemingly owned by the Vijayas. If you have time, please take it over. What do you mean by, seemingly, asked Leon in confusion. Pardon me sir, there are too many assets owned by the family around the world and all over cities like Oregon. I can't recall the complete name of the road. I will see to it and send you the details. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 25. Large chested, no brainer. Zero Zero Leon softly shook his head. I hope the commercial road will not consume too much time. The young man is inheriting a massive amount of wealth he shouldn't be burdened with at his age. Leon's dream was to be a painter who would travel the world and paint what his heart desires. But alas, he had to start as a man inheriting trillions of wealth. Whilst others need to pay mortgage, installments and rely on corporations to live, Leon went around buying entertainments, hotels and taking over commercial streets. How exhausting. Sir, this wouldn't take long. It is much worse than Kyoto's Golden Road. Mawar replied softly. Are you talking nonsense? Which road in United States can compare to the golden road? Leon said lightly. The two might sound rough when they talk, but they don't despise each other. Their relationship is close so a few jabs between them wouldn't hurt. In the aspects of beauty, figure and temperament, Mawar is first. She has the patience of a fairy and her beauty shines like a golden crown. A little bit of Leon missed Mawar. He hasn't seen her for over 4 years. 00 Rachel who was also in the room during the call couldn't understand Leon's conversation, but she was too shy to ask. Leon and Mawar ended their call, and he smiled at Rachel. Rachel seemed confused but her bright eyes didn't show a single doubt towards Leon's identity. Maybe pretending to come from a poor family is getting too popular to forget. At 5pm, Leon said goodbye to Rachel. Rachel, I'm going home okay. I will come to the hospital earlier tomorrow. Call me if anything happens. Thank you, Leon, you've helped me so much. We will be alright here. Leon went out of the hospital and prepared to drive home. But he received an unexpected call from Indra. This old man is calling me every day, can I report him for harassment? Leon mumbled to himself. Leon answered the call anyway. Indra had always treated him nicely. Dion, you haven't had dinner, had you come over to the Kahandan restaurant, it's my treat, And invited Indra with a friendly tone. No, you don't have to. I'm a little busy tonight, let's meet on another day. Dion sounded uninterested. Dion, I've ordered food, so come here and accompany me. I have a question for you, Indra, please. Zero zero in truth, Leon and Indra are now neighbors in Mount Muir. It should be easy for them to meet each other. Only Leon didn't reveal the location of his house to Indra to avoid his constant and unwanted pestering. Imagine if Indra knew Leon is living nearby him, he would have showed up to bother Leon every single day. In the end, Leon agreed to come for dinner at the Kahandan restaurant. Once the call ended, Indra's face turned serious. Suchianti, Leon will arrive here soon. You must be polite towards him. Understand. Indra felt anxious and had to be strict with Suchianti. Grandpa, he likes to show off. He rejected your initial invitation and didn't promise he will show up. I think I know what kind of person he really is. Suchianti replied with a pout which makes her cute when angry. That is called humility. You will not understand it Suchianti. Indra shook his head. Suchianti stuck out her tongue playfully. If I get to say, you must have gotten too forgetful, Grandpa. Half an hour later, Leon arrived in a private room at the restaurant. Indra and his granddaughter have ordered food and waited for Leon's arrival. This is not the first time Leon and Sutianti met. They are not on good terms with each other. Zero zero they talked through the meal. Indra asked Leon about what happened at the Sheraton hotel. Dion, did the Chao family humiliated you at the hotel? No, everything is taken care of. Dion replied lightly. Good. If anyone from the Chows are going to bother you, let me face them. Indra said. Gerald wouldn't try and stir up trouble again. K is being treated at the hospital right now and will have to face more punishment once he is sent home. Grandfather Indra, you told me there's trouble over the phone and wanted to find me. What's wrong? Dion asked. Actually, my wife is old, and the pain in her neck spine is incurable after a long time. So, I wanted to ask for your help to check on her disease. Do you have time in three days from now? Indra requested. In three days, I'll be available. You can arrange the time, said Leon. Since Indra had said it, Leon is unable to refuse his request. But Suchianti displayed an expression of dissatisfaction. She quickly stuck her tongue out at Leon and lifted her chin high. Dion saw Suchianti didn't trust his abilities. Added with her bad prejudice against him at the hospital, Leon is annoyed. Cute chested but no brain, Leon said to himself. Zero zero, Grandpa, I disagree. What if he's going to hurt Grandma? Suchianti said with dread. Indra sounded serious and angry. Suchianti, behave yourself. Leon's ability is amazing. Don't speak nonsense. Although Indra loves his granddaughter, he sure Leon's ability deserves recognition and wants Leon to contribute for the Wibowo family's long-term development. Having Leon at their side would even affect the family's fate. HMPH. Which doctor are we unable to employ, and what qualifications does he have to work for our family? Suchianti said in a condescending tone. Leon has seen a lot of young women too proud of themselves like Suchianti. At 10 years old, Leon's neighbor had a daughter who used her new toys to attract and intimidate Leon to be her date. Leon quickly and cruelly rejected her. A cold and dignified son of United States' richest man, would he be interested with your new toy? Suchianti who just came to Oregon is yet to know and experience so many things. She didn't know there are many great people outside her. Circle. The adults are talking, the kids must keep quiet. Said Leon with a cold smile. Zero zero, you are the kid here. Hey, we're almost of the same age. Suchianti pouted in annoyance. To me you're just a little girl. Big bosom, but no brain. Suchianti froze then and there. Bastard, I, I am big chested, but I am not dumb. Suchianti's face turned red in embarrassment. Indra could only shake his head at the sight of Suchianti and Leon debating. At first, Indra thought Leon and Suchianti could become lovers in the future since they have the same age. Although Suchianti has a few complaints about marrying a traditional medicine physician, she wouldn't mind as long as he works hard and be of help to the Vibobo family. But it seems like his plans are ruined. After so many misunderstandings, her granddaughter is now Leon's enemy. This is terrible. Her dear granddaughter is a spoiled girl and is used to her poor attitude. Since there is no other way, Indra tried to change the topic of discussion. What Indra initially planned to show after dinner is brought out faster. Leon, this is a painting I just received. I wish to give it to you as a gift. Indra said, he took out the painting from a box and showed it to Leon. It could be said that Indra worked hard to gain Leon's attention. Two days ago he spent some money to purchase a famous painting he wanted to give Leon. Zero zero but in one glance, Leon knew the painting is fake. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 26 Playing Pretend Indra Leon hesitated and he smiled assuringly. Leon, please accept it. This painting will be of great value in the future. It is a painting by the gifted Basuki Abdullah. Suchianti showed her objection. Grandpa, are you sure to give him this painting? It is extremely valuable one inch. Suchianti knew the painting by Basuki Abdullah was 10 million dollars. Its value isn't entirely measurable by money. The painting is very hard to find. She pouted and said to Leon, you don't deserve this. I object. Suchianti thought what she said would bother Leon. When she looked closer into his eyes, she could see he was offended. This is a fake painting and you're saying I don't deserve to have it. Even the original Basuki Abdullah painting is a plain ornament to me. Not some kind of national treasure. Are you still pretending? You must have really wanted this painting. Suchianti continued firing at Leon. Why are you pretending like you don't care? I know your dirty tricks. Zero Zero Indra exploded in anger right there. Suchianti, I countlessly told you to behave yourself in front of Leon. I have decided to give him that authentic Basuki Abdullah painting the moment we met and nothing is going to stop me from doing so. Judging from Indra's seriousness, the missive have have not known that the painting is fake. Leon was torn at the current situation. Indra came to Oregon to set up his antiquities trade. How would Indra, a professional in antiquities and culture, be attracted to the painting? Indra turned to Leon and said in a friendly voice, Leon, I was wrong to not discipline my granddaughter properly. Suchianti is young and unwise, thus her arrogant and harsh behavior. Please just accept the painting. The gift would be much precious and meaningful if you do. Leon's heart felt heavy. He gave his hand and accepted the painting. Although Leon accepted Indra's goodwill, it didn't change the fact that the painting is fake. Grandfather Indra, I must be honest, there is something wrong with this painting. Suchianti became even more annoyed at what she heard. You're just never satisfied. Grandpa spent over 10 million to get this painting. Suchianti exclaimed accusingly, he wanted to keep the painting for himself but decided to give it to you at last. How are you so ungrateful? Zero zero, 10 million. That's unfortunate, Leon said shaking his head. Although an authentic Basuki Abulla painting is worth the same price, this painting is a high quality imitation of the real thing. Its value is less than a tenth of the original painting. What are you really selling? Do you know anything about antiquities? Suchianti asked with disgust in her voice. The golden child of the Bibobo family has always been arrogant due to Indra's reputation as an antiquities trader. Leon defended himself confidently. I know a thing or two. I accept your grandfather's gift but with a heavy heart I have to tell you this painting is fake. What do you know? I can't stop thinking how you got grandpa's attention. You're really annoying and hypocritical. Suchianti stood up and looked down on Leon. Leon's eyes froze and coldly said to Suchianti, have you lost your mind? I told you I accept your grandfather's kindness but a fake is still a fake. Do you think what you just said will come true? Who do you think you are? How ungrateful. Su Chianti kept on attacking Leon. What Leon said is surely true. No antique painting or calligraphy art can escape him. As an expert on antiques, you are not supposed to only rely on your sight, but to also use your feelings. Leon has felt thousands of antiquities with his two hands. He could immediately tell whether a piece is authentic or not. Leon studied under Rahajo, United States' first antiquities expert. His ability to distinguish the items are unbelievably accurate. Besides, Leon has countless of antiquities in his treasury. A lot of the items in his family's possession are undapplicable. Unknown to most, the artifacts the public see in museums and research institutes are just leftovers of the Vijay family. To put it honestly, Leon's ability to identify antiquities is way above Indra. Indra was also questioning how Leon deduced the painting is fake. Does he also know how to value antiquities? He doesn't think so. An expert in ancient traditional medicine is a rare entity itself. How could he also be an expert in antiquities? Leon must be kidding. When Indra was occupied by his confusion, he saw Leon reach for a cup of wine. He poured the contents of the cup onto the painting. 129,540,017,611 ha. Most of the painting is now stained with wine. Indra was hurt at what he saw. He thought Leon went overboard. Although the price of the painting is nothing compared to a luxury villa, the cultural value of the painting makes it irreplaceable. Unfortunately, Leon destroyed it. Indra was about to explode in anger, but he could only hold it in for the sake of the Vibobo family. Zero Zero Suchanti in her attitude made her blow up. She pointed her finger and shouted at Leon, you bastard. You ruined the treasure. My grandfather kindly gave it to you, and you destroyed it in front of him. What do you think you're doing? Treasure. See for yourself, Leon pointed at the old painting now soaked in wine. Suchianti was hesitant to turn her head and look. What trick are you playing this time? When she did, her eyes widened in disbelief. Indra also saw the strange phenomena in front of him. After the getting soaked in wine, the old Basuki Abdullah painting fell off its frame and was torn into two pieces. The surface of the painting also revealed an ochre yellow color. Indra and Suchianti froze in surprise. You've been swindled. At that moment, Indra realized the painting is indeed fake. It is a high-quality imitation almost like the original painting. It is a new painting fitted on an old frame to treat the eyes of potential buyers. The new painting is first treated in concentrated tea and repainted multiple times. The brown paper is then sprayed with diluted vinegar. To allow even absorption of the paint onto the paper, this will result in the texture of old paper. Zero Zero Indra has a strong sense of judgment based on sight and ordinary items wouldn't catch his eye. But this time is an accident. The real Basuki Abdullah painting was replaced with a fake. That bastard son of the Dani family. I am friends with your grandfather and you swindled me you washed a ticket on my head. The old term to wash a ticket on someone's head is coined by experts to mean the act of disguising a painting as an ancient painting. Indra lost his pride and his face turned red in anger. suchianti could only see Leon with an empty gaze. This is the first time she saw Leon's ability to prove the painting is fake. This means his skills are way above her. Leon, I sincerely apologize, it is my fault. It was a smart method and I didn't suspect it at all. Smart. Leon smiled thinly. With this said method, the quality of the painting's color will decrease and diminish the painting techniques. To transform a new painting into an old one, the smoking method is more reliable. To only rub on the painting is degrading. Grandfather Indra, it is not your fault, Leon answered. Zero zero, Leon, you must be an expert in identifying antiquities, judging from the way you deduced this painting is fake in one glance. Indra had no idea about Leon's background. At first, Indra thought Leon is an expert in ancient medicine practices. He didn't think Leon has the experience to identify antiquities, but Leon could immediately tell the painting is fake. I only know a little, Leon said lightly. You are a humble man. I didn't expect to find a great and knowledgeable man like you here in Oregon. Indra exclaimed with praise, Leon is not humble, but it came from his inability to distinguish the fake painting. Once Leon reached the master level in identification, he will not be disillusioned by the painter's name. To put it in example, the mountain top serves an excellent view. When someone climbs the mountain to see the view, they will be filled with awe. But after some time of doing the same, they will eventually grow bored of what they see. With his current level in condition, it is unnecessary to say he is the expert in distinguishing antiquities. Even Leon will defeat his teacher, Raharjo. An apprentice has surpassed his master, and he is not wrong to say so. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 27 T-Fairy 00 Indra realized Leon is much more mysterious, it seems he is unable to understand Leon at all. Although so, this is a great sign for Indra. Leon's immense power proved Indra's visions. If only Suchianti could get Leon's attention, he would make a great addition to the Vibobo family's talent. Unfortunately, Suchianti is too arrogant and has offended Leon multiple times. Indra thought hard about what he can do to get the two together. No, I will not let that rat named Jerry get away easily. He must be punished for tricking an elderly. Indra slowly stood up, his face showing a cold expression. Leon, since we are done with dinner, how about you and Suchianti go for a round of shopping? I'm going to settle this problem with Jerry. Considering the situation, Leon tried to coax Indra, Grandfather Indra, why not see him tomorrow instead? It's alright, our stores are on the same street. I will find him and settle the problem today. Indra replied and went on his way. Indra went to see Jerry and make an opportunity for Leon and Suchianti to be alone together. Indra slyly thought that the youngsters only need to get closer to erase previous grudges. If they're not going to do anything, they won't have a close relationship. Indra hopes his plan will slowly get them to know each other more. Indra tried his best to win Leon's attention. After Indra went, Leon only sat and looked at Suchianti. Suchianti looked quite beautiful, her puffy cheeks, supple bosom, and smooth long legs. Her only weakness is her arrogance. Leon is a professional in exercising arrogance. He doesn't care who he is facing, be it the Vibova family's golden child. Even a business queen like Marvel would give Leon a sense of warm intimacy. Compared to Moa, Suchianti is nothing but a little girl who knows nothing. 20,786 inches let's go. Leon stared at Suchianti for some time before leaving his seat. Suchianti went after Leon and they kept 1 meter apart from each other. Until now, Suchianti is still in doubt about Leon's medical abilities although she admits his skills in identifying antiquities. She kept 1 meter apart from Leon as they walked, Suchianti felt disgusted to be seen walking next to Leon. The current road they are on is the Oregon Avenue, the city's longest and most prosperous road. Shops lined the both sides of the road. It is a famous business district in Oregon. 00 Leon didn't feel strange about the road but during the 4 years of hiding his identity, he didn't have enough money to shop there. Suchianti, the Vibov's golden daughter, didn't say a single word during the walk. She lifted her chin high, too proud to initiate the conversation. Leon was also unwilling to walk with Suchianti. Most men would play the part of a pet dog to Suchianti, adoring her to keep her happy. But Leon is a wolf. A wolf will walk tens of kilometers to hunt food, a dog will do the same to eat dead. Even if Leon is a guard dog, his owner wouldn't need a dog at all. Four years ago, it was the other way around. All the girls are sought after no matter their identity or appearance. Hey, why are you not talking? Suchianti asked. You have bad attitude. I don't like talking with you. Leon's direct answer silenced her. Suchianti was offended at his answer, but she felt Leon is different than most men she knew. Before the summer holidays, Suchianti is a star in her campus. The guys showered her with compliments and followed her everywhere she went. She studied in one of the biggest universities in the capital cities. It shows how dedicated the dogs are to praise Suchianti. Zero, zero, I have a question. Suchianti tried controlling her tone to not sound arrogant. I see you are an expert in antiquities. How long have you been in the business? I've never got into it. Leon never relied on such job to feed himself. To him, antiquities are decorations that could only be seen. You never did. But how? I saw you were way beyond me. It's very normal. I enjoy playing with antiquities but never got involved in the business at all. Out of all of Rahajo's disciples, no one could compete against Leon. Especially now that he has surpassed his teacher. Suchianti scrunched her forehead. Just playing, she couldn't digest his words. Is his house a castle? Leon's answer sounded crazy and to her annoyance the aura he's exuding seems to confirm his saying. Chianti felt lost. Her heart is a mess right now. She was always influenced by her grandfather for years. She thought of herself as the leader in distinguishing antiquities in her generation, but now she starts to doubt herself. Everything grandpa said about acupuncture, is that true? Su asked out of the blue. Of course, yes. I can't believe it. Zero zero, if you don't, you can try it yourself. How are you going to do it? I'll hit a few of your acupuncture spots and you'll easily fall into my arms. If you lose, you have to call me brother. No way, that's disgusting. Su face turned red. Listen, every time I tell you the truth, you never believe me. No wonder I have to do that. Dion still held a grudge towards Suchianti and he wants to tease her for a bit. No matter how hard-headed Suchianti is to Leon, she is just a little girl. Dion quickened his pace and Suchianti followed while shouting at him to slow down. Oregon Avenue deserves its title as the most prosperous road in Oregon. The wide road extended from the city's center to the east. Although Suchianti recently arrived in Oregon, she is already familiar with the fun hangout places on the avenue. Suchianti has lived in the capital city since she was younger. And as the spoiled daughter of the Vibobo family, she belongs to the upper social class. Without Oregon Avenue, Suchianti wouldn't feel used to living here. Teon and Suchianti headed inside Cozy Arusuka, a famous tea house in Oregon. Zero Zero Although coffee sounds delicious and flamboyant, tea is the main star here. This shop has been in existence for a century. It was opened by grandpa's friends. They took me here a few times before and I enjoyed the shop's ambience. The way Suchianti sat on the wooden chair didn't hide her grace as her family's golden daughter. Suchianti clapped her hand and a pretty waitress came to their table with her head lowered. She came to pour them tea in an elegant and ritualistic manner. teon could feel Suchianti's dominating aura. As the granddaughter of a businessman in the capital city, despite not saying anything, her pride remains unchanged. You can taste it carefully. The tea came from a hundred-year-old tree in the mountains of South Sumatra. Picking the leaves is a grueling process and the annual yield is very small, plus the complicated production process, Suchi and tea boasted proudly. Hum, okay, mumbled Leon. He seemed unimpressed. The tea house must have caught sight of Avibobo, so they brewed these precious tea leaves to entertain me. Consider yourself lucky for getting a chance to taste this tea. These tea leaves from an ancient tree in Appalachian mountains is worth more than gold. Cozy Arosuka will only brew it to entertain special. Guests about less than 10 times a year. Zero zero, you've said so much. But this is just black tea, right? Leon retorted. This is not an ordinary black tea, but the best out of all black teas. Not only it is special to this tea house, it has the highest qualification for the Vibovo family. Every year, we send a person to pick the leaves from its origin. Sounds impossible. Why, are you that surprised? No, never mind. In the eyes of your ordinary family, this might be hard to imagine, but this has been a tradition for us. I'm used to it too. Don't be embarrassed, you don't have to pay. tea is enjoying herself, but she can't change the way she speaks. Unbeknownst to her, the Vijay family enjoys drinking tea from the Edrimonia plant, also known as the fairies tea. The tea leaves came from a plant aging at least 300 years old. It could only be found in a legendary fairy mountain. Dion for once thought the Vivoas are well known in the city but compared to the WLJS. The gap is too big. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 28 Handsomeness You Can Eat Dion remembered a spring tea conference from 5 years ago. A beautiful woman named Liana took him to Mount Agopuro for tea with Angano, a man wise about tea. 00 In the mornings, Leon would see clouds rising from the mountain foot up to the sky. The view from the top reminisced him of a vast sea of mountains and rolling clouds. Leon thought he saw the whole world in the beautiful scenery formed by the clouds. At that moment, Leon felt he could do anything. It wasn't tea, it's the earth. Not only the impressive tea leaves and views, the water is also special. After two barrels of rootless water are made, they are sent to the Vijay family home in Kyoto by their private jet. The rootless water is gathered from the morning dews on the grass of Mount Agopuro. The alpine clouds, clean air, and rootless water are important for brewing tea. The tea tastes fresh and healthy from the pollution-free environment. Brewing the tea with collected dew will reduce swelling and excess heat which maintains the benefits of the tea. Most of the plants growing in the mountain are also of medicinal value. The luxurious life of the rich is unimaginable for the poor. Leon didn't want to show off anything, he only said, wealth enables us to do whatever we want. Zero zero, yes, you're right. I agree with you. Tsuchiyanti nodded her head proudly, my father owns a private jet and during the tea harvest season, he will fly all the way to South Sumatra to pick tea leaves. Leon smiled thinly. He used to own three private jets. Being so far away from home, Leon started missing the days when he would pee on the skies from his helicopter. Don't feel down, if you get into the antiquities trade with the skills you have, maybe you can get a used jet to have fun in 20 years. It wasn't clear whether Suchianti said that to assure Leon or to throw sarcasm at him. Leon stared at Suchianti and the edge of his lips curl. Leon's slim face seemed to highlight his handsomeness. I, Leon, can have anything I want, including women. Suchianti was taken aback by Leon's statement, her face turned red all the way up to her ears. What are you talking about? Once we're done drinking tea, accompany me shopping. Suchianti got back to her usual proud expression. Leon shook his head at the sight. Outside her arrogance, the bibo's golden child can't even take a slight teasing. 20 minutes later, Leon and Suchianti left cozy Arosuka. They passed by a luxury watch outlet by the name Patek Philippe. Suchianti quickly went inside and chose her favorite model. Zero zero, this is a beautiful watch. Please get this one for me, Suchianti said excitedly to the store employee. Suchianti is a woman who enjoys shopping, especially for luxury goods. With her power she can purchase whatever she likes right then and there. Not long after, she walked out with a brand new half a million dollars watch on her wrist. All the store employee happily welcomes a guest like her and they are happy to help her around the shop. Of course, Leon could get himself a watch and use it to check time so that he wouldn't need to pull his phone out of his pocket. That moment, a young man dressed in famous brands entered the store. The employee's expression immediately lighted up as if they saw treasure. They quickly came to the man to offer their assistance. Mr. Tommy, please come in, sir. Welcome Mr. Tommy. Good evening, sir. It's been some time since you last visited our store. We've missed you, sir. He ignored the staff's greetings and went straight towards Suchianti. Where's Suchianti? What a coincidence. I didn't expect to meet you here. Would you come out for a drink with me tonight? 00, Tommy, are you not ashamed? Suchianti looked at him and her anger ignited. What's wrong? What made you so angry? asked Tommy with a smile. Suchianti was livid with anger. If you still have your dignity, go ask your brother Jerry, how dare he sell a fake painting for 10 million dollars to my grandfather? Tommy is Jerry's younger brother, both sons of Santoso, a wealthy man from Oregon. The Vibovo and Danny family has a small relationship. From there, Tommy has met Suchianti a few times. During their short meetings Tommy has fallen in love with Suchianti. He wants to have a romantic relationship with her. Where's Suchianti that would be my brother's business, it has nothing to do with me. Would you please stop confusing me with my brother. Tommy has a strong desire to maintain their small relationship. Your brother swindled my grandfather, do you think I can trust you? Suchianti with her cherry lips and still burning with rage. Where's Suchianti, what do I have to say to gain your trust? I have no idea why my brother would trick grandfather Indra, but we are two different people and that's on him. Please don't question it. Do not question you, I'm fed up with seeing anyone from your family now. If then I am asking you out for a drink as a compensation. Zero zero. No way. I am busy today and I don't want to drink. Suchanti refused him firmly. Ah, is it because you are with him? Who is he? Tommy turned to Leon with a fierceness on his face. Tommy stood tall. His posture made him look as if he is prepared to challenge his opponent. Whoever he is has got nothing to do with you. I will not drink with you, and you don't have to care about my business. Suchanti rejected. Tommy again. Tommy didn't say anything to Suchanti. He gave Leon a sharp stare. What makes you qualified enough to steal my girl? Bootlika, What makes you qualified enough to talk to me? Leon asked in an icy tone. Tommy treated Suchianti very well. He is not a bootlicker. Tommy didn't want to offend Suchianti so he is going to bluff Leon who seems weaker than he is. Do you know who you are talking to? How could you say I'm a bootlicker? Haven't you heard of my position in Oregon? I bet you'll be scared to death once you do. The position of a joker in Oregon or a small worm when threatened. Isn't this how it goes for children of the second generation like you? Leon challenged without bothering everyone around them. Suchianti was surprised at Leon's bravery to give his statement. 00 Tommy's father is a strong and wealthy businessman projected to be one of Oregon's wealthiest man. Suchianti thought to herself, is Leon not afraid of what Tommy will do to him in retaliation? She wasn't afraid of Tommy at all, but she knew Leon is a different case. He didn't have the social background of flourishing wealth to defend himself. But Leon's character made her look at him in a different way. Tommy became very furious and his face turned dark. If it wasn't for Suchianti's presence, he would have beaten up Leon. With Suchianti, how did you end up with someone like him? Look at the way he's dressed, nothing luxurious. It is obvious he doesn't belong in the same social class. How did your taste become so low? Once Tommy attacked her, Suchianti felt taken aback and embarrassed. What Tommy said was true. How could the Bebo's golden child goes around shopping with an unknown man? Although Leon is quite good looking, would his looks be useful? Is his handsomeness edible? Did I, Su lower my own standards, she thought to herself. Su was trapped in a sense of attachment and self-doubt. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 29 Super Rich Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 29 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 29 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 29 Man by Kang Chapter 29 My Boss Brother Tommy furrowed his eyebrows when he saw Suchianti. He then smiled proudly. I didn't know anyone who looks like him amongst Oregon's circle of wealthy second generations. Don't tell me he's from the capital city. Put someone from there dress up so cheaply. Tommy used his sharp words to stab at Leon, then proceeded to rationally analyze the probabilities of Leon's identity. Where's Sutiante? You are of nobility. The Vibois are very friendly with my family in Oregon. Don't you think it's an embarrassment to walk around with a destitute like him? One two nine five four zero one two five four three five. He is poor and has no clear background. He's not even wealthy to polish your shoes. Tommy's voice is getting louder with every sentence but Suchianti is not backing down yet. And so, what, he might not be worthy, but are you? The Danny family doesn't qualify to polish the shoes of the Vibobo family. Suchianti said it knowing how much her grandfather appreciates Leon. Suchianti might question Leon's abilities and felt that he doesn't deserve grandfather Indra's attention. But compared to Tommy, Suchianti hates his face even more. Zero Zero despite Suchianti's arrogant attitude, she sympathizes with the weak. In highs, Leon is currently in a weak position. At least I am much better than him. Our family history might be shorter than the Biboas, but our wealth can rival yours. Tommy exclaimed full of pride. He pointed towards a golden Patek Philippe watch inside a glass showcase. The watch is priced at 2 million dollars, one of the most expensive models available in the shop. I want that watch. Wrap it for me. Three female staffs received Tommy's command and nodded like chickens. Tommy is a regular visitor of the store and he is very prestigeful. Just a word from him could send the employees scurrying into action. Who in Oregon doesn't recognize the Danny brothers? The female staffs looked at Tommy as the god of wealth. Look, this is power. Tommy showed off his wealth. He scanned Leon with disgust. Suchi and T was enraged. Although she despises Tommy's attitude, there is nothing she can do as Tommy bullied Leon. Leon's financial power is different from Tommy's. Suchi and T could only shake her head in disappointment. Zero zero to two million dollars watch isn't something anyone can purchase easily. Leon won't be able to match that. Leon said to the store employees, that gold watch he just bought, give me more of those sets. Leon is anxious he will never find a place to spend his pocket money. It's not a small amount, he's got a trailer filled with money and there's no way he is going to spend it without splurging on luxury goods. The employees didn't take his words seriously and ignored him like air. The main reason was because the three employees worshipped Tommy and believed everything that came out of his mouth. Tommy said Leon is a poor dog, they thought so too. You're really funny. Do you think you're buying cake? How many sets do you want? Tommy's grin showed his front teeth. Suchianti and felt embarrassed and regretted going out with Leon. Oh, I've changed my mind. Leon rolled his eyes and swept the crowd with silence. Why not? I thought you're going for a few sets. Are you scared? Tommy laughed wildly. You're wrong. Watches are boring. I'm getting this whole store. Leon said confidently with a smug grin. With over 9 trillion in his pocket, he might as well buy all the watches in the shop. And the shop itself. Zero Zero Leon has no strong interest in money because of his family's overflowing wealth. He is already familiar with the Vijay's assets worth beyond trillions since a young age. Leon never thought about showing off. He is only going to spend a small amount of it on shopping. When Leon finished talking, Tommy and the store employees laughed loudly like pigs. I've met a lot of liars but have never seen one like you. Even I won't dare talk about buying the store. How would a poor dog like you do it? Do you have 10 billion? taunted Tommy. Dion was surprised when he heard the shop is worth 10 billion. Why are you surprised? Tommy smirked. Leon shook his head in disappointment instead. It's just 10 billion. That's not much at all. No wonder Oregon is no longer an upper class city. The consumption price is getting too cheap one inch. Leon's words silenced everyone in the store. Did he say 10 billion is cheap? Is he alright? Tommy didn't believe Leon. He looked at Leon disgustingly and turned to Suchiante. It turns out your friend here is a deceiver. He had the audacity to say that 10 billion is nothing. Chianti's face turned red and she wants to hide herself in a hole out of the embarrassment inside her heart Chianti regretted knowing Leon on key K is not my friend 99 Dion stayed quiet all that he said is the truth why didn't they believe him to some 10 billion is not small but it isn't a huge amount either maybe they didn't know what it means to be crazy rich Dion had an allowance of 9 trillion how much would 10 billion mean to him Dion wasn't disappointed at suchananti's reaction he never took Suchianti as his friend suchananti has no understanding of the bigger matters to him she is nothing but a dishwasher girl You small employees haven't seen the world. Call the owner here, employees like you can't make decisions. The shop owner appeared before his employee got to him. He was watching through the security cameras and heard everything. He proceeded to ask Leon, do you want to buy this shop? Yes. It's the peak of tourist season right now, so the price will be higher than on usual days. Just tell me the price, Leon knew it wasn't the market price and he isn't interested in nonsense. 1 million dollars and you can take over. But first, I'd want to verify that you can pay the amount. Zero zero. 0 the shop owner tried to bluff Leon. Tommy wouldn't dare bring more than a billion outside the house, he would need to discuss with his family before making decisions. No need to verify, you will receive the payment soon. We will sign the contract tonight because I hate wasting my time. Leon said. I have no problems with the time you want to sign the contract. All you have to do now is pay, said the shop owner. Leon appeared relaxed. He took his phone and called the SZ Bank's president. Mr. Stephen was replacing his infant son's diaper when he received the call, but he immediately answered the call. Mr. Stephen, please transfer $1 million to the Partek Philippe store in Oregon, Leon instructed. Alright, sir, I will do it now. President Stephen is now Leon's personal accountant. No matter how busy he could be, even if his infant son needs him, he will not be careless of his job. In Oregon, Leon is the only person to call President Stephen his younger brother. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 30 Ultimate Defeat Zero Zero, all you did was stop lies and now you're trying to loan money from the bank. Even the loan is taking so long. A poor dog like you can only pretend, Tommy said before the shop owner gets to a chance to speak. Someone like me taking a loan. President Stephen of the SZ Bank runs my finances now, what does it have to do with you? One inch. Leon glared coldly at Tommy, his cynical aura prominent. Leon will remember Tommy for underestimating him. Once Leon acquires the shop, Tommy will taste his ultimate defeat. Tommy didn't know he's made the biggest mistake in his life. At that exact moment, the shop owner received this 12 billions. Ha! Huh, how fast? 12 billions and not missing a single cent. He is neither counting wrong nor carried away in a dream. The transaction was executed in lightning speed, as if Leon owns the bank. Everyone in the shop exclaimed in disbelief, including the employees. Suchi anti mouth gasped open and her eyes widened in awe of what just happened. It must be a deception. The transfer was too fast. And how could the bank president personally arrange the transfer? What does this mean? Of course, the angriest person in the room is Tommy. Zero zero he shouted loudly, this is impossible. Really impossible I. Mr. Tommy, it's not a lie. Although the shop owner might deceive him, his eyes said it all. Sir, we will soon sign the contract. Also, here is my name card. The shop owner handed Leon his card. The shop owner gains immense profit from selling his shop instead of running it. He will no longer have to take care of his bootlicker. Employees. Tommy's intense anger caused him to feel dizzy. What he saw today made him explode. Anyone trying to fight him in Oregon will give up once they know his name. Today Leon didn't only go up against him but also turned the Tables unexpectedly. Tommy felt ashamed and lost his face. It was all fun and chill to laugh at someone else. But now Tommy felt as if a fishbone is stuck in his throat. He could neither swallow it nor pull it out. Today was the first time Tommy walked away in defeat. Are you going? Not that easily, Leon shouted to stop Tommy. What do you want to say? Asked Tommy Riley. You mocked and humiliated me to your heart's content. Do you think you can just walk away like that? 3,482,975,168,106 inches why not? Are you trying to block my way? Tommy challenged back with disgust in his voice. Stopping you is like stopping a dog, what do I have to fear? Not only trying to block you, I'm going to give you a present. Leon stepped in front of Tommy and their face came close towards each other. You bastard. You only talk nonsense. No one in Oregon dare touch me. Tommy shouted. Slap. A hand went from above him. When people thought Leon was only going to threaten Tommy, a hard slap landed on his face instead. Tommy's vision blurred, his nose bled and he could hear ringing in his ears. The pain he received was so immense he appeared dazed. I only need one slap. The scar on your face is a gift from me. Except it is a memory of today and is a sign of my honor. A clear imprint of Leon's hand could be seen on the left side of Tommy's bleeding face. The slap was so powerful it damaged the layers beneath his skin. Even if his face is going to heal, an impression of the slap will remain forever. The scar will be very difficult to hide, and it is obviously from a slap. Everyone in the store is taken aback at what they saw. What kind of slap could achieve this effect? Dion carefully controlled his power to leave a permanent mark on Tommy's face. Although his power sent his face ruined and bleeding, except the place where he is hit, the rest of his face was only slightly injured. Teon was the only one who knew the secret truth behind the slap. He combined his knowledge in boxing and kung fu and channeled his inner power to deliver it. The same as when Leon punched a tree trunk in campus a few days ago. He left an impressive hole on the tree without causing it to shake, this explains Leon's self-defense technique. Suchi anti felt goosebumps on her back when she saw that. She realized she was in a huge misunderstanding. you only used your palm and you slapped him that hard. You are so powerful, I just like a real man. Oh 433536, three, but a part of Suchi anti felt Leon was too good to be true. The way he made Tommy's face unrecognizable with a slap, his actions and words are something that would only come out of comic books. What she didn't know is that it's an honor to receive a slap from Leon, the king wolf. One day, Leon will become famous and Tommy will be proud of it. Perhaps he will go around telling everyone on the streets, I was slapped by Leon the wolf. And he will be shot into fame. Zero, 00 the three female employees and the shop owner dare not say a thing. They were still shocked at what Leon did. Rearrange the store and I want all the employees to be laid off. I'll take over once I have the time. After he left instructions to the shop owner, he turned his back and left. Leon didn't hold any resentment towards anyone in the store, he has bigger hatred stored in him. Suchi and followed Leon outside and her behavior changed. She started talking so much. Hey, Leon, how did you get the 12 billion? Did you spend the whole of your family's wealth? She continued firing questions at Leon. What is your relationship to President Stephen? You must have mentioned his name to scare them, didn't you? But I am relieved. Someone like Tommy deserves a beating. My heart feels so glad. I've disliked him since a long time back. Consider your scar as a sign of my honor. You know words like that only comes out of comic books, right Leon? Leon didn't look back and simply replied, it was so-so. Suchi anti saw Leon's monotonous reaction, she felt what she said earlier made him turn cold. Leon, I'm sorry for what I said earlier, it was a bit excessive. But to be honest, I've only known you for a few days so we're not really friends yet. Leon shook his head, I don't care about that all. What you said is true, of course we're not friends. Your grandfather is only letting us go shopping together. In other words, Suchianti no longer has the right to become Leon's friend. But Leon, I must advise you to go in hiding for a few days from now. You slap Tommy and the Danis are not going to forgive you. Tommy deserves the slap but one small action will cause you great trouble I. Suchianti could already imagine Leon getting beaten up by the Danny family. It's about time I slapped Tommy. It would be very pathetic if I didn't. And now I have to be afraid about his family not forgiving me. Leon's tone was flat, his emotions unchanged. Although Leon knew he needed to be humble, he is not going to let himself be crushed or bothered. The Danny family—what's so fearful about them? Hey, aren't you from Oregon? You should have known how powerful the Dannies are. Why did you dare hit Tommy? You should admit that the Danni's are a family of great power in Oregon. You better be careful with your new store. A four two four zero one one. Su shook her head in pessimism at Leon's fate. She thinks he is marked by the wealthy and family. The rest will only depend on time. Zero zero Leon couldn't care any less and didn't take the problem seriously. Suddenly, Leon's phone vibrated in his pocket. He glanced at the caller's ID and answered the call. Sir, I have found the name of the commercial road you are supposed to take over. It's called the Oregon Avenue. All the streets, including the shops, are invested and built by the Vijay family. It turns out the road I am on right now is my home. 00 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 31 My eyes. Sir, what's going on? Should you encounter a problem, I'll send our men to finish it. Mavar asked concerningly. Everything is alright. I just bought a shop on this road, what a coincidence replied Leon. That is not, sir. The Vijays already had too much assets and you will encounter more situations like this in the country. It has been a long time since you've looked for the assets, your years of experience has made you ignorant in managing your family assets. Please be prepared for more surprises in the future, Marva said in her soft and warm voice. During the years Leon went away for training, the Vijay family grew even wealthier than before. This isn't a surprise but I was taken aback from the clothing stores, food and beverages. They're all home. If I were to go out shopping, it would be the same as visiting my own backyard. That's no fun. Leon, sir, you now own Oregon's biggest road, the Oregon Avenue. I've arranged for Mr. Danny to hand over the road to you. In three days, you can give Mr. Danny a call, explained Mawar. Mr. Danny, the name sounds familiar. I've heard his name before, Leon said. He suddenly remembered the name's owner. A smile crept across his face. Sir, don't think too much about him. Mr. Danny is only a part-time worker. One more thing, sir, your aunt has sent you more allowance. Please don't hesitate to spend it. Increasing your consumption level will be a good sign. So please finish it, Marvel reminded Leon once again. Leon smiled. I have my own plans. After the call ended, Suchi auntie who has been standing beside Leon asked curiously, who were you talking to? You were smiling. Leon gave a carefree reply. It was no one, just a friend of mine. It is unnecessary to tell Suchianti everything. Even as his identity is revealed, she will not believe him. Leon's mind became clear. Key wasn't bothered about Tommy at all. It's almost time. I must go back. Four trillion nine hundred and two billion two hundred million nine hundred and seventy-one thousand three hundred and eighty-one inches. Okay then, grandpa should also be done with his business. Suchianti then made her request. I suggest you hide. Don't make grandpa worry about you. Not because our family can't pay the danis but it is concerning his health. Key is an old man. Her face blushed as she said it. Suchianti knew it was slightly impolite to dictate Leon to run away, but she is very sure the Danny family will kill Leon as if he is a rabbit hunted by a giant snake. She didn't want her grandfather, who had just recovered, to get involved in the ensuing fight. This problem with Jerry and the fake painting is an entirely different issue. But Tommy was beaten. How would the Danny family let Leon go? While Suchianti is thinking Leon will end up in a catastrophe, Leon showed a relaxed expression instead. Leon stood tall and confident. His face showed an aura of calmness. My problem doesn't have to involve your grandfather. I was brave enough to hit Tommy, which means I was not scared of the Danny family in the first place. Besides, Oregon is not theirs. Leon's tough attitude almost rubbed on Suchianti. He is a real man. But Suchianti shrugged her shoulders helplessly. Leon, your appearance when you were pretending was really charming. Even I almost fell in love, you know. But the Danny family has immense wealth. How could you still hit Tommy? It's because I am a Vijay. Suchianti was confused at Leon's reply. She finds it slightly funny. 1574800518626 What if your surname is Vijay? There are lots of family names in this world and many names sound alike. Suchianti has no idea of the special meaning behind his name. Thus she thinks Leon is being weird. But if her grandfather or father heard what Leon said, they will be shivering. Suddenly, a woman appeared in front of Leon and Sucianti. Leon glanced at her and realized it is Annie. Zero zero she scanned at the branded shopping bags Leon and Sucianti carry, then looked at Leon's face with disgust. Annie pointed her finger at Leon and coldly said, no wonder you have the money to book a bed in the intensive care unit for Rachel's mother. It turns out you are a gigolo for the rich women. Imagine how broken Rachel would be to know how you earn money. Annie had no idea what is going on, but she came with the sole intent of ruining Leon's reputation. Leon didn't expect to meet Annie and her foul mouth. The person to entitle Oregon Avenue as the most prestigious road must be mistaken. Apple like Any can still crawl around here at night. Silence. You have no idea of the truth and only speak nonsense. Are you not afraid to have your tongue cut out? Leon said as a cold aura rose from his body. How rude. Annie should change her name to foul mouth for all the words that came out of her mouth are trash. This proves that you and Gerald are nothing alike. Annie laughed coldly in satisfaction. You master Gerald is now lying in the hospital. As his loyal follower, you should bring him some fruits on your visit tomorrow. Ha, huh. how do you know? Gerald is on a holiday leave. What do you understand? What does a lowlife like you know about Gerald's life? Ennie retaliated harshly. Zero zero at that moment, a cold breath was heard from Leon, everything else fell into silence just before Leon's powerful breath exploded from inside him. Key rapidly came towards Ennie. Other people on the road are unable to sense his anger, they thought it was just the passing wind. Bush. Suchi Eni he closed her eyes due to the strong wind. In a second, Ennie's clothes were sliced in different places and her long hair was cut short. She was pushed back by the unseen force which then sent her spinning in Eh, She landed on a pile of fresh dog poop left on the street. Annie's aerial flips and turns were as smooth and consistent as gymnast. When Suchianti opened her eyes, Annie was already gone from her sight. All she heard was the sound of weeping in the background. Ha, huh, where did she go? Suchianti scrunched her forehead. Maybe she fell into the siever. Don't mind her. Leon turned his back and continued walking. Leon only warned Annie this time. The next time she is going to open her foul mouth, she will not be as lucky. While Leon thinks about it, Any will vanish without trace. The night passed and it's already 8 in the morning. Leon arrived at the eastern gate of the Royal Taruma Hospital and Arranged a consultation with specialists for Rachel's mother that day. 00 after the consultation, Rachel's mother will receive a systematic treatment for her illness. But this was all a cover for Leon. He is letting Rachel and her mother relax while Leon will secretly care for Anna. According to the treatment protocols, Anna's illness will require a risky surgical procedure that might injure her other organs. Leon plans to heal her before the surgery. Everything has been planned, it wouldn't need much time to help Rachel solve her biggest challenge. At that moment, Leon saw a young man who was injured in a car accident lifted out of the ambulance. No wonder death happens every day here, a lot of critical patients are brought into the hospital daily. He noticed a peculiar sight, five black Audis closely trailed the ambulance. From the five cars came out a dozen of men dressed in black suits. The men in black cleared a way through the crowds for the injured young man and medical staff to pass through. The injured young man was wailing in pain with his eyes closed. My eyes, my eyes. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 32. Trying to banish me. Leon guessed the young man must be the son of a conglomerate in Oregon. Teon felt the man's face looked familiar as if he has met him somewhere, but Leon couldn't recall. The most important point is the injury to his face, his left eye is bleeding and emergency treatment couldn't stop it. Dion didn't care about the man. A lot of cases like that happen in the hospital. To him, all patients are equal. There is no difference between the rich and the poor. He arrived at Anna's room and saw that Rachel just finished her breakfast. Annie wasn't there and it made the room much more comfortable. Dion, have you eaten breakfast? If not, I will get you something to eat, Rachel said with concern. Dion's mood immediately improved the moment he saw Rachel's beautiful face. You don't have to. I've eaten 10 minutes ago. I called a female physician for a professional consultation and I will arrange a treatment plan. Don't worry. I will take great care of her. Leon smiled. Rachel nodded her head and she felt warm inside. She felt comfortable when Leon is with her. 00 Rachel knew that without Leon, her family will never experience such excellent medical treatment. Initially, she wanted her mother to be treated at the public hospital, but the hospital didn't even have a lift. In reality, it was Rachel's kindness that saved her mother's life. The reason why Leon is willing to help Rachel is not because of her popularity. Although everything about her appearance and attitude is. Captivating, Leon has enough of such graceful women in his life. When Leon was just released from jail, Rachel is the first person to greet him warmly, and kindly reminded him to be cautious about Gerald. When most of Leon's friends hid from him, Rachel trusts him and never judges him. Leon will surely remember her kindness up to this day. Suddenly, Rachel reached for her phone and showed an article from the local news portal. She then told Leon, Leon, look at the girl who fell, she looks like Amy. An excerpt of the news read, a woman from Oregon was found in the sewers of the Oregon Avenue after suffering a fall at 10pm last night. Descriptions of the woman includes her wearing strikingly open clothes and an eccentric haircut. Her behavior was uncontrollable. Under the text was a picture of the woman, everything except her face was censored. The short and modern haircut was by courtesy of Leon. Yeah, they kind of look alike, Leon tried his best to contain his laughter. Zero zero, but how would anyone want to style her hair like this? I think she's a different person. Rachel is unsure. Maybe she's a crazy person, but who knows. Leon shrugs his shoulders. The consultation went smoothly as scheduled. The doctors at the Royal Taruma Hospital have gathered at the conference room to discuss about the surgery plan. Leon wanted to hear about the doctor's opinion on the case. He would be able to learn from them and use the knowledge to his benefit. It doesn't matter whether it is traditional or western medicine as long as the disease is cured. The conference will start soon and Leon has requested Director Ezra to allow him in the room. When Leon entered the conference room, he received looks of displeasure from the doctors. Who are you? Who let you in? This is a restricted conference. Tis bad says Oregon State University. Is he a medical student? How is a student allowed in here? Keep quiet and listen to what he has to say. What's your reputation? The 10 surgeons seem to underestimate Leon. Most industries have a chain of seniority which allows seniors to intimidate their juniors. The medical field itself has a high requirement in terms of professionality and a slow promotion. Only after reaching 40 years old is someone allowed the rank of director. With that, how would senior doctors take good care of their students? The patient's daughter is my classmate. I am a medical student from Oregon State University and I am here today to listen to your surgery plan with permission from Director Ezra. He mentioned Ezra's name to save time. Dr. Glenn, he said Director Ezra allowed him to join this conference. I think we should confirm it, said another doctor as he looked at Dr. Glenn. Dr. Glenn is one of the most well-known doctors in the hospital who is responsible for the team of surgeons. Obviously, he enjoys his high reputation in the hospital. Dr. Glenn glanced at Leon and asked him, it would be illogical to let a student listen to the pre-op plans, it isn't in accordance to the rules. Did you really come here with Director Ezra's permission? 513080227796 Glenn felt that Director Ezra shouldn't have let a student into the conference. Besides going against the rules, it is just naive. The members of this conference are professional specialists and you want to listen to our plans. Will you even understand everything you're saying? Dr. Glenn didn't act aggressively, but his eyes showed intense dislike towards Leon. Of course, you can confirm it to Director Ezra, Leon replied. Dr. Glenn was annoyed at what he heard. In the hospital, Dr. Glenn had more than 1000 people working under him. Also, the position of Vice Director is currently empty. He will be promoted as Vice Director by the board and become the youngest Vice. Director in the Hospital's History Dr. Glenn will become Vice Director in his 40s and his passion burn. 172720169376, I don't have to call to make my decision. How is it possible Director Ezra allows a student to join the conference? And you still want me to ask him about this? Get out of here now. Leon was irritated at Dr. Glenn's sudden outburst. Leon is an inheritor of precious ancient medical knowledge, even Ezra couldn't keep him. The surgeons should have appreciated the chance to talk to Leon. His reaction was not out of the ordinary. Leon didn't want to offend the doctors and he indeed had Director Ezra's permission. Dr. Glenn's anger explosion doesn't make sense at all. Are you trying to kick me out? You don't have the right to. Leon said coldly. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 33 The Surgery You are only a student. Will you understand our conversation? This is a professional conference and we are all experienced surgeons. Are you dreaming? Dr. Glenn shouted in anger. Zero zero. There is no field in medicine I don't understand. I will listen to today's conference. Leon walked inside and sat beside Dr. Glenn. The doctors are being ridiculous. Leon is the inheritor of the sacred knowledge of ancient medicine. They are nothing but juniors to Leon. Dr. Glenn exploded in anger. His face turned red and he stared at Leon sharply like a fierce eagle. All right, you've got the guts. You've postponed the patient's treatment and you won't be responsible for this. Leon smiled coldly. I can do it myself. Carry on the conference and do whatever you want to do. Arrogant student. Outrageous. Dr. Glenn slammed his hands on the table and growled at Leon. The other doctors showed their disgust towards Leon. This boy is being brave. All the doctors here are reputable professionals in the hospital. Cows who only look down and eat grass wouldn't know the broad of the horizon, Leon said to attack Dr. Glenn. You're just a boy who drinks milk. Do you have any idea how difficult this procedure is? Leon answered lightly. The patient doesn't require surgery. Zero zero, you must have never done one. Dr. Glenn smirked. Why does she have to undergo surgery? I can treat her without the surgery. He replied confidently. What treatment are you choosing? She is suffering from chronic cerebrovascular and cardiovascular disease. Are you talking nonsense? Dr. Glenn attacked. Leon stared back at him. I'm not here to start a fight, I'm here to learn. I want to hear your opinions and plans. Leon tried to stay humble. As someone who holds great knowledge in medicine, he was taught to maintain his composure and put his ego aside to reach his maximum potential. Even in front of the doctors in Kyoto, Leon will always be right. A lot of the famous doctors in Kyoto are disciples of Liana. They refer to Leon as their senior. Leon is gathering knowledge in many fields. He never thought too highly of himself and to have humility, which makes up his life principle. But if the opposing side is acting outrageously, Leon doesn't need to treat them politely. Good examples are Tommy and Annie. If Leon has the thought to kill a person, he or she will never know the way they will die. You are just a student. What experience do you have? How outrageous. Dr. Glenn burst angrily. He wants to safeguard his position as the vice director and prevent Leon from ruining his opportunity. 0, zero a few doctors try to break the fight and calm Dr. Glenn to finish the conference before dealing with Leon. Dr. Glenn is still irritated and he will not Leon go easily. Right now, it's better for him to let go of his rage for the time being. In a while, he will be promoted as vice director and as long as Leon is still interning in the Hospital, he can make Leon suffer. Fine, you are here today not because of Director Ezra's permit but because I let you in. You will only listen and not interfere the discussion. Dr. Glenn hold on to his anger. Leon glanced at him and smiled sarcastically. Is that it? The doctors continued their meeting. Leon sat calmly and listened to their surgery plan. When Leon said he wanted to learn from them, he meant it. If the doctors could come up with a great plan, Leon will learn from it. But the conclusion made Leon felt disappointed. Their plans were ordinary, the doctors didn't create any innovative plan or procedure. Medicine in the United States is very much left behind. I've given you all four years and no development were made. Maybe I was expecting too much. But the procedure will only give the patient a 50% recovery rate and still leave her in pain, Leon thought to himself. Dr. Glenn finished his talk and glanced at Leon who was in a daydream. Do you understand or not? As I've told you before, the procedure is way beyond you, but you didn't listen and acted arrogantly. Zero-zero, I don't understand. Everything about your plan is ordinary and the possibility of recovery is only half. What's the point of the procedure? Leon counted. Dr. Glenn and his colleagues were taken aback by Leon's statement that the recovery rate is only 50%. Nonsense, shouted Dr. Glenn. Through your stimulation of a craniotomy, the procedure will easily damage surrounding nerve tissue and the patient might end up permanently paralyzed. Although the patient is cured of her disease, she will be paralyzed for the rest of her life. Why still choose the surgery? Leon sounded like a professional doctor himself. What do you know? This is the best possible outcome. You can only talk when you have no experience at all. Stop making trouble here. Dr. Glenn slammed the table again. Dion wasn't shaken at all. He sat calmly on his chair, his expression unchanged. If Dr. Glenn said Leon has zero experience, how would he become an inheritor to the sacred knowledge of ancient medicine and heir to the talented Vijay family? Dion has received the answers he wanted to hear. Whether I understand it or not, explaining it to you is pointless. I've reached my goal here. The conference director Ezra arranged brought comfort to Rachel and have Leon his chance to get his answers. 0 unfortunately, the procedure plan was nothing extraordinary, and the doctor's attitude made it worse. What Leon said bothered Dr. Glenn. He thought to himself, soon I will be promoted as vice director. What does a student have to teach me? Before Dr. Glenn can scream at Leon, a nurse busted through the door in panic. Dr. Glenn, a patient who suffered an accident this morning came with glass shards in his left eye. No doctor is willing to perform the surgery. Dr. Glenn raised his eyebrows, can't you see we're in the middle of something important? Have another doctor do the procedure. You cannot, Doc. He is a special patient. What do you mean special? Dr. Glenn asked in confusion. The nurse came closer and whispered, the patient's name is Jerry. Mr. Danny and his wife are here waiting. You are requested to lead the surgery. The moment he heard the Danny family is here, he left in a rush to meet Mr. Danny. He wouldn't dare make them wait. 30 minutes later, Dr. Glenn excited the intensive care unit shaking his head at Mr. Danny. Mr. Danny, this is, will be a difficult procedure. I checked the position of the glass shards in his left eye. They are only a few millimeters away from 0-0 zero, zero, his optic nerve. A small mistake might cause blindness. It is a difficult procedure indeed. Dr. Glenn said sadly. Mr. Danny pulled Dr. Glenn's collar and said close to his face, I don't care. You must save my son. If the surgery fails, don't even think about living in Oregon. His expression was crazy. All right, although there is only a 30% chance this procedure will work, I will try my best, the doctor replied with fear written on his face. Suddenly, Director Ezra said to Mr. Danny, sir, don't rush the procedure. I want to recommend someone who might have a way. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 34. Why not? Who is he, if he can heal my son's eye, I will give him anything. Mr Danny said emotionally there is a 70% chance of success with him but we'll need to ask him to be sure everyone was supposed to rejoice at the news but not Dr Glenn he shook his head and spoke to director Ezra impossible no one in Oregon can beat me he is a special person the director replied seriously dr Glenn looked at him with suspicion and wondered what's on his mind zero zero is he trying to ruin my reputation i'm renowned as the greatest surgeon in Oregon it's hard to operate on Jerry's eye and now Ezra said someone else could do it more successfully will this threaten my future spot is vice director Dr. Glenn thought hard and started becoming paranoid. The director must have acted like this because of Leon. He will rise in the ranks quickly and replace his position one day. Director Ezra thought harder. Leon is not willing to work in the hospital nor take the position of a mentor in the Oregon Institute of Medicine. How would Leon manage a hospital and the billions of properties waiting for him to inherit? Director, where is the man? Why have I never heard of him during my time working here? Dr. Glenn asked with suspicion. Director Ezra didn't want to give him the right image. He said, no wonder you've never heard of him for he is a very humble man. I dare. Say in the next 10 years he will become a celebrated figure in United States' field of medicine. 10 years. Dion could do it in 10 days if he wants to. Director, I think that's too much. Even if he is a genius, we've never seen him or know his identity, Dr. Glenn said roughly. Mr. Danny started to grow impatient and shouted, fine. The two of you, bring him here. Don't neglect my son. In the future I will donate for the hospital's cause. The reason behind his bold actions is because the Danny family donated medical instruments to the hospital annually. In return, the hospital will promote the DN group, thus benefiting each other. Zero-zero the renewal of medical instruments requires a lot of money. This makes Mr. Danny a respected and important person in the hospital. Dr. Glenn waited for the clown Director Ezra is about to introduce. He refused to believe someone in Oregon is more skillful than he is. Keon received a call from Director Ezra requesting for his help. Oh, I will head there immediately, Leon agreed to come. Although Leon and the Director are not very close, they know each other. Well enough for Leon to stop by and have a look. When Leon arrived, Director Ezra greeted him. Keon, the patient is in an emergency state. After the car collision, a glass shard entered his left eye and damaged his optic nerve. It will be a difficult surgery. Do you have another solution? Dion answered relaxedly, don't panic. This is not a big problem. Dion had already observed the patient's wound this morning and immediately had a solution. Listen to me, Leon. The patient is a man of status. He is the son of a VIP in this hospital who has donated a lot for the hospital. You get what I mean, right? The director said carefully. Dion nodded with a straight facial expression. Ah, I understand. This will all rely on you. I wish you all the best. The director gave Leon a pat on his shoulder. Dion kept his mental stability. He must not be anxious. Zero, 00 Dr. Glenn looked at Leon and his face changed. He couldn't imagine how the great man Director Ezra was talking about is the same student who sat in his conference an hour ago. How could it be you? Dr. Glenn pointed at Leon, his eyes shooting daggers at him. Leon took firm strides towards the doctor. Why not? You're a student with no experience. You're coming here to stir up trouble. Director Ezra, is this the expert you mentioned? Dr. Glenn asked in disbelief. True, he is the man I told you about. Despite his young age, he has excellent medical skills. Let him check on the patient now. Although Director Ezra is unsure if he made the right decision, he believed that with the knowledge Leon possesses, he shows a more promising result than Dr. Glenn. Also, for health problems incurable by modern medicine, trying the methods of traditional medicine might bring a positive outcome. Since Leon is gifted in the knowledge of modern medicine, he could integrate the two practices in treatment. But Dr. Glenn refuses to accept the director's reasoning. How could a famous surgeon be compared to a student? He doesn't trust Leon at all. This must be a joke. Director, are you related to Leon in any way? How could you do this? Dr. Glenn asked with a cold smile. My decision is not your problem. Don't try to school me and mind your position. Director Ezra answered firmly. Zero zero, director don't take it the wrong way. It's just that you're allowing a student to operate Mr. Danny's son. This is not a joke, right? Not only it is illegal, but how much experience does an undergraduate possess? I bet he hasn't even touched a knife. A patient's life is more important beyond existing rules. Plus, this is a special situation. Who said Leon is just a student? Then who was he? He is a lecturer at the Oregon Institute of Medicine with a reputation higher than most doctors in a hospital. I wouldn't say this but if doctor Glenn is sure of his abilities. I will not invite Leon into this problem. I don't know what trick you're playing but try asking Mr. Danny if he is willing to allow a student to do the procedure. Glenn replied coldly. Mr. Danny was there during their exchange. He scrunched his forehead at what he heard. Student or not, can any of you do the procedure? Or else I'm moving to another hospital. Dr. Glenn quickly said, Mr. Danny, Director Ezra is letting in. an experienced student to operate on your son. They are playing to play with his life. Mr. Danny was furious. What's this Dr. Ezra? I wouldn't let a student operate on my son. At least a senior doctor will do. Are you trying to mess with me? Leon smiled coldly at Mr. Danny's reaction. A lot of people are after his famous ancient treatments but couldn't find it anywhere. If it wasn't for Leon traveling around the world, no matter who the bosses. don't try to offend him. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 35 Do not panic. Ku said I am just a student. I am a certified medical practitioner and a lecturer at the Oregon Institute of Medicine. Leon showed them his certificate. Director Ezra realized that Leon can handle critical situations well. In just one sentence, Leon can silence and prove his opponents wrong dr glenn's face darkened and he said to himself all right you really want to play this game and even prepared a certificate for leon it seems you're looking forward to promote him it is rare for someone to gain fellowship in the oregon institute of medicine leon achieved it by relying on his intelligence special talent and a hidden channel three trillion ninety eight billion eight hundred million five hundred and twenty four thousand nine hundred and seventy six inches ezra is he really capable of the surgery mr danny was still doubtful to him leon is too young he is yet to go through various conditions and qualifications Your son is in a critical state and no doctor guaranteed they will 100% succeed. But Leon said there is a 70% chance. For success. This all depends on you, Mr. Danny, Ezra explained. Zero, zero, is there no other senior doctor? Mr. Danny asked. Ezra devised a solution to assure Mr. Danny, otherwise, let Leon and Dr. Glenn do the procedure together. It will be safer that way. Dr. Glenn was dissatisfied at the director's decision. He is embarrassed to do the procedure with a student. Leon has a major role and can heal the sick with his abilities in ancient medicine. I disagree. Mr. Danny, he is not worthy to be in my team, not even as an assistant. Dr. Glenn clenched his teeth. I will be responsible for the surgery, I will succeed, and Jerry's eye will be saved. Dr. Glenn was against Director Ezra's decision and took a large risk to avoid giving Leon the center of attention. If he were to succeed, he would match the Danny family's generosity. They will in turn provide large sponsors to support his next promotion step. Great. Dr. Glenn, since you are confident, you will do the surgery, and I will reward you if you succeed. Mr. Danny declared. Director Ezra is unhappy at how Mr. Danny chose Dr. Glenn. But it is not good to delay a patient's treatment. Mr. Danny chose Dr. Glenn over Leon due to his age and experience. Director Ezra patted Leon's shoulders to show his support. But Leon wasn't disappointed at all, he wasn't here to gain Mr. Danny's favor. In his eyes, Mr. Danny is a nobody. Leon only came for Ezra. 00, zero before entering the operating theater, Dr. Glenn glanced at Leon with disgust, his eyes full of hatred and praise. Are you trying to steal my rank? You never will, he thought to himself. After pre-operative preparations, Dr. Glenn and his team entered the operating theater. Jerry lay on the bed half conscious under anesthetics. In according to Glenn's plan, he will slowly extract the glass shards from Jerry's eye. His confidence multiplied, he felt he can do anything. In Oregon, if I cannot operate a patient, don't hope someone else will. If I cannot heal a patient, then no one else will. The surgery went on for 20 minutes. Everything was well. Suddenly, Jerry's eye bled severely, the shard must have injured the eye's blood vessels. Dr. Glenn who was full of confidence suddenly turned pale. Beads of cold sweat formed on his forehead and his hand is visibly shaking. Cotter, Cotter. The theater became silent as the team stood frozen. Volumes of blood are flowing. Finally, the bleeding was stopped. But Dr. Glenn became unsure to carry on the surgery. Key is anxious a small mishap might cause bleeding into the eye and surrounding structures. If he fails to extract the glass shards, the surgery might risk damaging his brain. Dr. Glenn's mind became empty. Key is panicked and confused. Key has failed. The surgery's failure marks his doomed reputation. Although he knew the surgery is difficult and has a low success rate, Dr. Glenn still failed in the end. I'm finished. Ezra and the boy will steal this chance. How am I going to face Mr. Danny? Key thought to himself. Previously he promised Mr. Danny with full confidence that the surgery will succeed. K is now very embarrassed. Now the Glenn has made the Danny family upset. Will he make it out alive? In his extreme disappointment and destruction, he excited the surgery room. Dr. Glenn, how did it go? It must be successful. Mr. Danny greeted him with a huge smile. I deeply apologize, Mr. Danny. There was a slight complication, but trust me I am trying my best, Dr. Glenn explained with guilt haunting him. 3,098,800,398,611 inches. Wide. Doctor, what did you promise me? If anything happens to my son, don't even hope you stay alive. Mr. Danny shouted angrily. 0 at that moment, Leon who was already geared to enter the operating theater was caught by Mr. Danny. Hey stop, what are you doing? One inch. If you don't want your son to turn blind, let me go. Otherwise not even God can save him. Are you sure? Why would I be here if I wasn't sure? Are you satisfied? Leon released Mr. Danny's grasp and entered the theater without looking back. Mr. Danny was humiliated. This is the first time anyone has let go of his hand. Director Ezra pretended to stay calm, he was unsure Leon could successfully operate on Jerry. Now that an expert like Dr. Glenn has failed, everything depends on Leon one inch. Dr. Glenn was the most agitated, if Leon succeeded in extracting the glass shard, his reputation is in shambles. He tried cheering himself up, no way, impossible, if I myself can't do it, what can he? Leon entered the operating theater and didn't lift the knife at all. He put his hand on Jerry's head and softly touched him a few times. Leon's palms produced a powerful inner force which is transferred into Jerry's skull and flowed into his left eye. Slowly, the glass shard was pulled out of his wound. Zero zero this is the reason why Leon trains his inner force. His power destroyed and pushed out the glass shards little by little without damaging the surrounding eye structures. The technique avoids damage to the eyeball and allows the accurate extraction of the glass shards. Leon can only gain this ability after training in medicine, Tao and Kung Fu. Tao. as long as the bleeding is controlled, the surgery is over. In Leon's words, don't panic. It's not a big problem. After three minutes, Leon calmly walked out of the room. Dr. Glenn was relieved to see Leon exiting in a short time. You went out quickly. I knew there is nothing you can do. You were so arrogant, and in the end, you can't do anything. Mr. Danny rushed towards Leon after hearing Glenn's words. But Leon swiftly pushed Mr. Danny against the wall and locked his movement. You were too rushed. The glass shard is out. Don't be a hypocrite. Dr. Glenn was offended and shouted in disbelief, impossible. You can't even seal a wound in three minutes. Who said he needed surgery? Leon asked. K is still holding Mr. Danny and stared at Dr. Glenn. How can you extract the glass shard without surgery? Are you joking? Tell me, if it wasn't surgery, then what did you do? Dr. Glenn asked coldly. 00. Leon released Mr. Danny and said, if I had to give it a name, let's call it head-patting treatment. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 36. Accusations. What? Cerebral Hemorrhage. Mr. Santoso, Dr. Glenn and Director Ezra was taken aback by Leon's words. Stop saying nonsense. There is no such thing as a head-killing surgery. One inch Dr. Glenn scrunched his forehead. Who said you can start surgery once he is admitted? To receive treatment is already good enough. Leon counted in annoyance at Dr. Glenn. In Leon's eyes, Dr. Glenn has no skill in the right to say anything about medicine. If you say so, will my son be able to recover? Mr. Santoso asked. He was mixed in surprise and excitement. See for yourself. I have taken out the glass shard. He will only need to recover. Leon answered. Dion never categorized his patients as the rich or the poor. Although he has cured a son of the Danny family, Leon stayed cool and didn't try to gain Mr. Santoso's attention. Zero-zero after the talk, Leon and director Ezra left the patient's room. Dion, is there such thing as a head-killing surgery? The name sounds weird. Is the procedure a part of traditional medicine? Ezra asked with curiosity. Whatever you say, I don't care. Leon relied as he ignored Ezra's question. I understand. How great is the field of traditional medicine? I am in awe. Ezra looked at Leon proudly and gave him a thumbs up. Dion shook his head and said nothing at the sight. Dion, did you heal the injury on his son's face too? Yes, of course, Leon said with confidence. No one doubts Leon's excellent surgical skills. Ezra was pleased with Leon's abilities. He could strengthen the hospital and make it the center of attention. Leon never told anyone that he is a traditional physician, but director Ezra has guessed it from the beginning. Isn't the Danny family a part of the DN group in Oregon? Leon asked Ezra. Ezra nodded his head. That's right. Mr. Santoso is the president director of the DN group. The one receiving treatment is his son. He has a twin, he explained. 00, no wonder he looked familiar. Turns out they're twins, Leon said with a small smile. Despite the injury on Jerry's face, Leon could still recognize him. It was a bright and cloudy day when Jerry visited Mount Muir to check out the villas he is planning to buy. To his disappointment, the villas were bought by no other than Leon. Jerry has harbored a dislike towards him since then. Leon, is something wrong? Ezra asked Leon. Nothing. The Danny's are a family of criminals, Leon said. Key is fed up with their attitude. Ten minutes later, Mr. Santoso walked out of the operating theater with a smug grin plastered on his face. How miraculous! Key didn't expect the young man to beat Dr. Glenn. Key planned to ask Leon to replace Dr. Glenn as the Danny family's physician. Young man, I appreciate your creativity and hard work. I wish to show you my gratitude so tell me how much money you want. Mr. Santoso said haughtily. Although Leon keeps a simple appearance, he is a wealthy and powerful man. You don't have to, Leon replied. Mr. Santoso was confused at Leon's plain response. When he offers someone money, they will immediately mention the amount they want. Leon is different from the other doctors and that sparked his curiosity. Zero zero everyone in Oregon wants to build a relationship with the rich and powerful Danny family. Leon's plain reaction and rejection made Mr. Santoso feel offended. Why, are you underestimating me? Mr. Santoso asked in annoyance. Leon could already guess his reaction, typical to the rest of his family's poor attitude. They could only use money and power to repay a person's kindness. I don't need money, Leon replied coldly. What? You don't need money. Mr. Santoso was livid in disbelief in his face redden. You don't seem to respect the Danny family. No one has ever refused my offer before. Did you say no one? Others might be afraid of you, but I don't. Leon clenched his fists in anger. Fine, just because you treated my son's injury doesn't mean I will not go against you. You are too young to understand life. You will regret this later. From the operating theater Dr. Glenn pushed Jerry on the wheelchair. Jerry was still weak from the surgery but strengthened himself to exact revenge on Leon. His facial expression turned cold and full of hatred when he saw Leon. He didn't even thank him. Leon didn't treat my injuries but Dr. Glenn and his surgical skills did. Don't trust him, Jerry said while pointing at Leon's face. In an unexpected twist, Jerry wasn't thankful for Leon's help in saving his life. He accused Leon instead. How outrageous. What happened? Tell me quick, Mr. Santoso said scrunching his forehead. Despite the bleeding, Dr. Glenn successfully extracted the glass shard from my eye. My true severe wasn't Leon but Dr. Glenn. Jerry sounded confident to assure his father. That is true Mr. Santoso. It was my perfectionism that got in the way of the surgery. I thought I have failed. My success will not be easily taken away by him. Added Dr. Glenn as he pointed at Leon. Jerry and Dr. Glenn made up the scenario that it was Dr. Glenn who saved Jerry and not Leon. Jerry wanted revenge for the incident at Mount Buer, thus he decided to deceive his father. They worked together to trap Leon in a difficult situation. This way, Leon wouldn't gain his father's trust and receive hatred instead. Leon's hard work would be fruitless, he will not gain anything but land himself in trouble. After what Jerry and Dr. Glenn said, Mr. Santoso's face turned unhappy and looks very angry. 619,760,023,961 inches all this time you've been pretending to be great. How dare you trick me youngsters nowadays talk too much. You will never be successful, we'll see to that. Mr. Santoso shouted at Leon angrily. Super rich man by Kang chapter 37. Your own fault. 00 Leon stared at Jerry coldly. Having power in organ does not mean you can threaten me. He said firmly. Do I need to threaten you? You are a hypocrite Leon. Taking what is not yours. How shameless. Jerry replied angrily. Leon knew Jerry's bitterness was because Leon bought the Jerry wanted to have. In Leon's opinion, buying a house is not easy. Only the capable ones can do so. The Danny family aren't lacking financially, but they talk too much. Jerry, there's no point in talking to you. Leon said. Leon felt it is pointless to talk to his uneducated family about the savings. He has done for them. Leon ignored Jerry and turned to Ezra, Director Ezra, I'll be on my way. How could you leave? Jerry shouted. Get him back here. He offended our family. Don't let him get away. Mr. Santoso got even angrier after what Jerry said and called for his guards. But at the sight of Leon's anger, Mr. Santoso hesitated. This is the hospital, not the Danny family's abode. You don't have to write to command me. I leave when I want. Leon said as he walked away. Mr. Santoso seemed to lose his bravado. If he were to cause a commotion in the hospital, he will humiliate himself and the DN group's reputation. Leon walked free and easy to the room where Rachel's mother is staying. After Leon was out of sight, Dr. Glenn and Jerry shared glances and evil smiles, their plan to get rid of Leon is running smoothly. Jerry is not grateful for Leon's health despite knowing he was saved by Leon instead of Dr. Glenn. But Jerry knew Leon isn't an easy enemy to defeat. It is obvious he could afford a villa in Mount Rue and held a respected position in the hospital. Dr. Glenn felt threatened Leon would replace his position as the vice director. He devised a plan to kick Leon out of the hospital. Leon came back to the patient's room and his heart became calm when he saw Rachel. Rachel is a graceful and kind woman, everyone feels comfortable around her. Leon, let me get you something to drink. You must be thirsty, Rachel offered, her face blushing. Ever since Rachel came to the hospital, she acted awkwardly around Leon. She feels nervous around Leon, but she has no idea why. You don't have to, I'm not thirsty. I'm here today for your mother's surgery, Leon replied with a smile. Zero zero, he isn't going to execute the procedure, he said it to calm Rachel down. Alright, it makes me feel calm to know you'll take care of me, Rachel said softly. I will return all the treatment fees once my mother is discharged. Soon, the whole hospital heard that Dr. Glenn successfully treated Jerry's injury. The doctors, nurses and staffs talked about him in the way he used his skillfulness to tackle a hard procedure. It made him a star in the hospital. The discussion between the nurses continued until lunchtime. Have you heard, Vice Director Glenn operated on a member of the Danny family one inch nurse said. Unbelievable, he extracted a glass shard from his eye and the wound healed well. How did Dr. Glenn do it? Another asked. He would have need to learn for 30 years. I can't help but admire him. It is a golden opportunity for Dr. Glenn to set an example for fellow. Doctors and Nurses Dr. Glenn was embarrassed at the constant praises coming his way, but he slowly got used to it. But the glory didn't last long for him. An unfortunate event sent Dr. Glenn into fear and panic. The surgery wound on Jerry's left eye got infected and exudes foul-smelling pus, risking him to blindness. 00 Dr. Glenn smoked in his room to relieve his stress from receiving the news. The other doctors and nurses are equally panicked and clueless at what to do next. Jerry's left eye finally turned blind, he could only see from his right. He was distraught at his fate, but there is no way he could change it. A horrifying scream was heard from inside the room. My eye, Jerry shouted in pain. What happened to my eye? How did it end up like this? Key lashed out in frustration. Dion, you bastard. Key must have planned all this. Key screamed, I will exact revenge on you. Jerry stood up from his bed in pain. To release his anger and frustration, Jerry threw whatever he found on the table at the window, breaking the glass into pieces. Key proceeded to head to the room where Rachel's mother is staying. Jerry entered the room and charged at Leon to beat him. Rachel was startled and scared. Fortunately, Leon reacted quickly and countered Jerry's attack, causing him to fall. Key is in a disadvantage due to only seeing from one eye. Dion, how dare you hurt me? I will destroy you. Jerry shouted furiously, his eye bulged in anger. 00 Leon looked at Jerry. I remembered you saying Dr. Glenn saved you, the whole hospital knows that too. Why are you coming to shout at me? Are you accusing me? He said with a smile. You'll be dead if you try to fight me. Jerry shouted. I will not. You're the one who ended up blind. And it is by your own fault. Leon said firmly. Leon knew Jerry's condition best and had no ill intention against him. The rest happened purely because of his own fault. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 38 Get Lost If only Dr. Glenn and Jerry didn't have evil plans against Leon, he could have helped Jerry relieve his pain. Instead, Jerry complicated the situation and falsely accused Leon. Leon himself has no reason to help such a troublesome person. He looked at Jerry with pity. His evil deeds came back to him. A person doesn't have to do much good, to do no evil is enough. In Leon's opinion, Jerry doesn't deserve his mercy. He needs to be taught a lesson to change for the better. Stop sulking and go back to the operating theater. Have your eye replaced with a dog's eye, Leon said coldly. Zero zero, wait for my revenge, Leon. I will direct everything in my power to make you suffer forever. I'm looking at your eye. Jerry replied with a sharp stare. Get lost. Leon hates being threatened. He will not hold back from teaching them a lesson without opening his mouth. Rachel has been in the same room. She was startled and her heart pounded quickly. But she was more worried about Leon than herself. Leon are you all right? She asked seriously. Leon let a small laugh at how the small and delicate Rachel worried about him. He shook his head. I am fine. You don't have to worry. Oh, thank goodness then. Please be careful Leon. I don't know what the problem is but he seems to be a very powerful man. She said in a low voice. Rachel calm down nothing is going to happen Leon replied. Rachel blushed. I I don't want you to get hurt. Don't be afraid I am not weak. Leon smiled and stroked Rachel's head. Softly to assure her. Her heart beats faster and her face turns red every time Leon pats her head. She felt like she was going to faint. Zero zero you you must be thirsty so I'll go get your drink. Rachel said in an awkward manner. She dragged her water bottle and briskly went out of the room. Leon laughed at how quickly Rachel disappeared. It's already the fourth time Rachel asked him if he is thirsty today the time of the surgery came and Leon prepared all the required tools. The needles are the main point of the treatment which brings most effectiveness. Sadly, a lot of medical workers who had no prior knowledge about traditional Chinese medicine are surprised and doubtful at acupuncture healing. Rachel's mother will only need care in the hospital. She has passed the critical phase and can be dismissed within a month. On the other hand, Leon will not show up in the hospital for some time. His teacher told him to not reveal his ability as an acupuncture doctor, otherwise they will try and steal his spot. For the sake of healing Rachel's mother, he tended to her every day and postponed his quest to find Mr. Danny for the handover of Oregon Avenue. In the last three years, Rachel has been through a lot of difficulties. She didn't even treat herself well to save up. Fortunately, she is blessed with beauty and kindness which made everyone around her comfortable and willing to protect her. Rachel didn't know Leon is a great doctor with the vastest knowledge in this hospital. She also wasn't aware of Leon's expertise in traditional medicine. Leon didn't reveal it to Rachel in fear she will become distant towards him. Rachel, after two days procedure, you can breathe freely. She only needs to go through the recovery process. You can go out and spend time with your friends, Leon said with a serious look. Alright then, hearing it from you makes me feel calm, Rachel replied with a nod. The day passed quickly. The skies have turned dark and Leon went back home to rest. In the dark and silent night, Indra and his granddaughter Suchianti went for a walk after dinner around the villa complex to breathe fresh air. As Indra and Suchianti walked, they noticed Leon practicing yoga on his patio. Grandpa, is he crazy? He stayed in his previous house for a few days only and now moved again, plus doing yoga outside at this time of the night. Suchianti directed her gaze to Leon's direction. Don't be bothered. The reason is obviously because he has the money. Kimisiv moved to Oregon not long ago. I must introduce myself to him. There's nothing wrong in making new friends, said Indra out of curiosity. 200,660,065,236 Leon didn't care about Suchianti's gaze. To him, yoga is beneficial in improving his health. Zero, 00 the next day, Leon felt strong and spirited as yoga was indeed good for his health. Today I will meet Mr. Danny and finish the handing over of the Oregon Avenue, Leon thought to himself. When Leon first came to Oregon, he was an empty sheet paper with nothing on him. Having a trusted secretary like Marvel has reduced a lot of Leon's burden. Leon departed from his house on the Hennessy Venom GT, much to the attention of his surrounding neighbors. His car made everyone jealous. When they see his car on the street, they would take videos of it and upload in on TikTok. The post was flooded with comments within minutes. Half an hour later, Leon arrived at the Oregon Avenue and parked his car. His phone rang when he was about to get off the car. It is a text message from Rachel. In the text, Rachel asked to go with Leon for a walk at the Oregon Avenue. He had arrived by coincidence. Oregon Avenue is a large road titled as Oregon's most elite shopping spot. Its streets are lined with various expensive luxury brands. Rachel arrived not long after. She is wearing a simple dress which looks lovely on her. Added with her cheerful smile and glowing face, everyone came to adore her. Teon knew the dress Rachel wore was not anything fancy, but it still made her look beautiful and cute. Zero Zero Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 39 Finally here. Rachel was born pretty. Although the dress she's wearing is cheap, she still appears beautiful and elegant. Teon looked at her with a broad smile and nodded. Rachel is innocent and brave at the same time. Not every woman could wear something she does for a walk on Oregon Avenue. Duh, Dion, come on Rachel whispered close to Leon's ears Her round and glassy eyes staring deep into him Rachel, the way you said it might cause a misunderstanding Dion replied He got a little shy at what he heard I mean let's go for a walk She rephrased her words nervously Dion straightened his shoulders He can't help himself to protect the shy and delicate Rachel Suddenly, a woman wearing a black hat approached the two She had long hair and a small face but slightly shorter than Rachel She stared at Rachel sharply from afar with hatred evident in her eyes Ennie, how did you get here? Dion looked at her displeased He had always despised her To him, she is as annoying as a fly perching on food. 00 Rachel explained in her small voice, hum, she must have seen when I sent you the text. She quietly followed me out but I didn't expect her to follow me all the way here. Rachel and Annie are roommates and they used to be best friends. But after Annie betrayed Rachel multiple times on Gerald's behalf, they are no longer friends. Rachel didn't want Annie to come with her to see Leon, all she does is compare Leon to Gerald, which made Rachel uncomfortable. In Rachel's opinion, although Leon's family might not be as wealthy as Gerald's, she knew for sure that Leon was a good man who wouldn't try to harm her. Leon is friends with everyone regardless of their social status. He is a man worth fighting for. Rachel, how could you? You've been going on secret dates with Leon. Annie mocked her. She sounded like an aunt who enjoys gossiping. Rachel's eyebrow furrowed. What are you saying? We're going for a walk, not a date. She counted. Leon suddenly held Rachel's hand and looked into her eyes, as if telling her to ignore Annie. Trying to give her an explanation would be pointless. Whether it is a walk or a date is none of Annie's business. Leon stared at Annie. Annie, this has nothing to do with you. You had the heart to sell your best friend for a profit, now you don't have a say about Rachel's life he said with anger in his voice. Zero Zero Leon didn't want to fight Any. all she does is snoop into people's lives. You talk with a forked tongue like a venomous snake, Leon added coldly. I'm doing this for Rachel's sake. If she marries a weak man like you, she will be unhappy for the rest of her life. Ennie replied cynically. If Rachel wasn't with him right now, Leon would not hesitate to give Annie a lesson like he did previously. Oh, that night I saw you walking with a rich older woman like a pair of lovers. No wonder you own a lot of money, it comes from your sugar mama. Are you not going to admit it? Enni continued taunting him. For God's sake, if I were to walk together with your mother, does it automatically mean I have a relationship with her? Dion stared at her in disbelief. Annie was pissed at his words but tried to control herself to reach her goal. Rachel, you have to believe me. We are like sisters. There's no way I am trying to harm you. Leon is not a good man. You better stay away from him. But Rachel stood her ground. I trust Leon. He isn't someone like that. The woman might be his acquaintance. Rachel, you must be insane to let go of a rich and kind guy like Gerald for someone so low. I am so impressed of you. Annie shrieked in a fury. Annie is after the prize money Gerald promised her. She tried her best to make Rachel date Gerald every single day. Zero Zero Leon isn't carried away by Annie's nonsense, he only smiled. Suddenly he thought of something interesting. Why are you wearing a hat when the weather is hot outside? Stop acting cool and take it off, said Leon as he took off Annie's hat. She tried reaching for her hat but to no avail. Is this the latest hairstyle from your village? Leon laughed. Rachel couldn't hold her laughter either. Annie's haircut looked terrible, everyone can't help but laugh at her. Annie held her anger and bit her lip. She stared at Leon furiously. If she knew her hairstyle was going to be made fun of, she wouldn't have faced Leon. Annie felt awkward and looked around. She saw Gerald at a nearby watch shop. She felt as if her saviour was there and immediately ran to him. Gerald, Gerald, Annie called to him, fancy meeting you here, Gerald. It's been a few days since I last saw you, but you are more handsome than ever. She said with a grin. But Gerald is not in the mood to deal with Annie. From the corner of his eye, he saw Leon instead. It's his first day out of the hospital and he's meeting Leon as if they are cat and mouse. 0, zero Annie was overjoyed to see Gerald finally make his appearance. She didn't realize Gerald was ignoring her. Gerald was annoyed and he looked at Annie strangely. The moment he saw Leon, his focus changed. To him, Leon is a god. He suddenly heard Leon speaking to him. Are you out of the hospital already? Gerald was taken aback at Leon's seemingly friendly smile. UHM. Yes, Gerald mumbled his answer while nodding his head. That's great. I'm still going with Rachel on a walk, Leon said to him. Super Rich Man by Kang chapter 40. Don't pretend. Gerald is no longer angry at how Leon and Rachel became closer now. He wouldn't try to steal her attention unless he is willing to fight against Jason for the second time. When Rachel saw Gerald, she was struck by an odd feeling. It's only been a few days since she last saw him, but how did his demeanor change tremendously? Annie went off at Leon again. Dion, watch your tone when you're talking to Gerald. Quick, apologize to him. Zero zero Leon shot daggers at Annie without saying a word. He's had enough of her talking. Dion will never hit women. But if there were no one else around, he would have gone and shaved Annie's head clean. Dion took Rachel by the hand and entered the mall, leaving Annie with Gerald. He plans on buying Rachel a gift. Key took Rachel to a watch shop. Without saying anything, the employees immediately offered them the latest models for women. Rachel, choose whichever you like and I'll get it for you, Leon said while holding Rachel's delicate hand. He chose a few models that might suit her. Rachel couldn't bring herself to accept such an expensive gift. Ever since she was born, she has never worn luxury items. She even had to save up for meals. I, I don't need this. It's very expensive. It would be a waste of money, Rachel whispered to Leon. Rachel was shocked by the price of the watches. On the price tags were written 50 to 2 million dollars. She couldn't digest it, the price of a watch is more expensive than the house she is living in. Leon gave her a sweet smile. Don't think about it, just choose one, it's a gift from me, he said to assure her. She only had to choose a watch, when Leon could even give her a hotel. Rachel suddenly felt something was amiss. Since when Leon had such amount of money, he wasn't kidding, right? The watches are priced at over 2 million dollars each. Rachel knew he didn't own that much. Leon, where did you get your money from? Stop pretending to be rich when you're nothing compared to Gerald. Kenny suddenly appeared behind Rachel and Leon. You're being too much. Leon smiled while holding his anger towards Annie. Did I say anything wrong? Stop pretending. You won't even afford the cheapest model available. She added arrogantly. Annie knew Leon and Gerald are enemies, and she used the opportunity to gain Gerald's favor. If I can't afford the watch, why would I pretend and come here? Leon asked coldly. Easy reason is because you don't want Gerald to beat you and take Rachel away from you. I'm waiting to see what you're going to sell next. To earn money, Annie said sarcastically at Leon. Annie kept on spitting unnecessary comments. 0135086, How do you know I sold my house to afford this watch? How about I just take this watch? Leon challenged her. Be prepared for prison life then. You're stealing because you can't afford an expensive gift for the woman you like. What a sad man. Kenny laughed. Zero zero more nonsense came out of her mouth as she spoke. She forgot that she is also a sad woman who betrayed her best friend in exchange of money. Now I shall let you see the poor image you have in mind. Declared Leon. He took the most expensive watch and put it on Rachel's hand. None of the shop employees said a word or tried to stop him. The shop owner is choosing his watch. They have no right to stop him from doing so. For Leon owns the Oregon Avenue and everything in it rachel looked at the shop employees in bewilderment. this man is a liar do you believe he can pay for the watch he took quick catch him the employees looked back at rachel as if she is crazy customers can test the product even if they don't make the purchase besides the product's value the services offered by such brands are also an important factor rachel was confused at how none of the employees said anything to leon what confused her even more was how gerald didn't open his mouth to fight leon she recalled that if he didn't mock or curse at leon that wasn't gerald at all gerald rachel is an innocent girl who was too easily carried away by gifts and sweet words. But you are still the best and this is a chance to show her what you've got. Annie said to Gerald. Zero zero Gerald felt nauseated at what Annie said. I just got out of the hospital. If you're trying to go to hell, then do it yourself. Stop dragging me with you. Gerald lashed out at her. Mr. Leon, sir, this has nothing to do with me. He said to convince Leon. What? I have no subordinate like you. Leon gave him a confused stare. Mom, Gerald called to Rachel. Rachel was surprised and speechless when she heard it. She wondered if she appeared that old. Annie stood in shock at the exchange she saw. Gerald was crazy after Rachel. He didn't have to end up like this just because he was rejected. Annie was dazed. What happened at the rich and handsome man she used to know? Did they feed him the wrong drug? Someone who hasn't been through what Gerald experienced wouldn't know. Although Gerald wasn't aware of Leon's actual status, now he knew Leon is a great figure within the Vijay family. Annie tried to persuade Gerald again. Gerald are you drunk? Quickly choose a watch and give it to Rachel. Leon will be so embarrassed. Zero zero Annie is indeed foolish. What does Gerald have to take? The Vijays own the store. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I own this watch store. Not only I am free to choose the watch I want, I can also have it without paying, Leon said to Annie with a smile. The employees nodded in agreement to support Leon's statement. Gerald had seen it coming. Even the five-star hotel is under Leon's name. Owning this store isn't something extraordinary for him. Annie and Rachel was shocked. They didn't expect Leon to own such a luxurious shop. Dion, you, Rachel was at a loss for words. Rachel, I will explain it to you, but not now, Leon said. Now is not the time to tell her that he is the sole heir of the Vijay family. For her own safety, it's better for Rachel to know less about him. Too much information might complicate the situation. Leon admitted the shop as his because he had a plan in mind. The first is to make Annie shut her mouth and the second is to show outside as a hint of Leon's true power. Rachel nodded her head. Alright, she softly replied, although she is curious and excited to hear Leon's explanation. She still believed that Leon has been sincere in helping her. Zero Zero on the other hand, Annie didn't believe what Leon said. She thought he was lying. Stop pretending, Leon. I don't believe you. She suddenly gave Leon a cynical look. Forget it, if it's true you had money, why did you have to work for the last four years in school, she challenged. Gerald has had enough of Annie's trash talk and moved his hand in action. Slap, slap. Does Sir Leon have to pretend? You're being foolish. If you want to suffer, then suffer for yourself. Gerald shouted at her in frustration. Gerald, why did you hit me? The person you have to hit is Leon. Annie said in annoyance. You stupid girl, you're trying to kill me. Do you hold a grudge against me? Go away from my life. He said seriously. Annie's heart broke at Gerald's words. She felt tortured. How did the young master of the Chao family be so afraid of a poor kid like Leon? And to sell his dignity by referring to Leon Sir. Or perhaps Leon's mistress is a powerful woman of high position. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 41 The Cure to Jealousy Annie's mind started to think of all the craziest possibilities. If it's true, the missus told Gerald to be fearful of Leon. Leon ignored Annie. He took Rachel's hand and excited the shop. 1,863,725,490,051 inches please wrap it nicely. I will pick it up on my way back, Leon instructed the employee before he left. Gerald also left Annie alone. She lost her face in front of Rachel. Oregon Avenue is the most elite shopping street in Oregon. Everything Leon and Rachel desired, clothing, food and entertainment can be found everywhere on the street. They enjoyed their time indulging in branded items and good food. Leon's monthly expenditure is reaching over 10 million dollars and he still has 800 million US dollars left. He needs to find a way to spend it soon. After visiting a few stores, they met Fidian, the department head at school and his wife. Fidian also saw Leon, Rachel and Gerald who was walking behind the two. The sight of Leon and Rachel holding hands made him feel unhappy. 00, Zero Rachel looked beautiful today and as always, a lot of men wanted to be with her. He wondered when the two were together he thought Rachel was supposed to be with Gerald the spoiled brat. he can't help but feel a little jealous at seeing Leon and Rachel together hello Mr Gerald it's been a long time Fidian said while smiling and he just went away and now Fidian came Gerald started panicking what are you looking at aren't you going to greet your depth head Fidian stared sharply at him Gerald took in a deep breath he wished to avoid the current situation Leon looked at Fidian coldly are you worthy of your position as the department head he challenged Fidian it would be so brave of you if you dare lay a finger on me I will have you expelled, and no one can save you then. He answered arrogantly. Have I ever hit you? You can ask Gerald whether I did it. Leon smiled. Gerald shook his head in shame and said, no, no, he never did. I was the one who beat him. Gerald came closer to Fidian and started whacking his head. Gerald, don't hit me. Fidian shouted between the beatings. Please stop hitting me. What did I do wrong? Fear and panic were written all over his face. Zero, zero, who told you to disrespect Sir Leon? Who should I be hitting if it wasn't you? Gerald asked. Gerald kicked Fidian's feet and landed a punch on his nose. His wife stood frozen, unable to move or fight. What, Sir Leon? He asked confusedly. During their time in the university, Gerald was referred as the cat, whereas Leon is a dirty rat who Gerald enjoys picking on. Since when did he call Leon, sir? What happened today blew Fidian's mind. Gerald is now reduced to Leon's pet. He isn't stupid and knew Gerald wasn't pretending. Gerald looked very fearful towards Leon. Fidian thought to himself, did Leon's rank rise to be above Gerald? Fidian, do you not believe what you see? asked Leon, still with his sharp gaze. If Rachel wasn't there with him, Leon would have sent Fidian flying into the air with his kick. Of course, I believe you, Sir Leon. I truly regret what I did. Please forgive me. Keep led to Leon. I no longer want to see your face in the university. Leon said firmly. You heard what Sir Leon said. Promise me you never show your face, or I will not let you go. Gerald warned Ferian. In addition, zero zero Leon glanced at Gerald. He turns out to be useful. Ferian nodded his head and didn't look up at Leon to avoid his scary glare. Leon took Rachel's hand, and Gerald followed suit, leaving the shaken Ferian where he is. Leon, can you please tell me what happened at the watch store? The watches are expensive, and everyone was surprised. Rachel asked curiously. Do you remember what I told you at the club? Of course, I do. You worked as a driver for a friend who paid you well, she answered with a nod. That's right, my friend is very wealthy. I work for him part-time and as a benefit, they lent me an investment to open the store, Leon explained to cover his true identity. Really? Rachel looked at him with her doe eyes and serious expression. Yes, smiled Leon. Also, what made Gerald change? He is very scared of you, unlike the usual Gerald, she asked again. It's easy, Gerald is afraid of my friend. His family is much more wealthy and powerful than Gerald's, Leon laughed. One more thing, who is the woman Annie mentioned about? Rachel asked shyly. Zero, 00 Leon looked at her with surprise. He laughed a little. Rachel, are you jealous? What jealous? We are not a couple, so why should I be jealous? She replied and threw her head the other way. Ha ha! are you sure you're not? Leon teased her a little. He then explained, do you believe in what Annie said? She is a female friend of mine who has poor attitude and easily angered. If it wasn't for her grandfather forcing us, I wouldn't want to walk with her. Are you going to be their son-in-law one day? She felt a hint of jealousy in her heart. Rachel, you think too much. I can't stand her awful behavior and lavish lifestyle. I really can't accept her. Please avoid any in the future. I'm starting to get worried, he added. Leon saw how Rachel is pouting from jealousy and took her to a handbag store. If a woman is unhappy, treat her with bags and diamonds. It is the most effective cure to heal a woman's heart. You can choose whichever you like, don't hesitate, Leon said to Rachel. Rachel never got to spoil herself due to her family's situation in the past years. Leon wanted Rachel to live such experience. An employee at the Hermes store greeted Leon and Rachel. How may I help you sir and mom? We have all the limited edition collection. Here, he said. 00 Rachel looked at a bag and checked its tag. She immediately put the bag. A single bag cost $300,000. How expensive, she blurted in surprise. Rachel knew the bag's brand and value, but to her buying such a bag is a waste of money. She turned to Leon and said, I'm not going to get a bag. It costs too much. Rachel accepted his kindness, but the price of a bag is enough to build a house in her hometown. This is a gift Rachel can't accept. Moreover, Rachel knew Leon worked hard for the money. Although his rich friend gave him a lot of it, he must also save some for his own needs. It's okay Rachel. Choose one, smiled Leon. She was in doubt but because Leon forced her, she chose the cheapest bag available. I choose this one, Rachel said as she handed the bag to Leon. Leon checked the price, $300,000. No, it's too cheap. Choose something else, Leon shook his head in disapproval. The store employee scanned Rachel from head to toe then looked at Leon in doubt. Rachel wore cheap dress she bought online and it will not last long. Zero zero if he really had money, why not get his girlfriend decent clothes and shoes to match. Super rich man by Kang chapter 42. Don't be too innocent. The employee was doubtful if Leon could really afford a Hermes bag. Rachel, the graduation ceremony is coming. I hope you can appear brightly shining and be the center of attention. You look great wearing these branded items, even if they cost hundreds or billions, Leon said, looking at her. I can't imagine it, Leon, too much for me. I am a commoner and don't deserve such expensive items, she replied. How could you not? Even if you're not a princess, you deserve to have them. It suits you and I will get it for you as a gift, Leon said as he looked into her eyes. Do you have a bag worth billions? Leon asked the employee. The employee was taken aback by Leon's question. All this time, male customers are afraid of their girlfriends choosing the most expensive bags. But this man is different, he asked for the most expensive one. Apologies sir, but the most expensive model is priced about half a million dollars. It's the latest model, I will show it to you. Zero zero, if then we'll check your other stores, Leon replied as he took Rachel out. Leon wanted to get Rachel the best he could, he's yet to spend his massive amount of money. Besides, there are models better than that. The employee snickered at what Leon said. See, I knew he was pretending to want the bag when he didn't have the money. He couldn't even afford the ones at tens of thousands of dollars. What a waste of time, he whispered to a fellow employee. Despite keeping his voice low, Leon heard everything. He turned back and stared at him. If all the employees here acted like you, the shop will close in no time. The employee couldn't accept what Leon said. He replied angrily, what? You've wasted three minutes of my time when I could have used it to assist a rich guest. Unlike you who pretended to be rich when you're not. I'm telling you, although I am not a rich man, I am not a fraud. What's your attitude? How disgusting, Leon replied furiously. Aren't you the one being disgusting? All you did was touch the bags but not purchase anything. Don't take your girlfriend out if you don't have the money. I have the money and it is up to me whether I buy the bag or not. Leon raised his voice. Rachel stood beside Leon and said, it's okay, forget it. The bag is very expensive indeed. You can get me a bag from the online shops, they are just as great. Zero zero, but today I must get you the most expensive gift. If it isn't a bag, then a diamond will do. He replied in annoyance. The employee laughed at how the two looked so intimate with each other. Hey, don't be too innocent. You have the face to attract rich men, so why are you staying with liar like him? He called out to Rachel. Don't say that about him. He is a good man, she argued. You're being foolish. Why protect a man who doesn't love you? It was just a ruse when he asked for the most expensive bag and didn't get it for you. Should I introduce you to someone else? The employee offered. I don't need it, Rachel shook her head firmly. That is your loss, to be tricked by a man like him, he smirked. Dion is used to facing people like him. He didn't need to reveal his status, he only needs to prove what he is capable of. Dion pulled out a blue colored bank card and slammed it on the cashier's table. Trap all the bags in the store, I'm buying all of them under the condition you're all fired. Who is accepting my bill? The employees looked at each other and laughed. Are you joking? How could you use a VIP haircut membership to purchase a bag? The employee asked mockingly. That is an international card without a withdrawal and swipe limit. Zero zero, are you trying to fool us? The limitless card is colored black, not blue. The blue card is gifted to Leon by his grandfather when he was born. This makes the card even more valuable than the black one. Only certain people know and own the card. But the employees never heard of it and mistook it for a fake card. I don't care what you all think about it, as long as it can buy all the Hermes bags in the store. Leon said. Amidst the employee's doubt, Leon handed the card to another employee and had her swipe the card. In one quick swipe, the transaction worth over 1 billion was successful. Although the employee has no idea about the card, she was surprised and overjoyed. The transaction gave him tens of thousands of dollars in rewards. Oh my god, thank you, sir. I am at a loss for words. Once again, thank you so much, sir. The employee bowed at Leon. The previous employee who didn't trust Leon could only lower his head and cry. An opportunity like this might happen just once and forever, and never again. He deeply regretted his arrogant attitude. Leon and Rachel continued their walk at the avenue. Rachel, I know you must be confused about the blue card. My friend owns the card and he lent it to me. I honestly have no idea of its use. I just said whatever, explained Leon. 00 Rachel became worried. That is a valuable card but you swiped a billion out of it. Your friend might not be pleased. No problem, Rachel. He is very wealthy. That amount is how much he spends on a day, Leon said. Rachel can't believe what she heard. She will never gather such large amount of money even if she is to work forever. But to Leon's friend, it's nothing. She was surprised by many firsts today. Her whole life she never spent millions for shopping but Leon splurged on her today. If she knew who Leon truly is, Rachel might pass out from the shop. Her reaction would be unimaginable. Not long after Rachel and Leon left the Hermes store, a man came and asked the employees, where is the two people who came here just now? Sir, they have already left about five minutes ago, answered one of the employees. What? How dare they stop by to shop here? Does he not know Oregon Avenue is owned by the Danny family? Tommy holds a deep grudge against Leon for hitting him and hurting his twin brother Jerry. He walked out and entered a shop selling jade stones. He handed a poster to an employee. Stick this poster at the store entrance. The man in the photo is not allowed entry instructed Tommy. Zero, 00 on the poster is written, this man and pets are not allowed. The employee did his Tommy commanded. Sir, your tattoo looks amazing, unlike anything I've seen before. Said one of the employees to him. Super rich man by Kang chapter 43. a conglomerate The tattoo is a mark Leon left on Tommy's face to humiliate him. Tommy will never forget the incident. The store employee only followed Tommy's command without actually knowing what happened between Tommy and Leon. He felt the mark on. Tommy's face makes him look intimidating. Get lost. Screamed Tommy at the employee. Leon and Rachel continued their walk in the Oregon Avenue. Kay had a lot of businesses to take care of today, but Marvel informed him that Mr. Danny is yet to be seen. After four years of living in Oregon, Leon has heard a lot about the important figures in the city. Leon almost forgot that he promised Indra to check on his wife's health. But Leon enjoys freedom, he wishes to do whatever he pleases. zero0 zero, Rachel, the citizens of Oregon have a limited amount of consumption expenditure. New branded items will arrive only during certain seasons, and now is not yet time. But we can visit the Jade Exhibition to see high-quality products, Leon explained. An authentic jade stone has the power of luck and increases positive aspects of its wearer. Routinely wearing the stone gives the benefits of balanced blood flow and smooth, clear skin. For Leon, buying an authentic jade stone is more beneficial than a diamond. Leon isn't easily attracted to luxurious or extravagant items. He could see that Rachel is the same. Rachel scrunched her forehead in disagreement, I think you don't have to. If you're going to buy something else, I don't think I can accept it. She is concerned at the way Leon is spending his money. In her opinion, it's better to save the money to set up a business or for a diamond than for it to be spent unnecessarily. But millions of dollars isn't a large amount for Leon, just like the commoners eating beef. I promise this is the last. After buying the jade, I will not buy anything else. I hope you'll regain your confidence. Remember Rachel, you're a shining star. Leon said to boost her spirit. Rachel is kind girl trapped in a sad circumstance. Her simple family background doesn't grant her the privileges of luxury like other girls. She was touched by Leon's kindness, it made her shed tears. Although Rachel knew Leon is spending his money unnecessarily, she realized that he did it for her sake. 3,794,125,566,886 inches. Okay then, I'll listen to you Leon, Rachel said with a nod. The pavilion, Leon read the shop signboard. When they were about to walk inside, the two guards standing in front of the store didn't let Leon and Rachel enter. It seems the guards didn't know why the Danny family's young master prohibited Leon from entering the store. Are you opening the shop because you're too rich already? Why are you rejecting a customer? Does this make sense? Leon asked furiously. The two guards can only look at Leon helplessly. Apologies sir, but we have no other choice. This is a direct order from the young master of the Danny family to ban you from entering. To guard this a shop's reputation, we are not going against them. Please leave the vicinity, one of the guards fled. Keon looked at the shop's entrance, a poster with his face was stuck on the door. Below it is written, this man and pets are prohibited to enter. Keon was very insulted at the writing. He turned to the guards. Which young master did this? Is it Jerry or Tommy? Zero zero despite Jerry is blind in one eye now, he could still command his people to do this. But obviously Tommy is the strongest suspect. The two guards were fearful to reveal their master's identity. They stood quietly with fear on their faces. Dion wasn't going to force them to open their mouths. He understood the guards are only doing their jobs. They are not accomplices to the Danny family. But Leon isn't going to let the suspect go for blocking his way. Leon, are you hurt? Or angry? i warn you that all your evil deeds will eventually come back to you. You must pay for what you did, and this is only the beginning. Let's see how fun it will turn out, said Tommy with a devilish smile. Dion is fed up with Tommy and gave him a sharp stare as if Leon was about to prey upon him. Foolish man, you've started a fire, Leon shouted. Tommy is not going to back down. Stop giving me empty threats. Do you not see the power of the Danny family? This whole road is ours. What do you have to fight against me, he challenged. What did you say? The Danny's own this road. Leon laughed out loud sarcastically. Never mind, I'm not going to waste my time debating with a useless man like you. I will not forgive you, you can't hide from me. He continued as he stared sharply at Tommy. As adults, everyone is expected to be responsible for their actions. Zero-zero. Tommy thought what Leon just said was a bluff, but he felt uneasy. Leon's stare became sharper, as if he was going to kill someone. Suddenly, the sound of a loud slap shocked everyone, and they turned their heads at Tommy's direction. Tommy's cries of pain and Leon's slap could be heard all the way outside the store. Oh, Leon, do you not beat people up but hit straight for their faces? Jerry asked in annoyance. Tommy's right face swelled tremendously as if he was chewing a large chunk of ice. Of course, I know, but you first have to be a man, Leon answered with a cold smile. Are you trying to leave another mark on my face? Tommy asked nonchalantly. You guessed right. Leon smiled with satisfaction. Tommy froze at what he heard. He turned pale at the realization his face will be destroyed an ugly mark in the shape of leon's hand was left on his left cheek should the right one suffer the same fate tommy will not stay quiet leon you bastard! i will kill you tommy shouted furiously as he came forward to face leon who was prepared to beat him leon maintained his calm expression and kicked tommy's leg causing him to fall on the floor zero zero you will only become mature once you felt pain you didn't say thank you and still tried to hit me are you even human leon said with a thin smile leon's word added to his anger tommy felt like he almost exploded from the rage do i have to thank you after a beating Leon you bastard, he thought to himself. Tommy screamed in anger. Leon, I can't believe you can still fight me for the third time in our family territory. Just wait and see. Super rich man by Kang chapter 44. Super rich man by Kang chapter 54 get away from here. Your wrist is now sprained. If you still don't understand my generosity. I will cut off your head. Leon's intimidating aura sent Adi shuddering in fear. Adi didn't expect Leon as trained in self-defense. You, stirred up trouble on Oregon Avenue. A tea house owner and the Danny family are closely tied and the tea house is leased by them. Are you not afraid of provoking the Danny family? Danny family. Leon smiled smugly. Zero, 00 Leon has clashed with members of Danny's family. He has confronted them multiple times, to say the least. At the same time, a few questions appeared in Leon's mind. The Danny's relied on the Williams family for funding. Lately, the Danny family, especially their grandchildren, have been abusing their power in Oregon. It's time to discipline their behavior. If they cannot be disciplined, all the Danny family members will be punished to clean the public restrooms for a month in order to taste the bitterness of life. Stop using the name Danny as your shield. Leon said coldly, get away from here if you understand what I said. If Adi isn't going to obey Leon, his head will surely fall off. Suchianti sat at her place and looked at the spectacle from afar. She finally opened her mouth. You, Adi, the tea house manager. I say you better leave or I will have you fired. She pulled out her phone and displayed the tea house owner's number on the screen. Tsuchiyanti and Leon are enemies. Although she enjoys seeing Leon stirring a commotion, the situation is different this time. On the other hand, she is disgusted by Bagus's rude and arrogant behavior as if he is a winner. Zero, 00 Suchianti is not bad by nature but she can't match Leon on a cognitive level. The reason she helped Leon this time was not because of his kindness but because she felt Bagus has a disgustingly poor attitude. Adi felt weak. The woman in front of him isn't going to fight him either, right? Bagus's lover glanced at Suchianti with a boring look. You shameless woman, what right do you have to speak? Suchianti's expression started changing. Her bright and petite face grew tense. She stared at Bagas' lover with anger as she stepped forward towards her. Bagas' lover felt she had the upper hand and stood with her arms crossed. She underestimated Suchianti. But to her surprise, Suchianti landed a hard slap across her face. Slap. I'll tell you once. I am Suchianti, granddaughter of Indra, heiress of the Vibobo family. Whoever dares to disturb her must pay the price. The woman was dazed. She was already ridiculed and insulted by Suchianti and still received a slap to her face. Suchianti turned to Adi, your boss Randy has a strong relationship with the Bibobo family. I have known him way before you became his employee. Suchianti appeared high and mighty in a way that suits her rich image. She knows how to dominate. Bagasa's lover could only hold on to her husband in a clingy manner, her face red and burning from the slap. She was utterly defeated. Hubby, she slapped me. trip her mouth open. But Bagas didn't react. His face became tense and spoke in a serious tone. Are you Suchianti from the Bibobo family in the capital city? Yes, it is me. Suchianti raised her head until her gaze met his. Bagas became more serious after hearing her answer. It's confirmed. Adi was shocked to learn that the young woman was indeed the M's Bibobo, his boss often mentioned. The Vibobo family is a noble and highly educated family who owns various enterprises in the capital city. Their youngest generations are also established as business owners. He sighed in relief and thought, thank god I didn't argue with Miss Suchianti or I could have lost my job. But what about the man who refused to give up his seat? What is their relationship? Adi felt the problem was getting more complex. Suchianti was willing to defend him. Their relationship must be beyond ordinary. Zero, 00 Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 45 You talk too much. The material of this jade is of poor quality. Not a single line was made when I scratched it just now. It's made of plastic. Dion explained. The choice of material reduces the production cost and makes it easier to imitate white jade stones. The manager froze in shock after Leon's explanation. Fake. The famous pavilion sold fakes of low quality. Leon's statement would severely affect the shop's reputation. The pavilion will now be remembered as a seller of fake stones. The shop might even run out of business soon. The pavilion manager didn't expect the young man to deeply understand jade stones, even he couldn't tell the fake stones from the real ones. Although he is shocked, he wouldn't harm his own reputation in front of his customers. That's impossible. These stones are from transactions with the Danny family. If you doubt my goods, then you are doubting the Danny's too. The manager dragged the Danny family name on purpose. But Leon isn't an easy opponent. If my evidence wasn't enough, you can try it for yourself. Take a magnifying glass and check the outer surface of the stone for tiny bubbles. A real jade wouldn't have bubbles at all. Zero zero. the customers each took a magnifying glass and examined the jades in detail. They are surprised that what Leon said is true, the jades sold at the Pavilion are fakes. The manager is at a loss for words. No, no way, that was an accusation. He shouted in panic. There must be something wrong with the magnifying glass. The pavilion and Danny family can guarantee the authenticity of the stones. Don't trust what he said, he's trying to fool all of us. Although the pavilion's manager tried his best to convince the customers, none of them trusts him anymore. Not only sending his shop to bankruptcy, but the Danny family's antiquities business is also dragged into the pit. The old man who was watching the debate walked towards Leon. Young man, may I know your name? He asked Leon with a cold expression. The manager was taken aback when he saw the old man. Mr. Mr. Danny, what are you doing here? Mr. Danny, the old man is around 70 years old. Although his hair is thinning, his stare is still as sharp as an eagle's. Leon thought for a second, and everything became clear. But since there are many other people in the room, he isn't comfortable to discuss the matter. Mr. Danny didn't answer the pavilion's manager and kept on walking to face Leon with his serious expression. Mr. Danny has been anxious in the past week, he is about to welcome a guest. He decided going out walking might help calm his nerves, but he got into this incident instead. Almost all the jade stones and ornaments sold in the pavilion had derived from the Danny family's antique rack. 599,440,062,061 since this incident could affect his family's reputation, Mr. Danny can't ignore it. Local guests shied away from the moment Mr. Danny made his appearance. He is gossiped to be a powerful businessman in Oregon who has a large ego. Right now, everyone shares a common thought. And at that moment Leon will be made powerless. To destroy the great company reputation Mr. Danny built in front of everyone, Leon will not be forgiven. Judging from Mr. Danny's cold and serious expression, Leon is going to get killed. But the spectators were astonished by Leon's composure. My name is not important. You'll know it when the time comes, Leon said in a plain tone. Everyone deemed Leon's attitude a big mistake. Zero-zero if he started begging, then maybe Mr. Danny will show his mercy, but Leon didn't beg and stayed firm. When everyone held their breaths in anticipation of Mr. Danny beating Leon, what he did instead disappointed them. If you're not telling me, forget it. I only have one question. How did you identify the fake stones in a flash? Mr. Danny didn't seem angry at Leon, but his stare was as sharp as an eagle's. He felt Leon had a certain intelligence. Leon glanced at Mr. Danny. After destroying his family's profit, Mr. Danny held on to his anger to maintain his reputation in public. There is no point in being angry when the problem has gotten this far. Mr. Danny deserves his throne as the family's ruler. Not even Tommy could beat his tolerance. Listen to sound that is made when carving a jade stone. A fake will sound rough, but a real nephrite stone will sound loud and clear, Leon explained. The crowd in the store immediately discussed his statement. What a fraud. Differentiating the stones by its sound is a difficult and unreliable method. The difference between the two are very small. If he used sound to tell the difference, I refuse to believe his listening ability. Zero-zero, not only his ears are skillful, he needs to have quick reflexes. When the stone is carved, it is hard to focus and react. Seeing his swindling attempt is making me angry. He needs a beating. People can be very annoying. If Leon wants to, he could listen to someone peeing, so what about a piece of stone? In addition, his house was filled with various jade ornaments. He is used to being surrounded by nephrite stones. Mr. Danny stared at Leon with doubt. He believed what Leon said from the way his eyes exude a calm and firm aura, unlike a person who was lying. But he is doubtful. While Leon is still young, he seems to have studied a lot about jade stones. His ability doesn't match his age. Where is he from? Mr. Danny sighed quietly and stared at Leon again. He said, the Danny family is also responsible for the fake stones that appeared in the pavilion. I am willing to pay for the loss. Mr. Danny acted wisely and abandoned his profit for the sake of others to return his family's image. His actions were different from the rumors spread about him. His powerful aura is unquestionably stable and wise, although a little less graceful. 00. Mr. Danny loves his grandchildren so much, he didn't know the young man in front of him had just beaten his grandson up. You will need to pay for a little more. At a glance, the wooden rack over there has a lot of fake jade stones. Some of them are Korean jade, pinky jade and acrylic glass with a total of 23 stones, Leon said honestly. The fake stones wouldn't escape his gaze mr danny lifted his eyebrows his face turned pale as snow he was surprised as his family's antiquities trade has always gone smoothly after strict quality control a fake item unexpectedly appears and there is more than one young man don't speak nonsense are you sure there are still other fake goods in this shop danny asked seriously yes very precious leon lifted his head see it for yourself leon pointed at a jade stone on the left amongst the stones almost all of them are fakes ignore the sandalwood rack all the stones on it are fake an unwise man will be easily fooled mr danny directed his sharp gaze at leon a couple times if that is true, I will handle it fairly. But if it is not, I will not let anyone tarnish the Danny family's name and this rumor will end sadly. The declaration didn't scare Leon but made Rachel anxious instead. She furrowed her eyebrows and her face appeared tense. 0, zero Leon circled his arm around her waist and pull her closer to lean on his shoulder. Don't say much, take a look at the stones. Leon said firmly. His intimidating aura rose immediately but Leon tried to suppress it. His breath could instantly harm everyone in the vicinity but he didn't want to attract too much attention. Mr. Danny suddenly felt nervous. He didn't know why his body started shaking. Is the osteoarthritis on his knee back again? Judging from Mr. Danny's appearance, the spectators thought Leon would have terrible luck. Look at how angry Mr. Danny is. His whole body is shaking. Mr. Danny is furious. How is the young man so shameless? The young man is finished. Once Mr. Danny is angry, the whole organ will be shaking. You might not know, but Mr. Danny has a powerful breath called Kelly Tiger. The praises made Mr. Danny believe Leon is bluffing. He started examining the jade stones. Mr. Danny identifies the stones while Leon watches from his side. He is still doubtful of Leon's words. If there are fakes, he will only find 2 or 3 items at most. But there is no way there will be 23 of them. Everyone held their breaths in anticipation at the rage Leon would receive from Mr. Danny. 00 the Danny family has a solid foundation and perfect industry chain in the antiquities trade. How could there be so many fake items? He must be bluffing, eventually causing Mr. Danny's anger. The spectators wait for the appearance of Mr. Danny's anger as rumored. If any of the items are fake and what the young man said is true, the family's show will be ruined and it will not end well. 20 minutes have passed and Mr. Danny has finished checking all the stones. Damn stones. Mr. Danny's expression became tense with annoyance. Super rich man by Kang chapter 46. Kate and jealousy. Most people thought that if Danny were to score Leon, then Leon would be in trouble. But what came out of Danny next has people surprised once more. Useless young man, if you want to take the shortcut, you shouldn't have crossed the business principles of the Danny family. The words that came out sent the spectators in confusion. Everyone reacted swiftly. Zero zero is it possible Danny's anger is meant towards his family and not the young man. Right now everyone is sure that the young man's claim about the 23 fake items is confirmed. Otherwise Danny wouldn't have said so. Only this time, Danny appeared different than what everyone imagined him to be. Danny loved his grandchildren. K is not as harsh as Rumal. Danny had his rights to be one of the biggest businessmen in Oregon only as recently. Making decisions with composure, handling obstacles with agility and accuracy, being highly intelligent and skilled, these are what made him great. If it's an ordinary man standing in front of him, naturally he would fight them in a sly way. Based on what they see, everyone assume the young man in front of him is no easy match. After passing through identification, as said by the examiner, a lot of the items are acrylic glass and can jade instead of pure mutton fat jade. Not more or less, the amounts are exactly 23 fake items 1. Danny is sure this is not a weird coincidence 1. he has worked years in this field and is one of Oregon's greatest experts in identifying jade stones. 00 even though he is highly experienced, it took him 20 minutes to finish examining the whole store. His opponent on the other hand just stood in silence. In a few minutes he could tell the fake items out of the authentic ones and even the amount is accurate. Did Indra send him? Danny was taken aback and started thinking. He could guarantee there is no expert like the young man in Oregon, except if Indra brought him from the province's capital. Indra just arrived in Oregon to set up his antiquities business and develop new market. This coincidence made him think hard. I cannot go up against him for now. My useless grandson. If only he had such ability, then only I could die in peace. Danny sighed deeply. A year ago, Danny passed his antiquities business to Jerry, his eldest grandson. He didn't expect it to get this messed up. Danny really loved his grandson, but right now he needs to manage the overall situation. Trading fake items like this is highly profitable, but to do so in the long run is a foolish act. After years of trading in Oregon, Danny is an experienced veteran. In the face of a dilemma he can quickly adjust. Danny must act fast to take care of the problem. I, Danny, am someone who keeps my words, and I am thankful to this young man for saving this place on time. To express my gratitude, I award you an exclusive d and group member card. With this card you can visit any business under the Danny family and enjoy free service. That includes restaurants, hotels, shops, antiquities, and many more, all free of cost. Danny said his thank you, but it's hard to hide the arrogance in his eyes he made it look like charity. He gets to achieve a few things at once. Firstly, he restores the Danny family reputation and second, he could use the opportunity to find out more about Indra. Everyone watching was astonished. They thought Danny was seething in anger and heard him saying he'll teach the young man a lesson. Why did Danny thank him instead? What's behind all this? Conveying his thankfulness is not a big deal, but to hand him a very rare member card. It can only be acquired by close relations of the Danny family or given to famous international merchants. Everyone felt hatred and jealousy. No ordinary person can indulge in such privilege at that moment leon spoke i refuse what he refused zero zero the people can't stand what they heard to receive such appreciation from danny is an amazing privilege the dn group card value is not viable the young man must be crazy to put this opportunity to waste one the spectators are more anxious than danny the atmosphere became very tense how ungrateful one inch how dare he give it to me instead he must be out of his mind young man don't turn down this chance leon was amused by the spectacle in front of him they look more panicked than he is the Danny family consumer card doesn't interest him. The card is only usable in Oregon and is no match for the blue century card. That great prince, there is nothing wrong with rejection. Speaking about coincidences, this is also a rare chance for the Danny family. If it does good, he should have just accepted the principle. Why still bother playing by the rules? Great prince, where are you going to hand Danny family the four money? 00, zero Danny was taken aback at, at Leon's swift rejection. This man is breaking the rules, and he had me very surprised. After taking control of his emotions, Danny blinked his eyes in disgust. Young man, do you have any idea how special is this card in Oregon? And how many people would want to get their hands on it? Realizing Danny's point of view, Leon unknowingly curled the corner of his lips. The man standing in front of him is much like a kindergartner with a lollipop in his hand and trying to show it off. I don't know, and I don't want to know. Leon shook his head. Once he sees a bright future head, he wouldn't bother looking at the smaller things. Right now, all that Leon wants to do is get Rachel a special gift, then fine. An appropriate place to discuss about taking over Oregon Avenue with Danny. The family's second phase, in a limited amount of time, Leon will take over the Vijay family company in Oregon as soon as possible. Just wait until he is done with the employee test. If the employee works well, he will be kept. Otherwise he will be fired. Sebastian was made very obedient, he dares not raise his voice. If Danny refuses to obey, then Leon will have to teach him a lesson. 00 Danny felt that this young man is too arrogant. Not a single person in Oregon has the courage to dismiss him. Just because Indra sent you, doesn't mean I won't try to fight you. In his heart, Danny is fearful towards Indra. But as long as he didn't do anything obvious, he will secretly do Leon harm, and it shouldn't be too hard for him. What does Indra have to do with this? Kz, is he, I am me, you can't compare the two of us. Leon gave Danny a side eye. How brave you are, your mentor, Indra, isn't teaching you well. How could he teach someone as shameless as you and dare go up against me? I'll have your tongue pulled out. At this point, Danny exploded in anger. He's been keeping it inside, afraid it will ruin his family's reputation. But alas true colors are difficult to hide, and in the end it's hard to change a high position. Indra is my mentor. Are you not afraid of death? I'm not wasting any more time listening to your sense. I was going to get a gift, so if you can't give any good advice, you better get out of here. Leon's dark shadow is filled with an icy aura. Also I have a big thing to do today, and you are delaying me to greet my important guest. You shall regret what you did. Danny said loudly and with his harsh attitude. Zero Zero Danny looked at his watch. His important guest is almost here. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 47 To make you suffer. I am the person you have been waiting, Leon calmly said. You were bluffing me, I am Danny and I am no fool. Danny couldn't believe that a Williams could dress like a commoner and take his junior out for a date. Jokes aside, the Williams family is the epitome of grandeur. Their children are dressed in incomparable distinction. Although his junior is as beautiful as a flower in bloom, he could deduce she is a commoner. More than that, if he is truly a Williams with such honorable status, how could he walk around without a bodyguard? There are too many people around, it wouldn't be appropriate to expose his identity here. Dion looked around him. Most of the shops nearby are retail but he could locate a tea house nearby. It is the same tea house he and Arya frequented. Instead of any other place, he knew the peaceful tea house is the perfect place for a talk. Leon pointed at the tea house's direction. Mr. Danny let's head to that tea house. There is something I want to discuss with you. Danny glanced at it and proudly claimed, not more than five people in Oregon are worthy enough to share tea with me. You are still far from worthy. Danny started to brag about himself. At first, he was normal. But after Leon's rejection, his pride and anger appeared. Anyways, if it wasn't for that mean kid who tries to live simply, how would he receive an honor like this? Are you saying no? Don't regret later. Leon's darkened eyes gave him a cold stare. Leon and Danny stared at each other, the latter was suddenly filled with fear and anxiety. Yet, Danny doesn't seem to realize. In between these mysteries, he doubts if he is very old already. Previously, his knee joint became rigid, and now his kidney is diseased. Quit dreaming. Do you really think I'll tell you yes? If you want to have tea with me, there is a price you must pay. Out of all the people in Oregon who wish to sit and talk with me, why does it have to be you? Danny said coldly. 3,251,200,347,811 inches whether you believe it or not is entirely up to you. But this opportunity comes only once. If you don't take it, I'll change it into 30 minutes to 00 make an appointment with you and I shall impose a fine. If you show up late by one second, I will make you suffer. Dion laughed evilly. Do you think I, Danny, fear you threat? Such immaturity. I'm not scared. Danny responded tauntingly. But inside Danny was burdened by doubt. Although Leon is Indra's messenger who intends to secretly hurt him and is not the man he is waiting for, it shouldn't be a problem for him. There is nothing wrong between me and Indra. We are friends. Why would his representative become my enemy? What is the reason behind all this? Indra came from the Vibovo family in the capital city. Danny clearly knew what their family is like. I told you that I am the man you're waiting for. I am disappointed of your judgment ability. In the next 30 minutes, decide for yourself whether you're going to show up at the tea house or not. Whether he believes it or not, he becomes even more doubtful. He is unsure if Indra sent Leon to him, but he is also worried if the person he's waiting for is a part of the Vibovo family. He saw that Leon isn't a weakling. If he is pretending, that makes him a great actor. But he is anxious Leon might trick him. If he, the head of the Danny family, is to be mocked by this young man, he will become a huge joke for that reason, Danny is extra cautious. Zero zero but Danny isn't someone to mess with. If the young man is really mocking him, he will surely have the man finished off. The spectators thought the young man is crazy. Going against Danny is more than enough to destroy his future and the rest of the family will exact their revenge on him sooner or later. And now the man offered to talk to Danny in half an hour and threatened him with punishment if he comes late by a second. What a daredevil. Such arrogance. Mr. Danny isn't some man you can sit with. That was funny. Suddenly, he said he's going to punish Mr. Danny. You're the king of this year. Forcing yourself to keep pretending will only bring you closer to death. It's unlikely for him to keep his words, he's most probably trying to escape. In an hour he'll disappear without trace. Everyone knows the sly trick. At those statements Leon calmly said, I will not run away from a minor thing like this. I have decided and I will not talk about it. He didn't want to spend more time dealing with the stupid bunch. Leon took Rachel's hand and calmly left the place to continue shopping. Danny didn't stop Leon. Right now, he is the most powerful man on the Oregon Avenue. If he wants to find out Leon's whereabouts, he could conveniently check the CCTV all over the street. Zero zero in the same time, he spoke arrogantly. No matter if he comes or not to keep his promise, I will lock him down. If tries to fool me, I will avenge him threefold. Anyone who defends him will receive fivefold. Leon held onto Rachel's hand as they walked the avenue. Rachel pursed her red lips tightly, her face showing displeasure. Super rich man by Kang chapter 48. a comment. super rich man by Kang by all world beauty. Super rich man by Kang chapter 48. Leon, are you scared? She felt Danny and Leon's previous confrontation was very scary. Honestly, she was concerned of Leon's safety. Apart from Leon's harsh words about making Danny suffer as he shows up late, he thinks Leon said it on purpose to scare him. Although Leon's friend is a great man, Danny is still the mafia of Oregon. Dion, are you scared? Rachel asked with worry on her face. Dion smiled a little, shook his head and replied, not really. No way, when he and Rachel are the only ones left now, he doesn't want to say those harsh words. He doesn't want to scare her. The true cruel prince has gone through all sorts of ordeals. Key is not afraid. If then, you must be scared. The Danny family is very powerful, so it's normal to be scared. Dion don't be shy, I am actually more afraid than you are. Rachel put a fist on her chest. Leon smiled and softly pats Rachel's head. Zero Zero Oregon will do nothing to stop the great dragon. But for the sake of keeping his identity a secret, Leon didn't talk too much despite having the right to do so. It's okay, everything will eventually pass. Leon laughed assuringly. Rachel saw that it was a forced smile. I, I will protect you, Leon. Even if they are going to beat you, I will protect you. Let them hit me instead. Rachel said it with her clear doe eyes, staring into Leon with sincerity. Even though she is so fearful and her voice is shaking, she mustered her courage and is willing to get herself heard for Leon's sake. Don't be afraid, we'll see in half an hour. Leon went around shopping and calmly waited for the next half an hour at the tea house. A worker aged over 70 years old came to give him a report. Super Rich Man by Kang chapter 49 Thinking too much Half an hour is not enough to visit all the stores on the avenue. Leon is not going to break his promise of getting Rachel a gift. If Rachel still can't find anything she likes after walking this endless street, he could only ask more for advice. He didn't have the heart to startle his mother, she loved him dearly. Even through all the difficulties he faced living in Oregon, Leon always hid it from her. Zero Zero Oregon is a small city, there is no need to bother her for intervention. Rachel looked exhausted. Leon said to her, let's just go to the tea house. Leon wasn't tired at all, but Rachel couldn't keep up anymore. They sat together and sipped tea while allowing Danny time. Leon will surely punish him if he shows up late by a second. The reason behind Leon's game is to make it easier for him to take over Oregon Avenue. The Danny family abused their power in Oregon to commit crimes. Leon shall put an end to their arrogance. If they refuse to submit, they don't deserve a collaboration with the Vibobo family. The trial seems easy, but it needed the charisma and cleverness of a Avibovo to complete it. Leon, how about we use this chance to escape? Asked Rachel out of the sudden. We don't need to, Leon answered firmly. But, I'm worried about you, Rachel said holding back her tears. Rachel is very concerned of Leon. Zero Zero both Leon and Rachel went through a lot of threats, from the campus gang leader Gerald to the powerful Danny family, they've been through it together. Although the two began as classmates, they are now beyond just friends. Rachel found strength in Leon, and she is Leon's only key to calmness in this chaotic city. Leon didn't say much, he didn't have to He continued stroking her head softly With just one move, Rachel felt comfortable Her face blushed all the way to her ears They arrived at the tea house and chose a table near the window He ordered a pot of exquisite black tea Rachel slowly sipped the tea to taste its flavor Leon looked at the watch on his wrist A limited edition Patek Philippe concealed in his sleeve There are still 20 minutes left for Danny to show up 20 minutes has gone, but Leon didn't look anxious Rachel felt cautious, she has never drunk such expensive tea She can't help but be curious of the friend behind Leon Where did he or she come from? At that moment, a familiar voice shouted Leon's name. Leon, you're here for tea. Zero Zero Leon followed the voice which turns out to be from Suchianti, the seducer. She was dressed in a short-sleeved white top and blue a-line skirt. Her small, bright face makes her appear adorable and beautiful at the same time. One thing that remains unchanged is her aura of frostiness. Her tone sounded a little arrogant when she called Leon. Her attitude mirrors her high caste and ego. Yes, for tea, Leon answered with a flat tone. He turned his head and continued sipping his tea. He didn't care about the arrival of the Vibobo family's dearest daughter. For him, it's just about like or dislike. Su and T's gaze landed on the fair and innocent-looking girl sitting in front of him, her cherry-red lips curled into a slight frown. Her frown looks like a sign of jealousy, or maybe not. She often underestimates Leon and mocks him every now and then. But to see Leon enjoying tea with another beautiful girl, she can't help but feel displeased. Super Rich Man by Kang Chapter 50 Shameless One Leon Zero Zero maybe it's a silly feeling of possessiveness. Although intimidated, only she can do it. Oh goodness, it seems your fraud trick is making a lot of money, Su went sarcastically. Enjoying tea in Oregon Avenue's famous tea house with a beautiful girl. What a nice life. Jealousy was evident in her words. Rachel was confused at what she heard and what made the woman so furious. But she could see that the graceful woman knew Leon. Dion doesn't want to deal with Suchianti, he doesn't have to explain whether he is a swindler or not. Even if he did, she wouldn't understand, and the explanation would be pointless. With a flick of his finger, he released 12 acupuncture points that would send Suchianti into a spiraling doubt about her life. Hey, Dion, why are you not answering? Are you guilty? Suchianti asked with a smirk. Shut your mouth. Dion hushed her. If not, I will turn you infertile. Su Chianti was embarrassed and upset, it made her breath go up and down, as expected of her young age. You bastard, one day I will uncover all of your mysterious tricks. Her offensive attitude came again. Dion has had enough of women like her. When he was younger, a neighbor's daughter around his age went on to criticize and berate Leon every day. Dion hung her trousers on a tree branch in retaliation. After beating it a few times, she came forward and spoke the truth. Dion made Su so upset her stomach is tied into a knot. She held on to her waist, the pain made her unable to stand straight. Her breaths became short and weak as she whimpered in pain. 558800144611 five, oh, Leon glanced at Suchianti. Her body temperature is turning cold, especially in the last few days after her period started. How noisy! Dion slapped the table in annoyance. The tea on the table turned into a small column of liquid from the table's vibrations. In one light and swift move, the liquid hit Suchianti right at the middle of her chest. No one caught what happened due to its speed. When everyone else reacted, all they saw was Leon hitting the table which caused the cup of tea to splash at Suchianti's top. Her white blouse is now wet and stained with tea. Shameless, Dion, I'm going to kill you. Tsu Chianti screamed in anger, her face bloody red. Zero zero, your physique is cold and weak from your period. I hit the tangent point to relieve your pain. Leon said with a satisfied smile. But you didn't have to splash tea on me. My white top is becoming see-through. Tsu anti yelled, stop pretending. Is a splash enough to pressure the spot? I don't believe you. She stomped her foot in anger. According to the tangent point's location, I will next use my finger if you don't mind. Leon laughed. Don't even imagine laying your dirty fingers on me. I don't believe your nonsense and don't try diverting the topic. How could a splash of water bring cure? Are you making fun of my intelligence? Suchi and T's face reddened, she couldn't hide her anger. Just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it's non-existent. If I didn't hit your tangent point which is causing you pain, would you still have the power to yell at me now? Leon challenged her. Realization hit Suchianti. She is no longer in pain. The pain she was feeling is gone. She found it unbelievable. I can't believe it. I thought you hated me, so why did you help me? Suchianti questioned Leon's motives. Are you catching feelings for me? Or are you trying to take advantage of my family? Leon burst in laughter at her questions. You think too much. I hate noisy people like you.